Talk Recorded live. Welcome to the Lost Lowdown, podcast number 73, with your hosts, Claude and Justin. What's up, guys? Today we're talking about episode 609, Ab Eterno, which means, which is Latin for, since a very long time, which is appropriate since we've been waiting for Richard's backstory <laughs> since a for very, very long, long time. time. Yes. Yeah. True. Yeah. Ever since he showed up and recruited Juliet, he was uh, mysterious. Yeah, Mr. Middleos, huh? Yeah. 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 We just we just want to give you some work, you know. Comes with you know paid paid time off and mm-hmm. uh, you know get to work on an island. Sure. Or, uh, oh wait, he said it was in Portland. Well, he what said that. What was it? What was his line? Wasn't it something like it's outside of Portland or something? Or no, that was your theory. He he he. It was supposed to be. It was supposed to be in Portland. In Portland. But the punchline of the episode was it's not exactly in Portland. Not exactly in Portland. That's what I was thinking about. Which meant the island. But, and then Ben, but wasn't Ben born right outside of Portland? Strangely, yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that was confusing. It's like, okay, that that was close to Portland. Yeah, I, I, yeah. It does seem like maybe Dharma had some kind of association with Portland since Horace was there, uh, and that's you know that's where he picked up Roger after Ben was born. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, so there's some kind of Portland connection with something, but uh, in, from what Richard was saying, it was just a ruse. And maybe well, he picked it because, you know, of the history. Yeah. Um, well, this was the, the big Richard backstory episode that uh, we've been waiting for. Yeah. Uh, and um, I didn't like it. You didn't like it. I didn't like it. Wow. Now, now I will I will uh, expand on that and say, you know, I didn't hate it. I didn't hate the episode. I thought it was a good episode. But in terms of what Richard's backstory is, ah. and in terms of how he got to the island, and that whole series of events that we've been waiting on, I didn't like it. I see. I see. Uh, I, I'll agree. I, for me, uh, the, the actual story of Rich, actually Rich was okay. I, I didn't think it was bad. I wouldn't say I didn't like it. I didn't think it was great. I don't know. I, I didn't, I guess, uh, I didn't really have any expectations for what it would be. And, um, and I guess I, since I liked the content of the episode in general, um, you know, that outweighed the fact that, uh, you know, Richard's actual backstory, um, you know, wasn't wasn't that amazing. No, it was pretty it was pretty um I mean, what gets him into the actual situation of getting to the island I think is the worst part. Once he gets to the island and what happens there oh, yeah. I don't really have a lot of problem with. Okay. Uh, but 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 the, the the impetus to him getting to the to the Black Rock, I thought was just it was just really heavy handed. You know, he's got this. You know, he's he's in love with this woman and she's dying, and it's like okay, fine. You know, and he goes to this doctor who is just the the worst doctor ever. <laughs> <laughs> you 
You know, he's just like, hey, I'm not riding all the way to Maine for that. You know, I got some medicine that might help, but I don't know what's wrong with her, but I've got some medicine. <laughs> Uh, and, uh, and then, and then the way they have him kill, kill the doctor was just, you know, it's very hard to get away with accidental murders. I think it's, you know, it's hard to portray that, you know, uh, convincingly a lot of the times, especially when it's a time like this, where Richard's just so upset that he's like shaking the doctor and oops, I threw you into something and you died instantly. And it's What's like, daisy? it's so... And the, and the reason why I think that kind of scenario for accidental murder doesn't really work well is because it doesn't have a lot of gravity because it's barely his fault. Right. You know what I mean? If that doctor, you know, had feng shuied his home and, like, things were, <laughs> you know, his furniture was different, you know, like, he may not have died. And yeah. so it's like it, it pins the murder on, on on this, you know, so, you know, quote, unquote, guilty person, but it's like it was so such part happenstance, you know, and he, yeah. he, there was no motive. You know, he wasn't trying to do it. So anytime they, they, they have that accidental murder thing, and then the whole crux of the rest of his, you know, his life depends on that. Everything that happens after that is really kind of about that murder. Yeah. You know, and not his wife and whether or not he saved her in time, which was sort of his guilt, you know, which we'll talk about later because I think the conversation with her at the end is kind of weird. Because she doesn't know what's going on. <laughs> no. Uh, and uh, but so anyway, that's that's kind of the gist of why I didn't really like what we saw, um, you know, for for Richard's backstory. I see, I see. Yeah, I, I'll admit those things are true. I guess um, uh, my senses, I didn't that didn't bother me as much. I guess I guess for me it was sort of like yada 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 get to the island. Mm-hmm. I didn't really care that much about what the setup was. Yeah, but it's like the yeah, I was kind of I, I mean I wasn't yada yada get to the island, but I I I I think the setup matters when the the reason that he's on the island is is based on what happens before. Like it's important that we know what Kate did if that's what got her to the island. You know what I mean? If mm-hmm. her choice, you know, all these people's choices is what make, leads them to the island. You know, yeah, so it is important. And when his his backstory, you know, his pre-island stuff is just, you know, handpicked out of the cliche handbook. You know, uh, it's just like it's just really lackluster. And it and it you know, and it's just like Richard has been steadily declining in terms of being an interesting character for a while. And then we get his backstory, and it's like, even that's not interesting, really. Mm-hmm. You know, he's really just sort of a pawn in this game, yeah. uh, even when he gets to the island. So it's just like, man, Richard, you, you didn't have a lot going on for you, Yeah. you know, at the end of the day. And I think that's kind of disappointing. I see. Yeah, I, I guess I already felt braced for it, because I, I already had the sense that there was less to Richard than there seemed yeah. to be. So... So I uh, when I, I I knew that I was clear when this episode was coming. I, I was expecting, and also you know they 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 had to they really squeezed in a lot in a way. I mean, yeah. there's a lot they left out still, but it still felt kind of rushed. I mean, I, I looked at the time like he gets to the island in about 15 minutes, mm-hmm. and so yeah, no, and I think that's why it was so heavy-handed because they had yeah. to just go really fast. They had to they had to rush it and and so definitely 
it, it definitely felt less uh, way. And that's the other thing, you know, Kate's backstory has been very thoroughly developed over a number of flashbacks. And so, mm-hmm. you know, it just feels a lot less crappy, you know, than this, where I think this is really all we're ever going to get. Well, I feel like this is all there is. Yeah. Like, in terms of getting to the island, what else could they show? I mean, literally, the night his wife was about to die, he goes to the doctor. As soon as he gets back, they take him to jail. The very next day, right. he is about to be hung and, and then gets sent on the Black Rock. So it's like the only other stuff they could show us is stuff on the Black Rock trip, you know, more right. of that. So, you know, I just there's just, I think, less, less to his story. Um, no, I just, I think, no, I agree, but I think, you know, they if they if they were gonna if they had if they had time to draw it out, they could have told a better story. Yeah, I guess I I feel like it's you know it's it's tricky when you tell a story that quickly. It's hard for it not to come off as superficial. I agree. Yeah, that was my point. So yeah. I mean, it's like it's like his his you know the most important events in his life are encapsulated in fifteen minutes. Yeah. And that's kind of well, but those events can still be interesting. Yeah, they can be. That's true. They don't have to not be, but I, I think it, it's, you know, it's an obstacle. I mean, look at Rousseau's backstory. I mean, what we saw of her getting to the island. Jen's there, and it's right. like, hey, that's interesting. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. That's true. That definitely, I mean, in a way that bothered me, but yeah, it, it made it it made it more interesting. Yeah. So, so what did you think uh, this episode? And plus, Rousseau was like the highlights. So we got to see all the good parts, you know. Um, I I really uh, I really enjoyed the episode. Uh, you know, uh, not I I'll, I'll agree that Richard's backstory uh, was not all that impressive, but. Uh, you know, this episode had a lot of stuff about the island in it, a lot of stuff about Jacob and um, the man in black, as he now is officially called. Uh, and, uh, and you know, basically, uh, the, the way they set up this episode, it's, it's really about how, how Richard came to be the guy on the island in the role he's in who doesn't age. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I like the latter part of that story. I, I like the on-island part of that story. I thought that was really good. Yeah. Um, there's, you know, the once they crash and, and he's locked in the, in the hull of the Black Rock for the extended period of time, like, I, I really like that whole section. Um, and once he gets out, I, I, I like this episode a lot. Um, it was... It was not as uh, it was not as sort of strong on a on a character level as maybe some of the other episodes. But as far as like giving us stuff that we didn't know about the history of the island and stuff, it was it was a big one. So um, you know, I was kind of conflicted with all the the mythology that we learned. Um, I mean, I obviously like that they told us some stuff, but I also felt like you know some of the stuff they said just isn't true. And they they sort of led to certain conclusions that I don't think they want to really make us believe are true. Uh, so that kind of that kind of deterred me from really liking some of the stuff that they revealed. Um, and and some of it was just kind of stuff we already 
got from Jacob and Smokey. A lot of that was kind of like, you know, part two of that that scene. You know, really it is. It's the, you know, before the Black Rock comes, you know, part two of that that whole scene of, I want to kill you, remember? I just told you that the day before. Right. You know, um, I'm looking for a loophole, and I just right. found one, but it's not going to work this time. Right. But I'm not going to stop trying. Um. Yeah, I don't know. Something about this episode, I, I didn't. I I liked a lot of the parts. You know, I liked a lot of parts of it. Um. Uh. I'd give it. I'd give it a. I'd give it a C plus, B minus. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Ouch. Yeah. No, this was an A episode for me. Absolutely. I. I. I really. You know, I think, I mean, I think a lot of what they tell us is true. And, you know, I mean, one of the problems is there's this whole hell metaphor. I I don't think that's literally true. Mm -hmm. Um, But I think that really comes from Richard and his, you know, background. Um, I think he's the one that sort of causes that to become a part of the story. But... um, uh, but aside from that, uh, you know, I think the stuff we learn is real. And even though a lot of it, you know, we sort of surmise, it's nice to, for me at least, to see it really play out and see what the island was like in the 1800s, you know, um, you know, for real, instead of just kind of speculating. It was the same. <laughs> yeah. That's pretty much it. There's your answer. What was it like? Oh, it was the same. It was less people. <laughs> Yeah, well, I enjoyed that. What can I say? I mean, that, yeah. it was, you know, I didn't really know. I didn't know, did Smokey exist back then? I wasn't sure about that. You know, we hadn't seen him any time earlier than, you know, when Rousseau's team showed up in, like, the 80s or something. So I didn't yeah. really know. You know, when we saw the Man in Black character, I didn't know if he was turning into Smokey at that point. I mean, it just it cleared up, you know, what's what's going on with, with the connection between the old story and what's going on now. Mm-hmm. Um. All right. Well, any other general uh, feedback? I have. I have a couple things. Um, let's see. I have a couple things I want to bring up. Um. Uh. Yeah. Oh yeah, I don't I don't know if any of this uh I don't know if any of this is relevant, but uh but I just want to throw this out there because uh I was digging through Lostpedia again and uh came upon a Oh, that's yet another thing I want to bring up. Okay. So last week uh I I mentioned that uh uh about the guy who played um Jacob in in The Man Behind the Curtain. Uh the the prop master guy, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so on uh, on Geronimo Jack's beard, uh, Jorge Garcia uh, confirmed that that was the guy, and then also brought up the who the guy who played the eye, um, the guy whose mm. eye comes up in the window in the first episode of season four. Mm-hmm. Um, apparently, the guy who plays the eye is actually the same guy as the guy in. Some like at Hoth, who who calls out the numbers as they're being stamped onto the okay. hatch door. Yeah, like, it was that actor. Okay. Uh, so uh, once again, you know, 
looking at that eye trying to figure out who that was is not going to yield anything. Yeah. <laughs> they they were just putting random people in there. I don't know, you know, I I mean, maybe they just didn't want us to know who they were at the time or, you know, they just hadn't cast them yet or whatever. So it's it's unclear who those characters are supposed to represent since, you know, they're played by different actors. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, uh, so, so I don't, I don't know, I don't know what to make of that, but it's, you know, I mean, at the time there was a lot of speculation about who that I was and, uh, I don't think anyone guessed it was just some random actor. Yeah, no one would have guessed that. I mean, no. uh, that's interesting. Doesn't, yeah, it definitely doesn't help figure out who that was supposed to be. It doesn't. Yeah, yeah. So I, I'm, I'm not sure why they did that, other than just to make it hard to figure out who it was. I mean, I would say they probably wanted to, you know, cast a good eye. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, they. I want to make sure you got to – I mean, that the guy who reads out the numbers is a very interesting-looking guy. Right. Uh, so, I, I, you know, put him in something. Yeah. Same with the guy who plays Jacob, uh, who, who who played, you know, Jacob in that episode, uh, the Podmaster guy, you know. He's got yeah. a very standout face, you know. Right, right. So I'm not sure if we can infer from that that those are different characters. <laughs> Or are they the same character played by different actors? You know, it's hard to tell. I don't, you know, because the prop master was still there in season four. You know, they could have used him for the eye if they wanted to. Yeah, well, you know, I'm just thinking about all that. And Jacob's in the who's in the cabin with whom? And uh, I, you know, from this episode, I think we could, I think we can pretty much clearly say that it has to be Smokey in the cabin with Christian. Uh, and I say that because yeah. Jake, Jacob basically says he's not in the, in, in the business of telling the people who come to the island what to do. And Smokey and Christian have been telling people who come to the island what to do. <laughs> uh, so I think, you know, they have to be on the same team. And I think that eye has to be Smokey's eye. It, it, it would make no sense to me at this point that that was supposed to be Jacob's eye. You know, and it fits in with the idea that Jacob has always been at the statue. You know, or at least, you know, Ab Eterno has been at the statue. Uh, <laughs> did, right. I, did I use that right? I think did so. I put some Latin into my regular speech in an episode that uses that phrase? Hmm. Sure. It works. That's it's be, that worth some points, right? Do I get some points for that? Yeah. Oh, sure. Why not? Uh, seven, seven points. Seven points? Only seven? Yeah. Jeez, if I could get more than that. Well, I don't know. Like I mean, this is the episode title. Like, if if you had just come up with some other obscure Latin phrase, that, that would have... Yeah, but don't you get points for using the episode title in a sentence? Yeah, no, that's good. I mean, seven lost points. All right, to you. <laughs> I take points very seriously. Apparently you do. Um, so, yeah, so, I mean, anyway, I feel like that, that that's that's my case. Case is closed for me on whose eye that is. Okay. I, I still think there's there's some confusion about – I agree. The the guy who was in there with Christian should be – and at that point, the cabin's moving around. Mm-hmm. So 
it seems like that guy should. But I feel like there is some connection between Jacob and the cabin, and I think there's at least a chance we're supposed to believe that the guy in there, when Locke and Ben go there, is Jacob. Mm-hmm. Oh, I could buy that. I could buy that that might be Jacob. I don't know what to make of that scene. And, you know, I also I think about the fact that, you know, Ben says that he's never seen Jacob and he, you know, he was just, he was just making stuff up and he, you know, he was surprised as Locke was when things started moving around. But like mm-hmm. in that scene, I, I was reading the transcript in that scene, when stuff starts moving around, he grabs Jacob and says, okay, you've had your fun. Like, stop now. Like, so he's, yeah. he's Stuff's happening, and he's continuing to play along. Yeah. Like, it's just, I don't know. I mean, I guess Ben is just, you know, just that deceptive. But it, it's, it really didn't come off like he had no idea what was going on. Yeah, he was good at pretending. Yeah. Yeah. And I guess that's what we're supposed to believe now. But, yeah, I think I, I still, there's still some serious unresolved issues, and I don't know. I, I agree. It looks like Jacob was in the statue probably 99.9% of the time. Yeah. Um, but uh, he, I think he had something to do with the cabin at some point. Because uh, Alana seemed to think that as well. Uh, mm-hmm. So uh, I don't know what to do with that. But it, it was a little more information uh, about the mysterious figures. Um, okay, another thing I wanted to bring up along the same lines um, was that actually, uh, I didn't remember this right, but it was actually Christian who told Locke about Hawking. He He's the one who gives Locke the name, Eloise Hawking. Yeah. I Did didn't remember that. Else? What? Did we say it was somebody else? Yeah, I thought it was Widmore. Whitmore gives that to to uh, Desmond. To Desmond, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because um, when I forgot when Locke comes out and he talks to Whitmore, Whitmore thinks, or at least says he thinks that Ben tricked Locke into going off the island. Yeah. And Locke doesn't want to tell him what he wants to do at first, and and mm-hmm. so then eventually he tells him, and he's like, okay, you know, I'll help you, but they never discuss Hawking at all. No. You know, Locke doesn't tell him about that part. So so you have apparently Smokey instructing Locke to go to Miss Hawking. I don't know what to make of that. I got, what do you mean? I, I, I just, it just doesn't seem like why, why would Miss Hawking play along with a plan that comes from Smokey? Well, I don't see – why do you think she knows it's coming from Smokey? Well, I guess I – no one would have gone to her if it weren't for Smokey. Yeah. That doesn't mean that doesn't mean she knows the directive came from Smokey. I guess oh, okay. So you think she's just thinking cuz at that point, you know, Christian Shepherd is I, still Look, that whole that whole crap, man. All of that stuff with like leaving the island and we're not supposed to leave and we're supposed to go back and you going to talk to the only one who can like I feel like all of that, so much of that was just like a reaction to the circumstances. So, you know, so Ms. Hawking and Ben and all the others, off-island others at that time, just figured that for the best interest of the island, they needed to get the people who left back. No one, you know, 
and, and it wasn't like any, it wasn't like Jacob told them. It wasn't like this was a directive coming from on high. It was like this is what we're supposed to do, you know. Uh, and I think that's just how I think I think it just worked out in Smokey's favor that no one was waiting for you know no one was questioning if they should be doing this or not. Right. They just knew it was the thing to do, and they went and started just doing it. Um, because they, you know, God help us all if we don't, you know. So, um, so yeah, so I don't think she was doing it under any directive other than, you know, Ben came to her and said, hey, I need to get these people back to the island. And she's like, hell, yeah, you do. Let me help you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it's just, like, how does she even – like how did she even know that they were on the island? How did she how did she have any I just I don't know. It's okay. I just want to throw in that that I think it's at least possible that part of the reason they had to go back is connected to the fact that they're candidates. Mhm. I feel like that's Oh least, yeah. Oh, of course. Yeah, like yeah, we yeah. didn't really understand that cuz obviously the lock part of the plan plays into Smokey's hands, but mm-hmm. the Getting the candidates back on the island is playing into Jacob's plan, so that at least gives him a reason for wanting these people to come back. Well, yeah, and I think the fine line there is Jacob obviously wants them to come back to the island, but did they have to come back is a different question. I guess I guess I'm wanting to say that somehow, just as Jacob drew them to the island originally the fact that they felt like they had to go back with something coming from Jacob in part as well. I would buy that, but the evidence we see is it's mainly Locke who is trying to get them to come back. Yes. Like, everyone's kind of fine. I mean, Jack is obviously having his problems, but before they go, right before they go back, most people are fine, if I remember correctly. Uh, they're not, like, itching to get back to the island. They have no sort of desire to go back to the island. Right, yeah, no uh, no, no one wanted to go. Yeah, no one, like, wanted to go. No one was feeling the pressure to go back. And it was really Locke that was the main force in getting that meme in everyone's head that we got to go back. Right. Uh, and then, of course, Jack picked up the slack when Locke died. Um, right. And eventually they had their reasons, except for and that then, Yeah, and then, and, and then, see, and that's the whole thing. Because Jacob did interview with Hurley. Directly. Yeah, and that's the thing. Ben was trying to make up, you know, make sure people had reasons to go back, and you know, right. the whole thing with Kate and Aaron and all that stuff. So, so he was doing his part to make people go back who didn't even want to go back. You know, um, right. well, that's what's weird about it is, you know, you have this. They, you, we've talked about this so much, but the, you have the conceit: we got to go back to the island to save everyone who's on the who's still left behind. But you know, that is a different issue. Uh, then, you know, they have to go back to the island because they're candidates. Right. I feel like, you know. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Those don't fit together so well. But I guess, like, I want to say that, just, you know, just as, like, the explanation for the plane crash really is that Desmond left the hatch and to follow Kelvin and, the you know, the counter ran out and, and – you know, that caused the plane to crash. Like, that's mm-hmm. – I think that is the explanation for why the plane crashed. But I guess what I'm trying to say is I feel like the idea is supposed to be Jacob somehow exerts his influence so that these events happen. You know, and so, like, the reason why they end up going back to the island is, you know, there's 
there's specific reasons that seem to have nothing to do with Jacob on the, for the most part, but I feel like he's influencing it somehow. You're doing whatever he does that brings people to the island. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Know, choices they make aren't choices. Yeah, exactly. Um, I mean, I feel like with with Jacob and getting the the, the people, the losties to the island, I felt I felt like whatever he was doing, his main goal, his end goal was to get them sort of on the plane because he knew that Desmond would play his part. Yeah. You know, so once he gets them on the plane, you know, then he can. Uh, right. Then you know that's the end part of that that goal of getting on the island. But but yeah, I think he was definitely doing something, you know, over their their life spans, you know, to affect their choices. Right. And they all had their individual reasons for being on the plane. Mm-hmm. You know that like makes sense internally, but yes. still, I think we're supposed to believe that Jacob had an influence on it. Yeah, definitely. So I I I I just I think that's. It still doesn't. I it still doesn't quite make sense. I don't know what to do with all the time traveling. We have to save them part of it, um, but uh, but I but I do think that's supposed to be part of the explanation. Mm-hmm. Um, and I didn't realize that until this episode. So uh, so that was nice to have. But yeah, I just I don't know. I mean, I'd like for I'd like for that part of the show to be coherent, and I'm just hoping that somehow. If we learn enough, it'll make sense. And now we at least know a reason why they should be on the island. Like, besides having to save them, which was never quite convincing. Oh, I see, yeah. You know, because as I said, they didn't really need saving. The only problem seemed to be that they were stuck in the 70s. Yeah. And everything was great. Yeah, and everything was great. Please, save us quickly. And I don't know if Jacob intended for them to detonate the hydrogen bomb and all the earth, you know, if that if that is in any way part of what Jacob wanted to happen. It's Look, not clear. He should have known in the 50s when he, he you know, he should have known they were on the island then messing with the bomb. So, yeah, that's you true. know, if he wanted them to... I mean that's the whole thing is he seems to try to not interfere when they I think when they get to the island maybe that's when he's hands off like he'll make them come to the island yeah you know he'll affect their choices but when they get to the island then he's hands off he's done yeah he wants uh, them to work it out themselves yeah so yeah so maybe that is going to turn out to be some kind of thing that you know they're responsible for. Mhm. You know, independently of this, of this Jacob thing. Wait, they're responsible for what? For for detonating hydrogen bomb and possibly creating the sideways timeline. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! I, yeah. But that's not that that's not necessarily part of Jacob's plan. I guess is what I'm saying. Yeah, I can see that. Okay. Yeah, it's I don't know. I it's not uh, there's no confirmation to that, but it just seems like it could be true. I mean, I feel like, you know, in this episode we see him bring Richard to the island and then Richard attempts to kill him. I don't think that was part of his plan. Right. Sure. 
So yeah, so he's not psychic. Uh, I don't think he can see the future. I agree. Uh, and I think he can only just you know affect his change in the present. You know, like he can't really. He can just course correct like anybody else. Right, right. I mean, I think he, you know, he can he can make inferences just like normal people can. And so I think he was made. You know, he 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 knew that he needed to make some kind of plan for people to replace him at some point and so i think he's you know he's trying to get that going and uh and yeah that doesn't mean he can foresee everything that's going to happen i agree yeah so yeah so that's it uh that's that's just the that's very very much uh uh tangential to this episode but uh you know not to the show in general, so I just wanted to throw that stuff out there. All right, duly thrown. Yes. Are you ready to do the recap? Yes. All righty, let me uh, get out my notes as I will be doing the recap this week. All right. Surprise, surprise. And here we go. So we start uh, on a determined eye amid bandages. Whoa, it's Alana. Jacob comes to see her and asks for her help. He tells her there are six people she needs to protect, and they're the remaining candidates. This is what she's been training for. First scene. Boom. Um, All right, so this was a WTF for me because I didn't think they were going to go back to this scene. Yeah, this is this. <laughs> it was really weird to revisit this. In fact, this whole opening section of the episode plays very strangely. Mm-hmm. It's like, it's it's really not like anything I'm really used to on Lost. It, it has this, like, storybook quality. They kept cutting between different things and different people and, and, and like, you know, we would be seeing a scene that someone else is telling the other people. Yeah. Yeah, it was it was it was different. Yeah. And I really didn't think there was any more to say about this hospital scene in terms of like afterwards. Like I guess I thought the I thought the fill in would be how she got there. Mhm. You know. I, I guess I thought it was obvious what what he asked Alana to do, but apparently not, because this isn't really what I thought he would say. Yeah, you know, it just seems like this is deleted scenes from that from that you know from that episode, and and it just seems like they decided to use that that footage to cut together you know this explanation instead of having. You know, uh, Alana just tell the guys what was going on. Right. We get to just see the footage of it, and it's yeah, it's weird for them to cut back to a scene and to show us stuff in that scene we didn't see before. Yeah. Uh, I think they've done that once or twice, but I'm trying. I don't. I can't remember what off the top of my head. But uh, yeah, they haven't done that a lot. No. No. I I remember in uh in me Kevin Johnson they have that that Yeah, whole, I think it was a Michael thing. Yeah, the setup for the episode is like Said slams it into all and says, Tell me how you got here and then the episode proceeds to do that. 
Mm-hmm. It's like you're supposed to imagine that Michael is just telling them this story that we're seeing. Yeah. Something similar is going on here because they sort of respond to the scene we just saw. Yeah. You know, but the other thing is like this introduces the idea that Alana was training or preparing for mm-hmm. something and she didn't know what it was. Uh, but Jacob had her doing some kind of exercises or something. And, you know, maybe that's how she got injured. I don't know. Um, but, uh, she's, uh, um, she's not, she doesn't know who these people are that he's talking about, but, uh, uh, but she seems to understand that she was working towards something, mm-hmm. you know, I guess, I guess it's kind of like Richard in that yeah. he recruited her, but didn't really tell her what she was supposed to be doing eventually. And it's sort of like now he's telling her what the point of it all was. Yeah. Well, I think what's weird is apparently, you know, Jacob, I mean, if like he tells Richard, hey, you can be my advisor to people I bring to the island. Okay, well, that's my job. But, you know, you don't know that uh, that there's all this other stuff going on, you know. Um, and it seems like he could have just told them the people he brings to the island are candidates to take his position, which so far seems like the main thing he didn't tell them. Yeah. That we know. I guess there's other things going on, too, with the rules and yeah, and bigger things with Smokey, I guess. But he, he really kind of told him the gist of everything, except about except explicitly saying, you know, the people I bring are candidates. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, so the same thing with Alana. It seems like, you know, hey, you're going to be training for something. Okay. You know, but it's training to protect these candidates. Right, right. It makes me wonder, like, she – I'm just confused about how this even happened. Like, how did he meet Alana? Did she go to the island for the first time on 316 and just, like, walks around to the temple and, and the cabin and all these locations and just, you know, just because she's been told about these places? And I, I'm just I, – it's very, it's very odd to me that he's – he's just like grabbed this person from the real world somehow. And it's, there's no evidence that she's ever been on the Island before, mm-hmm. you know, there, there, there isn't yeah. a lot of precedent for that. Yeah. Um, hopefully we'll see some more. I don't know. I don't know what they're doing with, with the Lana. I mean, this was her father figure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that part's strange, too. I, I guess they'll probably tell us more about that. Yeah. Maybe uh, maybe Alana maybe Alana is, is like, uh, and maybe she doesn't even know, but maybe maybe she's like one of his descendants or something. Maybe his great, 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 oh. great, 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 a couple more great granddaughters. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, I guess they could do that. If the... Yeah, so that's one of the things that comes out of this episode. It kind of makes it seem like Jacob Jacob is a guy holding an office. Like if if Jack or Hurley or whatever can just step in and become the new Jacob, 
you know, that means that the original Jacob didn't necessarily have to be anything other than a normal person. Yeah. So, so you know, maybe there was a Jacob before him, you know. I mean, maybe his name really is Jacob, and Jacob isn't the right name for the office, but, you know, he's a guy doing a job. So he could have descendants, I guess is what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, it would seem weird. Yeah, no, I think I think it's pretty clear they're just regular guys. Yeah. And they're sort of no longer regular guys, but at one time they were. Yeah. Uh, all right, I feel like I should I should go through a couple of these scenes because they go back and forth. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, there's a lot of back and forth here. So let me go up until... I'll read a couple and see, and I think we'll stop. Okay. So the next one, we're back on the island. Alana uh, is telling the story to Jack, Hurley's son, and Frank. Uh, Richard's also there. Uh, son confirms that Alana told her that they are candidates to replace Jacob. Alana is not sure what to do next. Uh, we go back to the scene with Alana and Jacob. Uh, she's, like, healed now. Uh, he tells her to ask Richard what to do after she brings the candidates to the temple. Um... Well, he says Ricardus. Then we go back to the next scene, and Hurley says, who is Ricardus? And it's Richard, of course. Alana asks Richard what to do next. He has no idea. Richard says everything that Jacob said was a lie, including that Richard would know what to do now. Richard reveals that the, um, the primary secret of the island, which is that they're all dead, and the island is hell. Lost. Nice try, Richard. Uh, I'm going to end the show right here. I'm going to end it, guys. I don't care when your finale is scheduled. <laughs> I'm going to end it now. So Richard thinks it's time to start listening to someone else and walks off. So anything here? This is all pretty straightforward stuff. Um, yeah. The main, the main thing being Richard thinking that he's in hell and that they're all dead. I uh, Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a theme for the episode. Uh, I want to throw two minor things about this. First, uh, Sun says she said I was one of them, but she didn't quite say that. She nope. said she said she might be one of them. She didn't know whether it was Sun or Jin or both. So, a little off on that, but okay. Um, and it was uh, nice that Sun actually knew something for a change. It was. It was bizarre. Sun is yeah. explaining stuff to someone. Sun, Sun is like, ooh, I get to explain something to, to, that someone else doesn't know. She knows that there are candidates to replace Jacob. She knows about Locke. She's, mm-hmm. she's, she knows more than Jack at this point. Yep, yep. Very strange. Um, uh, but, yeah, very nice. Uh, okay, and the other thing was we cut to this little bit. I guess I guess we're, it looked like they were still in the same hospital uh, in the yeah. next bit. So it's like Jacob is, has just magically healed Alana, I guess. Yeah. Uh, and uh, he tells her to go to the temple, and and you know then she's supposed to ask Ricardus what to do. So I'm taking that to mean that the stuff that went down at the temple was not according to what Jacob planned to happen. Yeah, uh, that he uh, maybe that's you know that's that's why he was doing what he was doing with Saeed and stuff like he wanted to make sure something like that wouldn't happen. Um, but it turned out it did. So, uh, uh, so, so, so I think they're, they're kind of off book at this point. 
Mm-hmm. Um, maybe they can get back on track, but they they should be at the temple right now. Um, well, yeah, I mean, it definitely got off track because you know she had to go. Alana and Bram and those guys had to go to the to the statue, right? To potentially show Jacob who 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 they're up against, right? Um, instead of you know heading to the island, so she uh, to the temple, so she didn't even have the she didn't even know who the candidates were. Oh no, no, she didn't know. She knew their names. But right. she didn't have, like, them in custody even at that point to even go straight to the temple. Right. You know, and then and then after all that, yeah. So it's like she, yeah, the plan was definitely off um, by then. Yeah. Yeah, so it's 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 gotten a little chaotic, but it's at least consistent with what they showed her doing before. But the, the thing that, one thing that kind of bothers me is that Jacob tells her, you know, these all-important candidates – but he just tells her the last names, and she still has no idea, like, exactly who the people are. Mm-hmm. Like, I just feel like Jacob should have been a little more specific about who the people she was supposed to protect are, since they're so important. Like, I, it's, Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, it, the, the, the corn thing is the confusing part. It, it works. It, it's a fine plan if you're just not married. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I mean, if you're gonna throw open that door, you know, you gotta you gotta start thinking about other people with last names. You know, I mean, they haven't considered it, but like, I don't see why it could be Son or Jim, but it can't be, you know, relatives of the other uh, candidates. Well, because they're not on the island. Oh, because they're not on the island. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. All right. I mean, there's only six left, and if you're not on the island, let's just say you're not one of the six. I see. No, I mean, I think that's true, but it's like the confusion just seems unnecessary. Yeah. You know, um, but I guess, yeah, just them being married creates the problem. Uh, well, because you could say, okay, you know, there's a, there's a candidate named Smith. Well, why didn't you just say Sarah Smith? Well, yeah. what if there's two Sarah Smiths in the same family? And it's just like, you know, at a, what do you want, the Social Security numbers on there? <laughs> yes. <laughs> You know, what do you do for other countries who have a different system to track their citizens? And, right. Yeah, last names works with one minor exception. And right. And you blame Sun and Jin like you blame them for everything else. Okay. <laughs> wow. It's a lot. Um, yeah, okay. Okay. Um, uh, yeah. Oh, and this idea that they're in hell. I just want to say, Richard... Uh, you're not the first person on the show to say that. Uh, this was also Locke's dad's theory. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, so, uh, you know. Although I guess technically he thought of it first, but still. Yeah. Not first on the show. <laughs> yeah, oh, man. It was very, 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 very weird to to be watching Lost in season six and have Richard say, don't you don't you know? Don't you know what this is? Just, we're all dead this is hell. I'm like I'm like deadpan looking at the T V screen, yeah. like, what are you talking about? Like you can't be serious, my friend. Yeah. You can't be serious. Yeah. Yeah. I I I I was I was searching for something. Like what Hurley said, you mean figuratively. Mm-hmm. But uh as the episode went on I sort of realized that you know where that came from and why he was saying that, but yeah, but 
when they yeah when they showed this, I was just thinking, no way, they're not gonna. Please don't do this. Please don't do this. Yeah, I'm not ready for this. I think he gives hell too much credit. I feel like hell should be pretty simple. Oh. And the island, the island is really complicated. Like what's mm-hmm. going on there and all this stuff is pretty complicated. Hell should be like, I'm burning for eternity. What you know? You think hell else? should be simple? Hell should be simple. Man. I don't know. There's like nine think, circles, and there's all kinds of shit going on in there. Well, that's that's the Dante's version of hell. That's you know, like why right. is that the ver- why is that the real version? That's the real one. That's why? I don't know. He, he wrote it first. Yeah. All right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't know. I just think the basic concept of of hell, you know, is just like I don't know. It just I, I feel like. If it was me on the island, I'd be skeptical this was hell because I just feel like this is there's too much going on here. Yeah, you know, this is like life. This is complicated. You know, yeah, hell should be simple. <laughs> right, right. I, I think it can be complicated, but I would expect it to be just sort of a simple torment, not this. Sometimes we're happy and sometimes we're not, and, you know. And some people live forever, and mm-hmm. you know, electromagnetism, and it's just like there's too much going on here to be hell for me. I, I would be skeptical. And and you can go back to the real world sometimes. And yeah, and that's the whole thing. You can go back to like yeah, exactly. What, what are you talking about? Hell's just an island in the middle of the Pacific. <laughs> no one's realized that yet. No one's realized. Yeah. Hell, I guess that means heaven might be an island somewhere sure. too. Wow. Yeah, I, yeah. Richard, Richard obviously is supposed to be not really thinking straight at this point. He's just, yeah. he, you know, he wanted to kill himself. And I got the sense Jack sort of got him back on track, but I guess, you know, this episode uh, starts with him, uh, you know, losing it again, basically. I don't think he found it. Uh, I think he convinced Richard to stop trying to kill himself for a second. That yeah. Was not it. Yeah. You know, I don't. I mean, I I wouldn't expect that. You know, the 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 course that he's on emotionally, they it would be it would be bad if they brought him back from that just after what Jack did with him. Like he's he's still going to. It's really what Hurley does that I think makes any real change. Oh, I know. agree. But I guess yeah. I guess I thought the idea was that Jack proved that some aspect of Jacob's plan was still in play and, and, you know, that would convince him that, you know, that, that Jacob wasn't just making it up. I agree they should have, but I think all it did was prove that there's a purpose, but I don't know. I mean, the fact that Jacob is dead, it's like, well, what, you know, if he couldn't see the future when he was alive, (laughs) you know, how is this plan going to necessarily come true? Right. He's dead. I see. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and he says everything Jacob said was a lie, and it's like, well, from what we saw him say, it seemed pretty true. <laughs> I don't know what else he told you, but so far, from an objective standpoint, it seems right. Yeah, 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 that's, that's I don't know. I'm going to assume he's using hyperbole there. Yeah. Because, uh, yeah, I think Jacob did tell the truth a few times. Once or twice. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I thought, at least. Um, all right. You ready for the next scene? Yes. All right. So the next scene, Alana prepares a gun to go after Richard. She tells Jack that Richard must know what's going on. 
Jack is skeptical. Um, the group tells Jack... Uh, oh, I'm sorry. The group lets Jack in on an old secret that Locke may be dead, but uh, he's actually smoky. Uh, well, he doesn't... Okay, yeah. They don't tell him it's smoky, but it's occupied by somebody else. Yeah. Jack sees Hurley talking to someone in the distance. He assumes it's Jacob. Hurley doesn't want to tell Jack who he's talking to. Uh, ben tells Alana that uh, Jack is right, that he doesn't think Richard knows anything. Uh, he tells the gang that Richard doesn't age, and Frank wonders why. And then we get a flashback to tell us. Boom, yeah. That's basically the setup line for most of the episode. Yeah. And Thanks, here's Frank. how. I wonder, I wonder if Frank hadn't, you know, if Frank hadn't said that line, the camera would have just, like, hung around that scene until somebody was like, I wonder why, you know, the camera's, like, just waiting, like, hmm, all right, no one's wondering, so I can't show anything. <laughs> we just suck at the campfire. Yeah, or Frank said, you know, oh, I wonder, you know, I wonder what would happen if hot dogs fell from the sky. <laughs> And then, like, we just see hot dogs falling from the sky. <laughs> that's the like power that. of the island. The camera just has to obey them. Whatever they say, that's what it yeah. shows. Yeah, that's what it shows. I like that. So uh, I, I thought it was it got? was weird to see Ben in this scene because Ben is sort of he's just he's just like Ben now. Yeah, like I, he's you know redemption whatever. He's still Ben. And uh, uh, his his thing about um, uh, his thing about how Richard doesn't know anything. It's like you know, as we find out in this episode, I mean, Richard does know some stuff that I don't think Ben knew until very recently. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, so, so I don't think he's totally right about that. Yeah. He's kind of right. I mean, what does Richard know? Well, Richard... Here's, Richard. The, thing. Here's the thing. I think the basic, the bottom line here, I think, is that Richard knows something, but he doesn't know that what he knows is important. Yeah, okay. You know, I think that's really what's going on here. It's like, hey, Richard, what do we do next? I don't know. But if you ask him, you know, did Jacob ever mention blah, 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 he might be, oh, yeah, you know, mm-hmm. this, this thing that he doesn't think is related to what's going on. Right. Uh, I think that's what's going on. So, I mean, I think Ben is right in a sense that he doesn't know that he's not, he, you know, he, he, I think Ben is just reflecting what the audience has been saying for a while. It's like, okay, well, this guy has been around a long time. He doesn't know anything. You know, uh, more yeah. than you know, more than other people, really. Right. Uh, but I think he's got some. I think there's some little thing that Richard knows that'll come into play at some point. Yeah. 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 Well, I guess you know, it looks it looks to me like Ben didn't even know about the existence of this man in black character, mm-hmm. and that he had a conflict with Jacob. Sort of the fundamental story. What? We don't even have a name for it. Right. Right. He certainly did. I don't think he. I don't think he knew Smokey was, uh, you know, uh, a conscious entity. No. You know, at least not in this sense. Yeah. In the way he's portrayed now, like so, I, I think he just learned that really recently. Well, and honestly, I feel like Richard learned that this episode too. If you know what I mean. <laughs> 
It's, you know what I mean? Like, it just seems like Richard never oh. intimated that he knew this prior to this episode. I see. You know? You're right. You're right. That's true. But they will have us believe that he knew that all along. Yeah. You know, that's that's what they indicate. But I agree. It's a little... Uh, it, it didn't really seem like he knew that before. Um. But still, like, the fundamental final conflict to the show, like, Ben wasn't even aware that it existed. He had never even met Jacob yeah. until very recently. So so I think, you know, uh, Richard has that, you know, over him. Well, Ben's not arguing that he knows anything. That's true. He's just saying Richard doesn't know anything. <laughs> That's true. That's true. I'll give him that. Um, he'll take it. He will. He will. It's just, yeah. I, uh... Um... Okay, so yeah, they're just they're just kind of doing some information sharing here. Yeah. Um, it would be nice. I, I think someone should also inform Jack that the guy who's Locke is also the smoke monster. That's a huge one, guys. That's big. <laughs> please, someone tell him. Yeah. Um, we're looking at you. <laughs> yeah, please. Please, Ben knows, Son knows, Frank knows. Do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, every everybody knows, right? Does it, yeah. Lana, does Alana know? Yeah, yeah, Alana knows as well. Yeah, Alana knows. Yeah, just do it. Come on, man. If Frank knows, Jack needs to know. Come yeah, on. absolutely. Come on. Yeah, yeah. Right. I don't know. Um, I don't know what Frank's doing at this point. Besides flying that plane. Yeah. Right. Um, that's really, he just seems like he's waiting around for his next flight, right? Yeah, yeah, that's, <laughs> this is like the, uh, this is like the, the lounge at the airport for him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> With less, uh, less peanuts. Right. Uh, next scene? Yes. So, next scene is a flashback, if you remember what that is. A what? <laughs> You mean when they flash to an alternate universe, right? No. No. You mean when they flash to a different time period, right? Yes. When they were time traveling. No. Oh. They're flashing forward then. Yeah, the flashing to the future, right? No. What? What then? Where else could it be? Flashing to the past. Ah! In the same timeline. Holy shit. Yeah, I know. Loss is breaking ground left and right. I'm telling you, I, TV will never be the same after after the flashback. <laughs> this is not the show I thought I was watching. I can't believe that they're actually flashing backwards into the like these events that happened before. Yeah. What we are watching now, like it's pretty crazy if you think about it. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, it's pretty it's pretty crazy. I don't know how it's going to affect the show. I mean. Yeah. Now that we're seeing stuff in the past, I mean, how is that going to affect the present? I, it, it, I don't know. No one knows. It really seems like they might have jumped the shark with this one. I don't think they can come back from this. I mean, how are you supposed to know what characters are going to do next if right. you know what they did in the past? Yeah, exactly. I, I just, it just Carlton and Damon. I don't know what you know. Someone needs to put the pants on and mm-hmm. you know. Get, get back on the put that banjo and, down and put the banjo down and put the pants on. <laughs> so we're back into the Canary Islands. Uh, Tenerife, Tenerife. I think this is 
Sorry, I don't know how I'm supposed to pronounce it. I don't know. I was saying Tenerife, but that's probably not right. I, I want to say Tenerife. Tenerife, uh, maybe? Tenerife, yeah. 1867. Richard rides a horse and arrives at a small house. Yes! In Spanish, he speaks to an ill woman, Isabella, lying on her deathbed. Spoiler alert. What? <laughs> She coughs up blood, and Richard decides to get a doctor. Isabella gives Richard her cross necklace uh, as a payment for the doctor. Richard vows to save her and leaves for El Pictor. The next for, scene... Leaves for what? El Pictor, a okay. doctor. Second. Uh, I thought that was oh, a mystical you, location. Uh, do you have anything on this scene? Uh, no, not really. Nothing big. Is it Bella the dying wife? Yeah, this is this is the contrived explanation for mm-hmm. the entire story. The entire story rests on this. <laughs> if only she, you know, had an orange and didn't get scurvy or whatever's wrong with her. <laughs> I hope that's, um, I hope it's scurvy. <laughs> <laughs> I know she's not a pirate, but still, I think it's a risk, nevertheless. Sure. Uh, so the next scene, uh, Richard is riding in a dark, wet night towards the doctor. Uh, he barges into the doctor's home and asks for help. The doctor doesn't want to travel the distance to Richard's home, especially in the rain, and offers to give him some medicine that will help. Richard gives the doctor what money he has, but it isn't enough. So Richard offers the necklace. The doctor claims the necklace isn't worth anything, throws it on the ground. Richard begins to plead with the man, Richard heavy-handedly, accidentally kills the doctor and leaves with the medicine. Uh, anything on this scene? Ouch. So the doctor? I, I, when I first watched this, I had the impression that, like, the doctor had some kind of magical elixir that just cured any ailment. <laughs> well, because it's the 1800s, right? Exactly. You just assume they had magic. They must have. How did they survive back then? How else did they get through the Civil War if they didn't have magic? Exactly. I guess I guess because Richard gives him like the most vague explanation of what's wrong, and he's like, mm-hmm. "I have medicine that can save her life." Yeah. <laughs> Damn, doctor, that's your you got a diagnosis already? Yeah. Like, no, I think I think I think my response was sort of with the same with the same uh, setup was you know I'm thinking he's the worst doctor ever. He doesn't give oh. a shit about this this cheap peasant guy and his dying wife. He's just going to give her something that at the very least will be a painkiller oh. and that'll be it. Like, I don't, you know, he doesn't know what's wrong with her. You know, I mean, it, it could be anything. So, yeah, I think he's just going to, I don't think it's magic. I think he's just going to give her something that's probably, you know, uh, some sort of painkiller and that's it. Like, you know, I or see. maybe maybe something with antibiotics, but I don't, you know, it looks like some sort of powder, so. Yeah, yeah. Did they even have, like, penicillin in the... I don't think they did. I, I'm pretty sure penicillin was 1900s. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so I don't really think they could have, he gave him any antibiotics or anything. So, yeah, I'm, I, I bet it was just some sort of painkiller or, some, or, you know, something like that. Yeah, okay, okay. Yeah, we went in the separate directions. I thought he was like a magical witch doctor. (laughs) (laughs) 
No, I mean, think about how he, you know, he he doesn't want to he doesn't want to go to to see what's wrong with her. You know, right. he, he he's you know he he just doesn't. I don't think he really cares about this guy. First of all, he's a doctor, and he and if you see like how big his house is and the fact that he has a servant, he's right. making a lot of money. Yeah. Uh, for the time, and so I feel like you know he's not he's not like a village doctor. Yeah. You know, he's not uh he's not that kind of guy. I think right. he's he's more of a uh, upper crust doctor. Right, right. It's not just like folk medicine or something. Exactly, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I guess I just I thought he was telling the truth. I we never get to see him try to use the medicine, so we may never know, but I think your explanation is much more plausible <laughs> than that it was a magical elixir. <laughs> So yeah, the doctor should be magic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he, I don't know. I guess he thought he could make a little money, and it wouldn't. He didn't care. He didn't. Really this guy care. lives in a village way far away. Yeah. You know, so I, he didn't care. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I. I. Mm, well, I have a little more to say. Maybe I'll say it after the next one. All righty. Well, here's the next one. Richard arrives home just in time to save Isabella. Oh, wait, he's too late. <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> She's dead. Um, the authorities bust into his home. Oh. Uh, all right. Uh, you Should I keep going? Are you still there? Okay, okay, yeah. This is where I'll put it, I guess. Okay. Um, I just think, like, it's, it's hard for me to really fully invest in the drama of mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. of a couple that I just met a minute and thirty seconds ago. Mm-hmm. Like there, I mean, this is supposed to have enough weight to like carry the entire emotional like arc of the yeah. episode, and yeah. I just don't, I just don't think like two like thirty second scenes is really enough. Uh, to, to for me to invest in this relationship. You know, you are a cold, heartless robot. <laughs> 60 seconds of television emotion can't bind you to this couple for eternity. I just, I don't know who you are anymore. I just, I just don't know. I guess that, No, yeah. I agree, and that's, that was my whole, that's the crux of my whole point of why I don't like this part of the story is that it's just really contrived, it's really heavy-handed, it, you know, they didn't give us any reason why they love each other, Right. You know what? 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 What makes them love each other? You know, answer that, Carlton and David. What? Why do they love each other? You know, I don't know why they love each other. I don't know why their love is so strong, besides the fact that they're married or something. Um, and believe me, marriage is not. You know, love is not predicated on marriage. So, ooh, not that I'm married, so don't take my word for it. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, uh, but yeah. So, so yeah. So, what do you, continue your point. Yeah, yeah, I, I, it's, um, it's, you know, I think we're, we're just, we're just supposed to accept that, you know, Richard cares about this. Like, I'm invested in Richard as a character. He's been around mm-hmm. enough for that. So yeah. I care about it to the extent that he does, but I can't really care much about her character. I mean, it's hard to, like, we get so little of her. Yeah. You know, before she dies. Like, she's on her deathbed, as you said, when we first meet her. Um, and a minute and a half later, she's dead. And, and it's just, you know, compared to 
other, you know, other sort of tragic romances that they've portrayed on the on the show. Even like even Alex and Carl got more. Uh, <laughs> Ouch. Yeah. Wow. I'm just saying. Yeah, no. Yeah, I, I agree. It was yeah, when yeah, when they split up it was a, it was way more dramatic. It would be like when yeah. they left me telling and you know, lock me telling in one scene, and the next scene, I'm leaving you, John. Right. And it's like, okay, let her leave. She barely knows you. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Like if we, if we had, if this had been developed to a certain extent, maybe I could get invested in this. But it's just, yeah, it's just not enough. And and they they are hanging me. So like, I can sort of buy into it in terms of just just. Just saying, okay, I care about Richard, and he seems to be really into this, so I'll just go along for the ride. But, I, you know, I, I feel like it, it is tricky to tell tell a story like this and expect it to really have as much impact on the audience as it's supposed to have on Richard. Yeah. You know, so so that, that, this is definitely the weakest link in the story for me. Yeah, exactly. Um. You off the weakest link. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, I had to bring that back. Yeah, I didn't really mean to make a reference, but uh, uh, it's there, so I it was appropriate. All righty, next scene. Okay. Richard is in jail. He receives a visit uh, from a priest who offers him food, and but Richard declines. The priest notices that Richard is reading an English Bible, which impresses him quite much. Richard tells the priest he and Isabella were planning to start a new life in the new world. Richard gives his confession that he killed a man. Richard asks for forgiveness, but the priest says he cannot grant absolution for murder. Richard thinks there must be a way to earn uh, God's forgiveness. The The priest says Richard must earn God's grace through penance. But there just isn't enough time. They're going to hang Richard tomorrow. Um... Then the priest says that uh, the devil awaits you in hell. May God have mercy on your soul. You know, this whole time when the when the priest tells Richard there's not enough time, I'm thinking Richard's like, you know, I can make time. <laughs> if I'll only you play, could. I'll just play more piano, mother. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um. Uh, yeah, this reminded me of that that whole like smoky echo thing where he's telling him to confess, and mm-hmm. and I guess Echo was like, no, I won't confess, and he killed him. And Richard's like, I want to confess, but the priest was like, ah, no. Yeah, guy. it seems like it seems like it was like a it was almost like <laughs> I, I, it was kind of comical of like, okay, confess, all right, I killed this guy, ooh. And if you had, if you had told me you know you you committed adultery or you know you 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 know you uh you know you stole something I you know I've got enough power to grant absolutely yeah. that you took but the murder name in vain maybe listen I'm only a level twelve priest I can't grab absolutely <laughs> murder you know you need to see the level fifteen or higher for that ah <laughs> oh, I didn't realize that was the problem yeah he doesn't have enough mana for it he hasn't he hasn't. <laughs> He hasn't been. He hasn't leveled up enough. He's gonna level up. He needs more raids or. He still needs to, yeah, go out and vanquish some demons. Um. So let's see. 
there's a couple things I want to say about this scene. Um, first of all, at the end, when he says, first he says, the devil awaits you in hell. And then he says, may God have mercy on your soul. Yeah, and it's like, I thought about that. I'm like, well, obviously God doesn't have mercy on his soul if the devil is expecting him. Like, like what? how can he have mercy if, if, it's, if it's his soul? Yeah, it's kind of like he just said God's not going to have mercy. Yeah. So it's like it's like uh, you. He's no, like, listen, listen. These priests just say anything. They have a bag of tricks, and this is one of his things he says. Yeah, it's like it's like he said that just because it was his tagline or something. Mm-hmm. Like he's yeah. just obligated, but it doesn't apply in this situation at all. Yeah, and Richard should go. Oh, oh, God may have mercy. Really, really? <laughs> and the priest says, Oh no, I'm sorry, I misspoke. No, 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 no I'm I'm just sorry. have to you're, say you're that. It's my contract. You're yeah, you're going to hell straight, straight away, buddy. Sorry. Don't worry. Don't worry. What I said before still stands. Yeah. Because it's like, and even if he means when Richard gets to hell, may God have mercy on your soul, it's like, well, isn't the devil in control at that point? Isn't yeah. Isn't that the, the whole issue here? Yeah, yeah. I thought that was the point. If God yeah. had mercy, then it would, it would, you know, he would accept Richard's, um, you know, Richard's uh, confession. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, uh, but, you know, he tells him he doesn't. Okay, so another thing is, I'm a little confused about how Richard is able to learn English. Uh, <laughs> just by reading the text of a Bible in English. Uh, you have no idea really... how to how to read, do you? How reading works. <laughs> well, I didn't want to give that away, but could you could you tell me how that works? Obviously, I don't know. Well, what's funny is, uh, yeah, I agree. It's like even if you figure out what the words mean in another language, that doesn't tell you how to pronounce them. Right. He can learn sort of how to read English from the Bible, yeah. but I don't think he can learn how to speak it from no. the Bible. And if he did, he would should he should sound like he's you know King James. Right. <laughs> That's right. You're right. He doesn't use nearly enough like. Uh, and, and, uh, yeah, Renaissance like, England expressions. Yeah, he really should be using a lot more of that. He should be saying thou and thy and and mm-hmm. all those crazy words. Hast not. And yes. <sighs> I don't know. They just make up stuff. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, this, I, like, I, is, I don't, I don't know what they were. the whole reason he gets on the black rock. Well, yeah, that, that's the whole thing of like, and honestly, I feel like if his wife was, you know, if they didn't have the story that she was dying, you know, or dead at this point, that would have been like, yes, my wife is teaching me English. Oh. And we know we've seen that before. I see. Oh, but, yeah. Uh, oh. You know, I think it's just, <laughs> I love the realization with the immediate sigh. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh. <laughs> just, just a hint of disappointment. Yeah, um, yeah. It's you know another contrivance that he is. Uh, when did he get this Bible? Like, like when they arrested him, they let him take his English Bible with him. Like, come on, people, really, really? Yeah, yeah. I supposed to believe it's also it's a King James Bible, so it's not um, it's not a Bible that Catholics really should want to use. Mhm, mhm. Uh, just you know, for religious accuracy, uh, you know, I guess it's like the go-to Bible for English, but uh, 
but it's 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 not uh it's a Protestant Bible, so yeah. Uh so to, uh, <laughs> I don't know what to do with all this. Ignore it and continue to the next scene. Pretty much. But um, do I wanna say something else about this? Um I, I do kind of like this priest character, though. What? I call me crazy, but I just crazy. I, I found myself I found myself liking him. Not not like not like I think he's a good guy, but I just sort of liked his demeanor. I just found him amusing. He was an awful character and a really bad priest. Uh, I mean, I, not a, but yeah, I mean, not an awful character. I mean, a good character, but an awful person. Yes, yes. Uh, I, I won't deny that he's an awful person, but I, 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 you know, sometimes I like, I like bad characters. Yeah, he was, he was, he had quite a bit to do with these little, you know, scenes, uh, you know, but uh, yeah, you know, the next scene is a big one. Right. Yeah. Yeah, like I thought his, you know, for as little as we get of him, I feel like we get a sense of what kind of guy he is. Mm-hmm. You know, it, so that, that's pretty good. In contrast with Isabella, where I feel like we never really know who she is. Who? Who? <laughs> I, I didn't hear what you said. Uh, the phone kind of was breaking. Oh, oh, you're not, you're serious. <laughs> Isabella. Yeah, I didn't hear you. Oh, Isabella. Oh, okay. <laughs> like, you're just like, I don't know any such person. Yeah, I, it, it would it would have been fitting. They're dead to me, literally. Uh, yeah, let me do the next scene. Um, okay. The next day, the guards come for Richard. The priest orders them to blindfold him. They take Richard to an Englishman named Whitfield. Whitfield asks Richard if he can speak English. Richard stays silent until he sees that it can save his life. Uh, Woodfield pays the priest for Richard, who is now property of Magnus Hanzo. Dun, dun, dun. Oh man. Um. Yeah. So they they totally dodge the Hanzo issue. Yeah, they bring it up so they can dodge it. Yeah. Because basically, it means Hanzo either died with the rest of the officers, or was never on the ship. It means what? What did you say? The first that thing? he died that he died with the rest of the officers. Like if he was on the Black Rock, he's dead. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like okay, well he wasn't on the Black Rock then. What? Hondo? <laughs> I'm confused. He, if he died, then he wasn't on the Black Rock. Well, I'm saying. I'm saying we don't. I mean, I'm assuming he he didn't die in the Black Rock, right? Yeah, there's, there's a if you if you listen when they first crash there before Whitfield comes down, you hear someone say, uh, "Captain Hanzo is dead." Oh, okay. So he's he's supposed to have died, I guess, in the oh, crash okay. on he's the island. The captain. I forgot he was the captain. I was I was thinking he was, uh, you know, that that he was just some like guy who had a fleet of ships or something. Yeah, uh, but he was actually the captain of that. That's right. Yeah, yeah. I, I think you know they they have established sort of canonically that Magnus Hanzo was the captain of Black Rock, and so I think they were obligated to make that be true. 
Yeah. Uh, they they clearly didn't want to go any farther than acknowledging that it was true. Well, I mean, it seems like I don't know what else is there to say about Hanzo because it seems like at this point, then it just means that that he it didn't he had no special quality to himself. Right. Uh, and and the idea is supposed to be uh, Alvar Hanzo finds the island because he's looking for the Black Rock, which is what his ancestor was the captain of. Mm-hmm. Is that right? Like that's the sort of quick and dirty. I think so. Explanation. Yeah. yeah. All right. Wow. <laughs> glad glad I could sum that up in ten words or less. <laughs> yeah, I think. Um, I, I guess I guess because you know because in season two the idea of Hanzo was seemed to be like central to the show or at least people took it that way um, mm-hmm. including me so I guess since they have an opportunity to show a Hanzo character in real time on the show I was just surprised they didn't do it like we never see him he's only referred to yeah. You know, um, so it was, it was clear that they just, they, yeah, he's got no significant role in the story, and they just, you know, just wanted to acknowledge that, yes, he exists, but, uh, you know, no more than that. Yeah. Um... Anything else on this thing? Yeah, so here's where the priest takes the money uh, yeah. for Richard, which is, uh, it's it's kind of, you know, he does end up kind of saving his life in a way by doing this, but I don't think that's really why he's doing it, so he doesn't really necessarily get credit for that. Um, uh, I'm surprised why, why the priest is in charge. Yeah, that's kind of weird. <laughs> is he the one doing, like, I figure it should be the, who's ever the head guard, whoever the warden is or something. Like, this should be... Like, to me, a typical version of this story would be, yes, yeah, the warden who's sort of selling off prisoners, and he's not really supposed to do it, but mm-hmm. he's selling off prisoners. And uh... But, yeah, it was weird that the priest was the guy. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, like, I wonder if the warden knows about it. Yeah. Like, is, is the priest, like, doing this behind his back, or is he authorized to do this, or, you know, does he give the warden a kickback, or, you know, does he skim a little off the top? Like, I, you know, I, I, I wonder what the story is supposed to be there. It's not clear at all. Because as far as I know, priests aren't generally in charge of, like, you know, holding convicts and, you know, getting them to their executions. Mm-hmm. I, I'm not aware that that's ever been a common practice. Yeah. I don't know. Why do you think it takes Richard so long to start speaking English? When the guy asked him if he can speak English? Yeah. Drama. Okay. <laughs> and to make it clear that, you know, this is why he's getting his life saved. Oh, okay. You know. Okay. I just, yeah, I was curious what the reason was supposed to be. Like, he just looks at him, and it's like, it's like it takes him, it takes him a minute to, for it to sink in that it's worth, I guess he realizes if he doesn't respond, he's going to die. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But at first, he's skeptical Because he, he, he already thought he was on his way to die. Like, right. 
he was expecting to go die, and this guy's like, do you speak English? And he's like, what are you, what, I'm on my way to be hung. What are you talking about? Yeah. Who are you? And then, then he sees, like, oh, okay, I cannot die, so that'll work. Right. Right. Okay. Okay. All right. That's good. All right, next scene? Sure. Next scene, we're on the high seas. A storm ravages a familiar ship. It's the Black Rock, matey. Richard and other captives flail about on the lower deck. Uh, One says he can see land. It's an island. The captive peers through a crack in the hull and sees what appears to be the devil guarding the island. We know it as the Statue of Towerette. The Black Rock drifts towards the island. Then we see an impossible wave carry the Black Rock directly into the top of the statue. (laughs) We're all collectively as an audience flabbergasted. (laughs) Was that that actually part of the scene? This is the explanation that they've given us. And scene. (laughs) Yeah. So when I saw this, I thought it was pretty much hilarious. (laughs) Yeah, right. Like, 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 my thing is, is like I don't, I don't mind that the Black Rock hit the statue, and I don't mind, and I, and okay, that's one thing. I do mind that it hits the top of the statue, but I would let them have that. But what I really mind is that it hits the very top of the statue. <laughs> like it didn't hit kind of the middle top; it hit like almost the very top point of, like any higher, it would have just chipped it. Yeah, you know, like. And it was the biggest wave ever. Yeah. And then, yeah, I don't I don't know what they were doing with that. I mean, I know, you know, waves get pretty crazy. Uh we've all seen the perfect storm, although I haven't seen that. Uh <laughs> <laughs> Uh-huh. But um you know what I mean? Like you know, it it to me that was that had to have been like a mini tsunami wave or something like Right, yes. What's going on, you know? Yeah, and because when they when they first show the Towerette statue, the water is like below its feet. So, oh, totally. I mean the statue is so it's not just the height of the island, it's like, you know, from what we see it's like really tall. You know? Yeah. Yeah, and so that wave must be just the biggest wave ever. Yeah. I and it just and the way they cut it together, like they don't give you the perspective to understand. Like they show you the one shot of the the you know the uh the ship from a from afar mm-hmm. away from the island and then just all of a sudden it's like going into the statue's head. Yeah, I think that was part of what makes it funny. It just goes from everything kind of normal to wah wah. Yeah. Top of the head. Like what? Exactly. Now that was weird. I think yeah. I think another shot of uh, to let us know that the waves were getting that high. Yeah. I think would have been good to know when we see, you know, a wave getting really, really high and we go, oh, okay, we can kind of get the sense that, you know, something's going to happen and then, then we see it hit the Black Rock. And, of course, the other thing that this big wave does is explains why the Black Rock's on, in the middle of the island. Yeah. And not, like, and not like crashed, wreck, you know, uh, shipwrecked on the, uh, on the shore. Right, exactly. Yeah, so they basically killed two mysteries for one. Like, yeah. This is how the statue lost the top part and how the Black Rock ended up in the middle of the island. I, you know, I was so con- – uh, uh, Vince, are you listening to that? 
he has to go and oh yeah question. <laughs> yeah those are definitely <laughs> that was for Vince um, yeah uh, yeah so I was just wondering um, you know I was my whole theory you know was was it going to be explained with um, with a little bit more uh, I don't know magic or something or mm-hmm. island island mysticism of me too you know, that, the, that the island had moved or something like yeah. that. Uh, and it was now just a big wave. Just a big wave. Just a really, really big wave. Yeah. Now you know what? At this point, I want now. I want now. What crackpot theory I want them to tell me is that the big wave did come from a tsunami because of the underwater volcano <laughs> that erupted or something. Mm-hmm. You know, I need them to tie. I need them to tell me why that wave was that big. Come on. Oh, okay. Yeah. And, but they could also explain the ash. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah, I do think something like that is going to come into play at some point. So yeah. maybe they actually will do that. Yeah, and it might, it might even tie back to why in the Flash Sideways the island's underwater. Right, right. Uh-huh. It's about, this is a whole show about geology. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. People, people giving people rocks and things, and <laughs> telling you, it, you're a geologist. You probably know what's going on. I, I think I'm developing a sense of what Lost likes to do with mysteries like this. I mean, I think, you know, they, they, they really go for fairly simple things, and they also like it if they can just knock out more than one thing at a time. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, I never would have guessed there was any connection between the statue and the Black Rock. I that was. I, I really thought those are totally separate issues. Yeah, totally. Um, I was really, and I, I actually thought that the statue had been, you know, I thought it was a lot longer ago that it was that it was destroyed. Uh, I, I imagined it was, you know, there was that. It, I imagined it just being sort of natural weathering that mm-hmm. knocked it down. You know, um, incidentally, there is a there is a popular mechanics article about this, sort of explaining the extent to which this is possible. Mm. Um, and they probably gave it a, it, it could happen. Yeah, it it is possible. Uh, it would take, it would take a major, um, a, a major tsunami to get a wave that big. Yeah. And, and they said sort of the way they depicted it wasn't, it didn't look big enough to really make this happen, but but theoretically, it is possible for a ship to get up that high and to knock a statue over. Did they talk about Did they talk about whether or not that ship would have been you know ex, you know blown to pieces by that impact? Yeah, yeah, it it uh it could have gone as far inland as it did, but yeah, it should have been probably more damaged. Yeah. Than it was, and probably more of the people should have died in the hull. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, you know, at least like some aspect of it is kind of plausible and that's, you know, what can you do? That's that's, good enough. Yeah. Since I thought it was like completely ridiculous, uh, uh, you know, obviously my sense of what's possible is a little off because if anything remotely like this is possible, then that amazes me. As long as they, as long as they're willing to go to the length of telling us like it it was, it wasn't just a normal wave. Yeah. You know, a tsunami wave. I'm like, I'll buy that. I'll buy a wave to get that high. Yeah. It just was like, first it was just a regular storm and then it was like, holy crap. They didn't give us enough context to understand that something like that was even in the cards. You know, it was, yeah. it, was it just like 
it's like, okay, it's just a little storm. We're riding out this, and we're at the top of the statue. <laughs> <laughs> and, and the shot is just the shot from the front where you see the statue's head. Like that's mm-hmm. just that's just completely hilarious. Every time I see it, I'm just really amused that, like, I mean, it's such a momentous thing for the show that they're showing, and I just can't mm-hmm. believe how silly it is. <laughs> yeah, you know, like. This is our this is our final word on the Black Rock. Yeah, there's some some weirdness to seeing a ship a ship hitting a statue, and thinking about a plane hitting a building. Mm-hmm. And just that that was weird to see. Yeah, like this is weird. I've never seen a ship hit something <laughs> really tall. And, you know, they're not supposed to do that. Right. Yeah. It wouldn't be something anyone should really try to do. No. I mean, if I were you and I had a boat, you know. <laughs> hey, you know what we should do with your boat? We should uh, attempt to knock down a statue. <laughs> <sighs> well, we still don't really know is where that statue came from. Nope. That's, I don't know if that's, uh, that might be something we never learn. But, uh, well, you know, in keeping with you know, when they're done with with mysteries, they 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 destroy them. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, seeing the statue destroyed might be like, well, guys, this is as much as we'll ever learn about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's uh, uh, but still, there's something there. There is something. Uh, I I I get a little bit of excitement out of seeing the Black Rock actually sailing and. You know, seeing the statue in full form and, you know, getting getting origins on all that is, is kind of exciting. I, I appreciate yeah. that. As silly as it is. Yeah. Well, I want to say, speaking of silliness, though, or whatever, it just it, not only was this scene weird, but but if you put it in context with what we first saw with the stat, when the statue was fully built and, and Jacob and the man in black are on the beach and they're looking at the black rock, mm-hmm. like... We're supposed to believe this, like later that night, this like later that day, the storm just happened because they were right off of shore, and it was clear as day. Yeah, the answer to your question is yes. Uh, we are supposed to believe that that happened later that day. Okay. Um, I, I only say that definitively because they addressed it on the most recent podcast. Okay. Good. Like, that's exactly what we're supposed to – because there was a lot of rampant speculation about, oh, maybe it was a different ship or whatever, a continuity error or something. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, that's what they had. Maybe it's a different ship. <laughs> Come on. Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> that's what happens. There's... Why did you bring – you're bringing a different ship to the island? Yeah. <laughs> Um, okay, yeah, as long as I was wondering if they would address that because it was definitely weird to go from, you know, uh, a clear sunny day to the worst storm ever. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, there's 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 supposed to be there's supposed to be something weird with the island going on as far as that goes, I think. Like when when the helicopter with Desmond leaves, like it's it's totally sunny and clear skies and then like all of a sudden there's a giant storm. Mm-hmm. Not as big as this, but you know, pretty significant out of we nowhere. There was a storm. Yeah, yeah. So like, there, there's something about drawing people to the island or getting near the edge of the island or something that is related is, to the storms. I think. Could I venture to guess? Smokey makes it storm. 
You could. You could venture to guess that, yeah. That is that's his way of trying to kill them before they get there. If you want. Yeah. You could do that. That might work. Yeah. I didn't really I it's I don't know what the limits of what Smokey can do. So uh he's got telekinesis. I you know. I don't think that's off the table. Yeah, I mean, right. I mean there's there's a distance between uh you know, unbuckling a thing and creating a storm, but uh, you know, it's it's we have no we have no reason to limit his abilities so far. I think once you say a character has telekinesis, you're much closer to like saying they have almost anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I'm surprised they went there. You know, because he, he also he's also telepathic to some degree. Yeah. So he's got he's he's almost an X Men. Uh, <laughs> <what else? laughs> instead of instead of you know Wolverine claws, he can turn into smoke. And, mm-hmm. You know. Yeah, you're right. He really could be like a like a like a character in a comic book, and that's his yeah. powers. That's weird. I never really thought of him that way. But, yeah, uh, he's got he's got powers, and he's just trying to get home. He's just trying to go home. <laughs> Yeah, I guess they could do a whole, like, Adventures of Smokey on the Island series. Mm-hmm. We just, well, no, he get you know, you, the, well, the comic book should be he gets out off the island. Oh, he, he gets out. goes to the real world, and he's got, you know, then, then of course, like, you know, they send all the, like, superheroes after him. Oh, okay. I see. I thought it was going to be all about how he wants to leave the island. Uh, that That's the series they do later. And, oh, okay. You know, I'll go back and do that. Afterwards. The prequel series. The prequel, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Alrighty. Yeah. Anything so, else with uh, all this, um, all these shenanigans? I guess I I feel like this is this is where uh, this is where Richard gets the idea that this is hell and de- the devil is here and all that mm-hmm. stuff. I think I think this plants that in his mind and, and, and that's why it comes out later. Yeah. Especially especially when the people you meet talk about the devil and agree that it's hell. <laughs> yeah, that doesn't that doesn't yeah. hurt. Hard to be labeled as crazy when you have people confirming your crazy theories. Right. Right. <laughs> but maybe Richard they're crazy too. Uh oh. All right, next scene? Yes. So, let's see. The next morning, the ship uh, is in the middle of the jungle. The captives wake up, mostly all alive. Uh, above deck, the crew talk about their situation. Whitfield comes down uh, and begins to flay the captives one by one. He explains that they are shipwrecked, no food or water supplies, and that there are only five officers left. Richard asks why he's killing all of them, and Whistle says that if he freed them, they would eventually try to kill him. Whistle goes to kill Richard, but the familiar sounds of Smokey distract him. The officers above scream and get creamed by Smokey, and after a beat of silence, Smokey grabs Whitfield. Smokey then floats down and observes Richard, and after some flashes, Smokey vanishes. So, uh... I was thinking we'd see Smokey transform in that that shot. <laughs> he got really close. He where where do you think he got really close? 
like when he went up to Richard, you know, and he was like the the shower. He's like kind of getting getting close to. He kind of forms a, a a sort of human form, kind of a vertical column almost, you know. Oh yeah, okay. Like if someone was standing there, so I was like, oh, are they gonna show it? And they didn't show it. No, no. I wonder if they're ever gonna show it. They might. They might. It seems like they're getting. I feel like they're getting closer and closer to showing it. They, there's been some progression, so. I see. With yeah. with how they portray Smokey, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Because it went from you know just that one episode where it went from like us seeing through his perspective, mm-hmm. and from his perspective to seeing Locke. Right. You know, so I I think it seems like they're sort of progressing towards something, towards a more direct show. You're just showing him transform. Right. It right. probably would look really weird, and it probably would just really make Locke's character seem really crazy to know he can do whatever it looks like they're going to show him that he can do. You know? Yeah. Cause you, don't, you don't really know what it would look like. Right, right. Yeah, yeah, I really have no idea how they would try to depict that. Uh, I don't really have a picture of him in my head because he always just ducks behind something. <laughs> yeah. So it's not, uh, I don't have to see it. So, yeah, I'm just wondering if they've just decided they don't want to show it and they're not going to. Uh, I, I bet they will. I think they still have time, and I think it, w- it would be pretty nice. It would be pretty cool for them to, do, to see. Okay. Pretty cool thing. Yeah. All right. All right. All right. So, yeah, so Wiz kills all these guys. Uh, I love that he explains the situation, but of course most of them don't speak English, so <laughs> they just they have no idea why. Even even if they believe his, you know, even though he gives them the the sort of philosophical reason behind why he's killing them, uh, they just they have no idea what he's saying. Yeah, yeah, that doesn't help. Um, yeah, it's kind of amazing because it's like they just crashed and he decides to do this really quickly. You know, yeah, and again, contrivance. Um, and because I, I have to say, if I'm, if I'm, you know, if I was those guys, we're shipwrecked on an island, like we're just shipwrecked, I, and I've got like what ten, ten slaves I just bought. Mm-hmm. I think I might want to keep them alive to help me make it and survive in this wilderness. Right. I could have these people work for me and help survive and go find food. You know what I mean? Like it seems like that'd be the least thing the least you would want to do would be to, you know, uh that's like if you shipwreck with I mean, I hate to say this, but you know, with any animal or resource or supply, like and the fact that they are literally keeping them like slaves as property, you know, should solidify that idea of like, you know, the, this is your resource you're destroying. You know. Mm-hmm. But he has his reasons. Uh, but I think it's I, I think it's a real contrivance that yeah, just immediately he kills them right away. Yeah, and I thought he could have seen... just left them chained there. Right, right, right. Um, in a way that might be crueler, but uh, uh, I, I still found this scene really shocking. Um, mm-hmm. Like just a series of murders all of a sudden. Like it's just I'm not used to. I'm not used to seeing that many murders in a row, I guess. At least at least when Saeed's not around. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> At first, like I actually thought I actually thought he was claimed or something, like when he mm-hmm. just starts stabbing them and doesn't say a word. Yeah. You know. But then when he explained, it was like, Oh no, he's not claimed, he's just 
he's just doing what he thinks makes sense. Yeah, I thought he was claimed too. I, I thought that would have been cool to have him be claimed, and this is this is what he's doing. Uh, but then he explains. Um, yeah, it would have been more cool if he was claimed. Yeah, yeah, I thought they were going to use this as an opportunity to maybe clarify what that is. But uh, I mean, could we? Could we maybe? Could he be claimed? I mean, we can't really rule it out, I guess, except for the fact that Smokey kills him. Which, I guess, you know, there's no particular reason to think he won't kill someone who's claimed, but, uh, you know. Yeah. Yeah, you know, and I just don't understand this whole beginning part of why he's even interested in Richard. Like, he, you know, he... He, he kills all the officers instantly, and then he waits. You know, then he goes and and he he goes up to Richard. And I don't know. It seems like he said something about Richard automatically, uh, and maybe he knows that's who Jacob wanted or something. Or I guess Jacob didn't even want Richard. What am I talking about? Right. Um, well, I'm sorry. This was this is Claude from last week and previous. <laughs> <laughs> uh, when I thought, you know, Richard was intrinsically... Uh, we just had a flashback. Jacob. Yeah, yeah, sorry. Now I just forgot that we, Jacob <laughs> didn't want him in particular. Jacob's never even heard of Richard. Never even heard of him, yeah. yeah. So, um, so that's not true then. Um, I don't know. To me, it was just weird how he, you know, he just decided to single Richard out. And, and, and instead of indiscriminately killing him like he did everyone else. Right, right, right. Yeah. I, I I almost got the sense that, well, yeah. Because yeah. I originally thought what was happening was Woodfield had been claimed, Smokey had already sort of scanned everyone mm-hmm. and knew who was interesting. And he was actually, and what was actually going on was he was trying to set up this whole plan of get, you know, obviously first would be killing everyone around Richard. So Richard's alone, then presenting himself as the wife. And then, you know what I mean? Like that whole sequence of events, I thought this was the beginning of that. And it would start with, you know, needing everyone else to be killed. Uh, so that, you know, Richard could be by himself and that, you know, and then Smokey could do his plan. But, uh, but yeah, I guess it just seemed like that wasn't part of it that he killed everyone first. And then was like, Oh, here's somebody who's interesting. Yeah. I mean, it's pretty much that except he, yeah, he kills the people first and then he decides to scan Richard before he kills him. Mm-hmm. You know, it seems like sometimes he doesn't do that. Sometimes he yeah, kills it's, people. It's, yeah, it's like, well, how do you know who to kill and not to kill? Like, especially when you, he seems to somewhat often find people he doesn't want to kill. Right. So it's like, you might want to find, you know, you might want to scan more people, dude. Like, uh, right. Uh, yeah, like maybe maybe Whitfield could have killed Jacob for him. Oh, totally, yeah. Whitfield would have stabbed him, no question, you know, before, you know. He spoke or whatever. Right. Yeah. So so it's uh, it does seem kind of arbitrary. Like Smokey just randomly decides, ah, maybe I'll just scan this guy, mm-hmm. or he plays some kind of like scan kill or whatever game. Yeah. And so so he so when when he goes down there, I think you know that light flashing where he's in front of Richard is just him scanning Richard, and I think that's where he gets this stuff about. His about Isabella and and about it being hell and mm-hmm. you know that's where he sort of comes up with how he's gonna how he's gonna manipulate Richard. Yeah, totally. Um, 
I didn't really get that the first time. Like, I, I was totally confused about the events of this episode until I watched it three times. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, it's it's pretty clear. The initial part is kind of confusing. Um, but uh, but I think, you know, once he scans Richard and, and the story goes from there, it, it, it makes sense. Yeah, and I think that's a very, like... Uh... Uh, you know, fine point, and it's like, how many people are going to get that from one viewing? Mm-hmm. Or how many people are going to say, well, Richard thought it was hell, Richard told the Loftus it was hell, and the man in black said it's hell. Yeah. Baker says it's not hell, though, so maybe. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like, I thought... When when he confirms it, I I I thought, wow, why why is he just going along with this? I didn't, mm-hmm. I just didn't really understand what he was thinking. But yeah, if you if you know what Smokey's about, it makes sense. But yeah, it does seem it does seem surprisingly subtle. Yeah, for a show that like a lot of times goes out of its way to make clear what's going on. The man, the man in black, the man in black that's Smokey, <laughs> the man in black that's Smokey that turns in the lock, the man in black that's Smokey that turns in the lock is dead. Exactly. Something like that. Exactly. And, you know, at the beginning of the episode, like, they reestablished that Richard doesn't age, just in case anybody mm-hmm. missed that. <laughs> you know, and set up yeah. the question why, you know. And so it's, it's like, you come into this, you've never seen Lost before, you know that. Mm-hmm. You know that he doesn't age, even if you don't know anything else about the show. Yeah, you know, I'm thinking now, you know, that... um when we saw Richard, uh, you know, when Ben saw Richard as a kid and Richard went, you know, when Richard, the one time Richard looks different. Yes. You know, this is it's kind of what he looks like, you know, in the Black Rock days. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. And it's like, it seemed like they were trying to do something with that. Actually, I have I have something on that. I meant to bring oh, that up you? at the beginning. Yeah, we have a news update. Uh oh, we have a we have a lost news update. <laughs> this just in. <laughs> I have I have my final theory on what was going on in that scene. Okay. So uh, there's a recent uh, little very short lost official video podcast with Nestor Carbonell. And he's talking about this episode and about Richard Alpert in general. And he references that scene where you see him. He talks about how he looks the same all the time, except that one time mm-hmm. where he has the long hair and stuff. And he referred to it as 70s garb. So I took from that that the, the, that the costume designers were just trying to make him look like a guy in the 70s. Oh, and and that's the explanation for why he looks like that. Because he did say he did specifically say he looks like he looks like he's in the seventies, but he hasn't aged. Like like he had that in mind at the time. Who said that? Nestor Carbonell. He said he he said what? He said that he had in mind that that you know. He 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 looks like he was in the seventies, but he hadn't aged. Oh, okay. When he played that scene, yeah. I mean, I inferred that because of the way he referred to it. You know, he okay. basically he basically said, "Yeah, you know, they the most of the time I look exactly the same. There was that one time where they where they put me in seventies garb, but I still hadn't visibly aged." Yeah. You know, and he and he was talking about that in the context of wondering what the deal with Albert was. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. 
So it sounds to me like when he filmed that, he did have, you know, they did mean for him not to look aged, but they wanted him to look like he was from the 70s. And then I guess at a certain point, you know, the memo came in, just make him look the same all the time. Mm-hmm. Don't, don't worry about the time period. Yeah, that makes sense. So, so I, think, I think that finally is what was going wow, on. That was, that was supposed to be 70s? You look like you're from the 1800s. <laughs> you yes. know how fashion is. Fashion is typical, right? <laughs> yeah, you're right, though. I didn't really make the connection that he, it's, it's kind of like old school Richard Alpert. Yeah, like that isn't. I mean, I get the the long hair and I guess the beard, you know, is a seventies thing. But the clothes didn't. From what I remember, they looked they didn't look seventies. Yeah, yeah. Well, he seemed to think that's what was going on. So yeah, I'll buy it. I'll buy it. It makes it makes sense. I mean, they were that's 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 logical. That's the kind of thing you would do. Well, we're in the seventies, so let's make Richard look like in the seventies. Yeah, exactly. Like yeah, that'll. That's that's a, the typical. So anyway, yeah, it's a, I don't know. I feel like we're finally like understanding some of the behind the scenes stuff that's been like really mysterious for a long yeah, time. Yeah, and I think I think that proves, you know, the point of like so many mysteries and so many things like um we could know. It's like well the answers are in like these little decisions they make that's not on the show. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, there's some there's some behind the scenes stuff. Um uh, Oh, and I I I I think we brought this up before. Just just another minor note. Um the, there's a deleted scene from season 4 involving Claire um after she gets blown up in the house. Um where she's in this she's in a bedroom with Hurley and she says she sees her father, but Hurley doesn't see him. And then she asked Hurley if they're dead. And and oh, and, and Hurley, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Do, do you remember that now? Oh, uh, keep, keep going. I forget. Some, some looks familiar. The, I mean, that, that's pretty much a whole scene. Hurley, the punchline of the scene is Hurley says, "If, if this is, if, if we're dead, then heaven sucks." Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, yeah, that sounds familiar. I didn't remember. I think we have discussed it, but I had forgotten about that scene. That's that's another scene that suggests that Claire might be dead. Yeah. Or might have died, I should say. <laughs> I don't know if she's dead now. Yeah, I can see that. Something's going on. I, it, it seems like another scene suggesting they're in hell, too. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> that's true. But yeah, anyway, that's a uh, just you know playing cleanup with some of these old things. Yeah, right. It's they hang around for a long time before we get any resolution. All righty. So next thing. Yes. So still chained, Richard tries to loosen a floorboard. It begins to rain, and Richard tries to drink some of the falling water, but he can't get close enough. Later, Richard frees a bolt from the floorboard and uses it to chip away at the wood around the anchor that he's chained to. Later, later, Richard sees a board, uh, a boar doing something inappropriate with a dead captive. Richard tells, uh, yells at the boar, which flees, 
but causes Richard to lose grip of the ball and possibly his sanity. Oh, no. Later, 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 she is awakened <laughs> by a beautiful voice. It's Isabella. She says that they are not only both dead, but both in hell. She says they must leave before the devil comes back. But it's too late, and Smokey returns. Isabella attempts to escape, but the sound design implies she is killed by Smokey. Richard cries, <laughs> at, <laughs> Richard cries at losing her a second time. That's the scene. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, I felt I felt the need to say the sound design implied <laughs> it because that's all we got. It's true. It's true. Yeah, the way the scene again, the way the scene played out was also why I was confused about what was going on. Because mm-hmm. like we hear stuff outside apparently, and you hear the smoky the smoky rattle, I guess. Yeah. Um, while she's running, and so it's like, what is what is Smokey do? Because I think this is supposed to be Smokey here. Mm-hmm. Like, can he make his sounds while he's in the form of somebody else? <laughs> he's like, you're saying can Smokey throw his voice? Basically? Yeah. Like, can he can he do two things at once? I don't know what was going. On. I, I I mean, I would have to imagine that he. I don't know, man. It, it's weird. It, and I think it gets really confusing, especially since Smokey later tries to tell, you know, tell this version of what happened to, to Richard. And it's really weird. It's like, yeah, oh, it was me, but I was running from him. She was running from him, but I was in the smoke. But no, but Jacob <laughs> like, What are you saying happened? And I think it's the same thing in this scene. It's like, what is happening up there? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Everybody freeze. What's going on? <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. Like yeah. a dog chasing its tail or something. I, I don't know what was supposed to be going on up there. <laughs> I just assumed somehow there was that, that she was sort of still there as, you know, like somehow that her apparition of her was there and, and sort of scared and running and Smokey was there too and, bashing about and I don't know after that <laughs> I guess you know I think this is smoky because this whole thing with his wife like plays I mean the story's ridiculous but it becomes central to the plan or the the way that uh the way that Smokey gets Richard to go try to kill Jacob Yeah no I mean this has to be it has to be it can't be Jacob Right you know. Right. It's of course it's I know it's not Jacob, but I think it has to be Smokey. I think this apparition if it's not As him, opposed to being as opposed to actually being his wife. Yeah. 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 As opposed to the thing we see at the end with Hurley. Yeah. You know, where I think that really is him. I mean her. Mhm. Uh you know, in ghost form or whatever. But you know, he can't oh. see her. Oh shit. That's weird. That just made me think of something. You totally made me think of something I didn't think was true. Because I agreed with you, and then I thought, well, is that true? Um, you know the scene at the end, towards the in that scene when, 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 when Isabella is, is talking to Richard and Hurley's there kind of translating, mm-hmm. uh, uh, or, you know, whatever. Uh, and then we see that shot of Locke in the distance looking at them. Yeah. I didn't know how to take that, and now that makes me want to think that wasn't, that might not necessarily have been Isabella. Like, maybe we're supposed to think 
that was him doing that. No, I think we're supposed to think he's there because Richard was calling for him, asking if the offer still stood. Oh, okay. That's weird, though. Okay, okay. Yeah, so because, I mean, there's, as far as, like, like Hurley saw the ghost of Jacob. Like, I don't think that's smoky. Yeah. You know, and no one could, like, Hurley's ghosts seem to be a special thing. Like, no one else can see them, whereas Smokey's apparitions, everybody can see, apparently. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, so I think I think those are those are different things. It's confusing because they put both in the same episode with the same character. Yeah, and I feel like I feel like again, if you're if you're new to the show, you're like, how how are you supposed to know that those are different? Yeah, I don't know. You know, I, but but also, you know, the apparition the apparition tells Hurley they have to stop the man in black from leaving the island. I don't think Smokey would would say that. Well, but don't forget, he's he's a man of plans, and that could just mean he wants he wants him to drive Richard to him. Oh, 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 eh, you know. okay, yeah, I guess. And you got to read between the lines, just, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't think that's what's going on, but it's possible. Yeah. Um. What else? What's he? Wait, what's he? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So, so yeah, it, yeah. Isabella appears, but it's really smoky. Yeah, and since at this point he's scanned, he's scanned Richard. He knows about her. Mm-hmm. He knows about the idea that they're in hell. You know, um, I feel like it should be a little weird to Richard that his wife is in hell. Uh, yeah, uh, and it's also weird, like the idea of being in hell, and like the devil goes around killing people in hell. <laughs> Yeah. Like, like I don't, I don't really understand that. Like, what happens when you die in hell? Mm-hmm. Like, where do you, where where what what then? Yeah, and I think that's what the point Jacobs makes later to Richard is just like, if you if you're in hell, then 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 you know why do you feel alive? Mm-hmm. You know. <laughs> yeah, it's. I mean. Yeah, it's it's it just I feel like Richard should be more skeptical of uh of Isabella yeah. here. Hey, it's the 1800s, you know. <laughs> they didn't have TV, yeah. I see. Yeah. Yeah. But it is a weird scene cuz it's like she runs outside and it's like this it's this whole drama that Smokey puts on for him. Yeah, it's like a play. It's like a one-man show. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, he has to, like, I don't know how this works, but it's like, you know, it, it's him making Isabella do those things and say those things, and, you know, and it's kind of weird if it's smoky, you know, if that's smoky. Yeah. Yeah, it's like he, he sets up this scenario where Richard feels like he has to go rescue Isabella, Mm-hmm. You know, um, but it's just it's just so implausible because the way he sets it up, it really seems like Smokey's doing it. A- and at the same time, he admits that he's Smokey. Yeah, exactly. Like, it just it seems like he should have said, yeah, Jacob's the black smoke. That's what he should have said. 
And that, that's I think that's why that that scene is weird is because he he he's try he's trying to be truthful but at the same time lie. Yeah. And and so he's like, yeah, I'm the black smoke, but you don't have to worry about me. But I'm the one, but I'm the one who took your, you know, wait a minute, no, I'm not. I, I was like, he's the one who killed all the men, but but not the one who took your wife. But <laughs> like, what? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. The man in black's too honest sometimes. Yeah, because it's like he heard the, he heard the smoking noises and he saw the men up there get killed. And right. And he saw the the black smoke kill Whitfield. Yeah. And then Isabella's around running from the noises, so he has to assume the black smoke took her. Right. But then he's like, no, 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 I saw the other guy take her. Yeah. I was, I was there. <laughs> and even though I'm a p- pillar of smoke, I couldn't do anything <laughs> to help. Yeah, I guess that's what he wants us. He wants Richard to believe. Like, yeah, it's Jacob weird, just it's came and took her, and he he really wanted to stop him, but he just couldn't. Yeah. But the wind, a strong gust of wind came and it was holding me back. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I, oh God. All right. Next thing. Yes. Oh, I, I mentioned the thing about the boar who was, I guess, supposed to be trying to eat the dead person. Oh yes, yes. But it was it was it was messing around with his belt in his crotch area, <laughs> and it just seemed really weird. I don't know I don't know why he put that on network TV, but uh, you see his I don't know you see his belt come like unloosed, unloosed, and it's like what's going on, boar? Yeah, that was weird. Um, I think we're supposed to assume, yeah, I, this is pretty strong stuff for network TV. I was really surprised at how many murders and like they imply that this boar is eating this guy. And yeah. It's like, I, I couldn't believe they were really doing all this. It was really, uh, and, and, and not a very smart boar. It goes to the guy in the back first, mm-hmm. which is a little weird. <laughs> it is. Like he, he passed all the other dead bodies. That guy in the back looks pretty tasty. <laughs> Because boars eat people. I think this this is a callback to when there were the boars in the uh, in Mm -hmm. the part of the plane. uh, Yeah, that that were eating the people. Yeah, boars eat people. It's just the truth. It's just yeah. At least boars on this island do. I I actually for a second when the boars running seeming to run at him and he says Mm -hmm. I'll kill you. I actually thought that. I thought for a second that the subtitles were for the boar. <laughs> like the, the boar the boar was saying <laughs> I'll kill you. Oh man. That'd be awesome. The boar's like, You're a dead man, Alfred. <laughs> wow. Like the way they cut it, it really like if the boar makes the noise, it really looks mm-hmm. like that's what the <laughs> subtitles were. <laughs> oh man. Squeal, squeal, I'm going to kill you. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Well, it was, I, I, it was weird because the, it, it made it seem like the boar was charging towards him, not, you know, trying to eat past him. Right. You know, and uh, I thought he was, yeah, I thought he was going to catch the boar. Mm-hmm. Like, no, he just kind of, nothing really happened. Yeah. Man, I wish that boar would talk. Oh, that'd be great. <laughs> What all the stories that boar could tell. <laughs> exactly. Watch out for that Hurley bird. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I hope uh, that boar knows about the Hurley bird. Oh man, everybody everyone's gotta know about the Hurley bird. 
Is it still saying Hurley in the 1800s? Uh, I hope so. I hope so. It's just waiting for Hurley to show up. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to make sense yeah, until it's Hurley gets here. Yeah, all the animals are like, are like, I don't know who the fuck Hurley is, <laughs> but, man, when he gets here, it's all going to make sense while we're here, guys. Because <laughs> even the animals don't know why this. <laughs> the boy is like, <laughs> this is El Inferno. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man, I love it. All the animals are like, why are we here? What did we do in a past life that we're on this miserable island where all these humans kill us for, you know, like, yeah. one, of the many, one of the many things they have to deal with? It's a good question. It's a good question. I wonder what we're supposed to believe about that. Um, you know, like, did like oh. did the wildlife and and vegetation and stuff just evolve there, or did it come from somewhere else? Did Jacob bring it there? Well, like, if there's, if, if there's one thing I can say about Darwinism, it's that uh, there should be some unique species on that island for as long as that island has been its own environment. Yeah, like, yeah. That's although what I'm apparently thinking. there was that whole thing about birds coming and migrating there. Oh yeah. Uh but that would probably make it more interesting a little bit. Mhm. But uh yeah, um there should be some yeah, some some stuff on that island that that probably isn't anywhere else. Yeah. 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 Yeah, maybe that's what that hurley bird is supposed to be. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like it's it's kind died out a long ago, but it's you know, it's the it's the one that's left. Mhm. Yeah, exactly. Got a whole species of birds that just mm-hmm. fly around. They all say Hurley. Saying Hurley. <laughs> so ridiculous. But yeah. why not? Oh, God, the Hurley bird. Yeah, that's that's probably why they died out was, uh, you know, I can imagine flocks and flocks of birds saying <laughs> Hurley, Hurley, Hurley. You know, every other animal in <laughs> in the world was trying to kill it. <laughs> It's natural predators. We're all like <laughs> all other life. <laughs> wow. So viruses are like we have to evolve so we can kill that thing. <laughs> Quick, mutate some more. Uh, all right, you ready for the next scene? You think we'll see the Hurley Bird again before the end of the show? You know. I, I feel like that's one of the the little gems that if you know, I, I doubt it, but I, I feel like it would be really a uh, really minor special thing if they did. Yeah. But uh, it, I I I wouldn't be surprised if we saw it, but at the same time, you know, I I don't think we will. Okay. All right. Yeah. I don't really know. I guess like I can imagine it, something it like a quick thing. Yeah, something like what they do with Nikki and Paulo. Yeah, it could just be, it, it could just be such a quick thing of you just seeing it, or it's you you know it. They don't have to spend a lot of time, so you can throw it in almost anywhere. Yeah, so I feel, that's why I feel like they could do it, but at the same time, it's such a minor thing. It's like I don't think they you know. Right. It would be surprising. Yeah. Although I said I wasn't, I wouldn't be surprised. So <laughs> the answer is both yes and no, and <laughs> all of that. Okay. Well, it's resolved then. 
next scene? Uh, yes. Next scene, Richard lays motionless on the floor. A figure carrying a lantern and a thermos arrives. Uh, the man touches Richard's shoulder purposefully, and Richard soon awakens. The man offers him some water, and we see that the man is the man in black, Smokey. The man says he is a friend and confirms they are in hell. The man tells Richard he has been on the island long before the ship came. Richard tells Smokey that his wife was there but was captured by the black smoke. Smokey confirms that the black smoke has her but wants to help. He produces keys to the chains but wants Richard's help in return. Smokey um, uncuffs Richard and observes that it's good to see him out of those chains. Mm. Smokey then helps Richard up and tells him that if he wants to escape hell, he must kill the devil. Oh. Uh, so, yeah, so here's the whole thing of where he's saying, yes, the black smoke has your wife. Mm-hmm. But later I'm going to say that I'm wrong. Right. <laughs> right. That's not confusing. Not at all. Not at Who all. Who wrote this episode? This was a little sloppy. Uh, Greg Nations and Ooh. yeah. Ooh. Was it Greg and who? Greg and somebody else. I forgot. Uh, let me look. Uh, Melinda Taylor. Okay. Hmm. Well, I don't know. Some of that. Some of that was a little sloppy, guys. I don't know who this Melinda Taylor is. Yeah, I think she's sort of new. She might have been the around last Prince, season. The Little Prince, Sound Like It Hot, The Substitute, and yeah. this one. Yeah. Yeah. Alright. Um, yeah, so I know I said earlier, and I keep saying, and I probably will continue to say, uh, that uh, in 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 the substitute when when Locke goes to recruit Sawyer that uh it reminded me of the stand. Uh mm-hmm. but this scene really reminds me of the stand since he's literally locked up and he actually has the key and he says, I'll let you go if you do what I say and like it's 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 even more Overt and in the official podcast, they confirmed that that was the inspiration for this scene. Interesting. So, uh, so this really is a stand reference. Nice here. Uh, yeah, and and I I I have to also note that you know once we once we have Hurley actually calling this character the Man in Black at the end, you know that makes the name kind of official and. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's weird. It didn't really occur to me, but the Man in Black is actually a character from the Dark Tower series. Um, mm. I I I thought that that name reminded me of something other than just you know the Men in Black movies. Um, yeah, that's what it was. It's it's that it's that character. Uh, so it strikes me as odd uh, to to use that name uh, for uh, for this character. I guess they're they're still withholding what his name's going to be. I I don't really have a clue what they're going to do with that. but uh, Yeah. Um, but it has maybe his been... name is Maybe his name is Awa. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Don't say that. The island is Pandora, and everything here wants to kill you. 
including the man in black. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I don't know why they're withholding his name. I don't. I can't imagine if unless he's a shepherd or something. Like, what's what's the big deal? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Like it just reminds me of how in. Um, in and at the beginning of season three, like the ending of one of the episodes was was Juliet revealing what Ben's name was. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, so what? I mean, <laughs> you know, yeah. Like, okay, his name's Ben. I don't see why that's supposed to be a big. Deal. Like, I'm wondering if it's going to be like that. Like, he's just going to turn out to be, you know, I don't know. I'm wondering if it's just like because because I'm trying to learn from past mistakes of like not of being confused on why they do things and then we find out what happens and it's not a big deal. Right. So I'm wondering if it's going to be the scenario instead of like your scenario like that, maybe it'll be a little bit different and it'll be like um, Jeremy Bentham, where uh, there really isn't any mystery. The mystery is only a product of how they're telling the story. Oh. Uh, and that at some point we'll see the scene where his name is revealed, and if they would have just told the story like a different way, we would have got this way soon, the name way sooner, you know. I see. So wait, but does that imply that that he's he's a character we know? No, that just implies that I think some that 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 whatever you know, whatever they tell us. Like I don't think he's necessarily a character we know, but. Um, but for instance, we might find out his name in the Flash Sideways or something, you know. Like oh. if the Flash Sideways are directly connected to this timeline, then somehow, like when we get to the end of that, it'll be the beginning of, you know what I mean? Like the way the way they're telling the story might be just affecting how, uh, you know, what well, is affecting it because it could tell us already. So. Okay. I see. Okay, like some some character. Okay, like uh, Dogen or something. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, I don't think there's any way that's what it is, but for example. Yeah. Or like Jack's son's name or something. Mhm. Or, or Principal Reynolds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, something weird like that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Or Saeed's brother. Yeah, just any number of. Okay, okay. And and so if they told us, then we would, then we would have some kind of reveal. Mhm. And but then once you know, it's no big deal. Yeah, once you know, it's no big deal. You know. Yeah. Or it could be it is a big deal, and that's why they're waiting. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I guess, uh, let's see. Uh, uh, so, yeah, here we get the origin of it's good to see you out of those chains. Um, and I guess we're supposed to assume, based on the ending of this episode, that Richard did not see him again until on the beach in LAX when he repeats this line. Mm-hmm. Um, Supposedly, he never changed, Richard never changed his mind, so, uh, up until then, so he never, 
Now, that's the thing. I mean, you would have had to have seen Smokey at some point, right? You would think so, yeah. Yeah. But he's supposed to know that Smokey is that guy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's 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 just I wish he he should have told Ben that at some point. Yeah, right. Like it's I feel like it's worth knowing that Smokey is this conscious entity that wants to kill Jacob. Like if you're the leader of the others, I feel like you ought to know that. Yeah, that should be in the handbook. It really should. <laughs> it really should. And he just I don't know. It seems like it wasn't. Uh, all right, so we also see, you know, obviously this is um, this is Smokey's, you know, as far as we know, first attempt at the loophole. That's right. Yeah. Um, which I think uh, kind of says a lot. Now that we can compare what Smokey is trying to do, tried to do with Richard, with what he what he did with Locke, um, it looks like it didn't need to be, you know, a leader of the others. Apparently not. Um, the whole thing about, you know, seeing Jacob and, you know, only, you know, you can only go in if you're invited and only the leader can see Jacob. Like, all of that seemed to not matter. <laughs> that was all just, just totally bullshit. Um, no, I mean, Jacob did seem to make himself appear to Richard, but I, I, I feel like, you know, he, he would have seen him anyway. Uh... Yeah, so I think that that helps clear up some of the some of the parts of the loophole, which is that it's really just someone else kill him. It's not anyone special. It's just someone else do it. And that that's all there is to it. That's all there is to it. The loophole is I can't kill you. I'm gonna get someone else to kill you. Yeah. Okay. Okay. But, I mean, that's just, that's so simple. (laughs) Yeah, right? It's very lost, right? It's just so simple. Oh, okay, that makes sense. That's all it takes. You can't kill him. That's just so, okay, okay. I'm still totally confused, but for that part of the story, okay, I guess that's all there is to it. Um, but there's, there's, there's like some other details here, uh, that I, that I don't understand about what happens here, what ensues from all this. From this here or the, the other loophole with Locke? Both, a comparison of the two. Okay, what do you mean? Well, so, I mean, there's all the stuff that's about to happen and I, and also like, also the stuff with Dogen and Saeed, Mm -hmm, um, mm -hmm. You know, which they very explicitly parallel. Um, yeah. Uh, and I, I really don't know what to make of all that. Um, uh, I'm like, I can go through it, but, like, it depends on the scenes that come up. So uh, so I'm not sure. I feel like I should wait. Uh, okay. Um, yeah. I mean, there's some stuff to talk about and some – Stuff I think we can we can assume about things like the knife. I don't think is special at all. Okay. Um, I just think it's it's just you know it's like the compass. It wasn't special. It's just the compass he had. Mm-hmm. You know I think the knife is just just just, just the knife he had. Uh, it is a nice looking knife though. I gotta say, <laughs> uh, it's very gilded. It's very mm-hmm. intricately designed. Yeah. Um, Makes it seem like it's special. 
It does, yeah. But it's like the fact that Ben killed Jacob with just a regular knife, I think yeah. that makes the point that it doesn't matter what knife you use. Just proves the, uh, yeah, knife is special theory. Yeah. Um, okay. So, um, yeah. I mean, there's also the question about, you know, we see we see Man in Black here, and he's already, you know, he's, He's turning into Smokey at this point. Uh, the implication is that he's been like that for a while. Um, but we've never seen that character, you know, in, in, in the present time. Like, mm-hmm. I've been under the impression that he stopped being able to appear in that form for some reason. But maybe that's not true. I mean, maybe it's just a contrivance that... Or not a contrivance, but just a reality that they didn't have that actor until very mm-hmm. recently. Uh and he could he could have appeared in that form. Like, it seems like that's sort of his real form, quote unquote. You know, mm-hmm. um, you know whatever that means. Maybe it, it just means well, real, whatever form he came to the island on, whatever form his his past life was in. Yeah. And I, and what confuses things is he claims Jacob took his body. So what <laughs> what Smokey really looks like should be what Jacob looks like, and what Jacob really looks like is what. Smokey, <laughs> if you if you believe Smokey, so right, that's what changes because they're they're perfectly cast in terms of the actors, but we're supposed to believe in terms of the characters that their bodies should be switched, <laughs> and so it's like, ooh, that's not who I want Jacob to look like. See, I thought the took my body thing just meant he took my body away from me, not that he took it over for himself. Oh, that. Oh, is that what he means? That's what. Well, that's what I thought he meant. Oh, that, whatever is the least crazy, I have to believe <laughs> here. Okay. Uh, I, let me look at the line again. Uh, well, we'll get there, but. Um, yeah. Yeah. It, yeah. It's, it's weird. Yeah. This. I mean, this. The thrust of this scene continues in the next one. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So let's go to the next scene. Okay. Um, the next morning, Smokey watches as Richard eats from uh, fresh boar. Uh, he tells Richard he will find the devil at the remains of the statue. Uh, Smokey gives Richard a dagger and tells him to stab the devil in the chest before he can speak a word. Smokey confesses he is the black smoke, but says Isabella was not running from him, but from El Diablo. Smokey says he saw the devil take her, but couldn't do anything. Smokey says the devil took his body, his humanity, he tells Richard that if he wants to get his wife back, he must kill the devil. Richard is reluctant, but finally agrees. So yeah, so here's a line about he took my body. Right. Right. Um, yeah, so yeah, so I'm taking that to mean like he he's like a smoke monster now instead of a corporeal entity. And even though he can sort of still assume that form, somehow he's not really that anymore. Hmm. Hmm. Well, that's confusing. It is confusing. So the idea, so the idea is, Jacob imprisoned him here. He had a body, which if he's evil, why did he? He had a body, uh, and and then and then Jacob is some sort of punishment or to keep him there or something. He he. He takes away his corporeal form. Yes. And, and and somehow that makes Smokey lose his humanity. Right. 
So it seems like he was fine before. Jacob did this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, obviously he wasn't if Jacob did this. Right. Uh, so that's weird. Uh, but 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 and so so he can only he can only look human, but he can, he's not he can't actually be in real human form. Yeah. That's so crazy. What show are we watching? <laughs> uh. I don't know. It doesn't. It doesn't sound like any show I've ever seen. Why is this smoke monster? Oh, because the other island deity took away the portal <laughs> form. Yeah, it's just something that happened. Yeah, the humanity thing is is strange. I'm not sure how deep to go with that. Um, but what is it? She says he betrayed me. See, that's what I don't know. The, the, he took my body thing. I I just jumped to the conclusion he literally meant we swap bodies because the whole you know body swapping stuff that's going on, mm-hmm. uh, shape changing and all that. That's what I thought he meant. Of somehow, somehow at some point with uh, that they were trying to tell us, yeah, that that he that Jacob did something to him and 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 that that somehow they swap bodies. I see. Like, and I thought that would be somehow he imprisoned him there too. Like somehow that that uh, tied into that whole thing of being locked there. Right. I want to think that that's true. That there there's a connection between doing that and the fact that he's trapped there. Yeah. Um. They didn't. They didn't make that clear here. So maybe the idea is since he's since he's okay since he is smoke uh, since he's a cloud of smoke he can't leave the island. Because I guess you can't put a cloud of smoke on a ship. Uh, and so, barring however you explain that, but he can't leave the island just just physically because he is smoke. And, the, you know, uh, and he can only turn into a human on the island or something like that. So, but if the conceit is he can't leave the island from just, not it's not magic, it's just physics of whatever his condition is. And that the only way he can leave the island is he has human form, then it makes sense of what he did with Locke. And in, in, in effect, what he did with Locke was two birds with one stone: is killing Jacob so he can leave, but also getting a body so he can leave. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, because it seems like it was two things. Like even even if he could leave, Jacob wouldn't let him. Yeah. So so he did he did need to kill Jacob first, but yeah, maybe that's the idea. He also needed a body. He also, yeah, he also needed to be back in physical form to get yeah. off the island. But to me, what's weird is that he can still be smoky. Yeah, it is weird. Because <laughs> it doesn't... It seems like he's doing the same thing. He's going from physical yeah. form to to corporeal form. Yeah. Uh, or to smoky form to physical form, whatever. But, uh, yeah, so it seems like it's the same. I, it's weird. It's like, I feel like we almost cracked the case. I know. But, like, but it's, it's, it's just weird that he's... It seems like he's doing the same thing, but it should be different. Yeah, there doesn't seem to be a big distinction between Locke and this Man in Black character. Yeah. The the only difference that they've told us is that now now Locke can't take the form of other people. Mm-hmm. You know, but he could before he killed Jacob. So, you know, somehow somehow that's connected to that. Which is really, which is really strange. Oh God. Okay. So. <laughs> all right. So. Um, all right. So here's here's the scene where where we get this stuff about 
he gives him the knife. It looks like the same knife that Dogen gave Saeed. I think it's the same knife. I think it's the same knife. He says, stab him with this. Don't let him talk. If he speaks, it'll be too late. Mm -hmm. You know, the same, you know, not quite verbatim, but almost verbatim what Dogen says to Saeed. Now, what the fuck? Like... How did this how did this knife and this story get in the hands of Dogen? To me it seems like they're trying to tell us that this is this is some sort of rule and about how to defeat the one of these two deities and um you know, it's it's I forgot what I was gonna say about that whole thing with uh Dogen. Um Wait, he gives him the knife. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He says, "Oh yeah." So the other thing with with this whole this whole knife and killing thing is, uh, you know, to, with the whole uh, you have to do it before they speak a word, and if they do it, it's too late. Yeah, I think they're trying to tie that with this whole uh, you know being very persuasive thing or very convincing. <laughs> uh, and I feel like that's part of it. Like you let him talk to you. They both said that too. Uh, right. You, know, you let him. You let him speak. You know. You yes. let him convince you into not killing him, basically. Right. The parallel uh, gets pushed even further. Yeah. Exactly. So it makes me. It makes me since they both have that conclusion of you fail to kill him, be, and you know because you let him speak, then it seems like then it must then the part the first part of that must be true that you know if you, if he speaks then you can't kill him. Okay. Right? Well, you know. Okay. I got to throw in the problem. When Ben killed him, Jacob had spoken to him. Yeah. Oh, that's right. That's right. No, 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 no. Then, wait, what did I say? Oh, no, no, no. Then it must mean, no, okay, sorry. What it means is that, not that you can't kill him, but that if he, that if he talks to you, he can convince you out of it. Yeah, exactly. Him. But, like, it's, it's, the way they phrase it, it's like the very act of their speaking stops you. Yeah, yeah. They make it seem like it's magic when it's more like, kill him before he has a chance to tell you not to. Yeah, see, and that's that's what I think is really going on. Like, it seems like they're both just saying they're very convincing. And if you let them talk, they'll probably be able to convince you not to kill them. Yeah. You know? Yeah, that's right. And and so I guess so so it's not but they make they both make those those explicit statements that you know that don't let him don't let him um don't let him don't say a word mm-hmm. <laughs> you know and like and they show Locke saying hello Saeed and it's like <laughs> fuck yeah. it's too late <laughs> too late he said a word yeah yeah and and so it's like we'll never know. What would have happened if he hadn't said a word? Yeah. You know, um, and then, yeah, and on the other hand, we have the actual death of Jacob where he does speak words. So obviously that itself doesn't have any power. Yeah. He needed to try to convince Ben not to kill him, which, of course, he didn't do. He did the opposite. He really did the opposite. But he was really hoping he was wrong. He was hoping he was even, wrong. But even though he knew he wasn't. He knew he was right. <laughs> hoping against hope, I guess. Hoping against hope, yeah. I guess that's what that means. Jacob Jacob started that. He did. <laughs> he was the first hope against hoper. 
But I got I really gotta wonder if this story has its origin with Man in Black. Like where did this come from? Where did this knife come from? What where did this idea originate? Like mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Is this the origin of the story? Like does Richard later tell Jacob about it? Like the full story and then Jacob tells Dogan like why does it Who why has does, the knife? Does Jacob still have the knife? Yeah, well the knife is over by Jacob's at at, at the end. Okay. I mean, they never really established what it's. So, because I always like, I, 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 every time Jacob, Jacob gives the rock to uh, Richard, I always, I always want to think he's giving him the dagger. So I keep remembering oh. him giving him the dagger to give it back to uh, Smokey, but he gives him the rock. Yeah. Um, so that means so, so Jacob just kind of keeps the dagger for a while, and then somehow he gets to the temple. I guess, I mean, that's my best assumption. Because, yeah, he throws it in the sand, and we never see it again, I think. And so, so yeah, Jacob, uh, I guess, takes possession of it and then eventually gives it to Dogen. But the part I don't understand is, you know, I'm, I'm assuming he also tells Dogen this story about how to kill this guy. But does it, like, <laughs> you know... As far as I can tell, this is a Smokey story, and I don't see why this would kill Smokey if it's a, if it's a story about how to kill Jacob. I mean, is the idea supposed to be you kill both of them in exactly the same way? Yeah, I mean, first of all, why would why, – okay, it should kill – it should kill – see, what's weird is it, it shouldn't even kill Smokey, right? Well, that's it, the other problem. Yeah, it kills Jacob. Saeed stabbed Smokey with the knife. And well, here's the problem, though. He stabbed Locke with the knife. That's true. It's a different scenario. But I feel like in like if Richard would have tried to stab the man in black, he definitely wouldn't have died. I feel like he really shouldn't have died. You know, that shouldn't have had any effect. That's not what I thought you were going to say. <laughs> Wait. I'm confused. So are you saying... I'm saying he didn't. He didn't. He didn't die when he was Locke, and I really didn't think. Won't don't think he would have died when he when before he was looked like Locke. Okay, right. So it looks like it looks like that story is just bunk altogether. Mm-hmm. But it's like, how did this get passed down? Where did where did Smokey even get this idea to begin with? Like, it's like I, I'm just. Well, I'm, here's the thing is. Simply put, he's just telling him to stab Jacob in the chest, which will kill him. Okay. And I think the the stuff that goes on top of that is just he's just trying to tell him, do it before he gets to talk to you, because if he talks to you, he'll convince you out of it. Okay. I think that's it. Okay. Okay, so... That makes sense, right? I have no problem with that part. Okay, now throw in throw in another problem and I'll and I'll I'll see if I can fix it. <laughs> okay, so what I don't understand is then apparently the reverse, the so the Jacob part of the story may very well be true. We do I mean, it may just be he's just being hyperbolic about the don't speak to don't let him speak. Like speaking is okay. You you just don't let him convince you not to kill him, basically. Yeah. Okay. So so if, if anyone goes to try to stab Jacob, it'll work. They'll be able to kill him. Mm-hmm. The end. Okay. Fine. We don't have any evidence to the contrary. Now, how? Why would that? Why would that story end up being told about Smokey? You know. 
Like yeah, who, that's yeah. I don't. I mean, I don't know. There's. I could make something. You want to make something up? Well, yeah. Give it. A, do you have? <laughs> <laughs> I mean. Uh, I don't know. I mean, um, it could be that um, Richard tells Dogen at some point that 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 you know the whole story that that the man in black tried to get him to convince to to kill Jacob. And they just point. infer that he tells this thing about Jacob. Maybe that kills him. Well, Dogen think Dogen. But you've got to remember, Dogen wasn't trying to have the man in black killed. He was trying to get Saeed killed. Okay, that's true. So, so he was just using that story, you know, to get Saeed killed. He didn't think it was going to work. Oh, so maybe it's just like a folk tale, like that was passed down, like from 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 Richard. Like he he. Yeah, just, I think it's a pretty direct connection. Richard can just tell Dogen, "Hey, yeah, guess what? Like the man black had to give me to kill Smokey. I mean, kill Jacob once. He told me this thing, and then Dogen just decides to recreate that that whole thing with the knife and. I mean, the the thing is, it, it, it's very convincing coming from Dogen and yeah. having the ceremonial knife and all that stuff. And, right. Uh, I, maybe they'll do something else with it to where it'll really be something important or interesting. But right now, it just seems like he just used that story just just to use it. And it's also weird because the parallel goes even further. Like Dogen calls Smokey evil incarnate, and here Man in Black is calling Jacob the devil. You know, mm-hmm. like the, it's the same idea they're putting out there. So yeah, I guess yeah. I guess the best I can do right now is that Richard just told Dogen about it, and and Dogen decided, you know, that that was a good story to tell Saeed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's just a simple. And Man in Black is really the person who originally thought of it. He's just a very, Man in Black himself is quite persuasive. Yeah, exactly. So. Uh, maybe just not quite as much as Jacob or something, but uh, uh, okay, okay, that that's the best I can do at the moment. It's just, it's just so odd. I like to to make it a point to parallel the things and have it just be, you know, just be that Richard Richard told talking about it. I like I want there to be more to the story than that. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Maybe they maybe they'll do something else with it later, but at this point it that's the simplest explanation. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I can see that. I can see that. Um uh I just I wonder where do you think Man in Black got that knife? I don't know. Like I said, I just think it's the knife he had with him. He just had a knife. Oh, like when he came to the island originally or something? Something like that, yeah. Yeah, like... I mean, I'm... they seem to have to be... I mean, Jacob was cooking a fish, and they seem to have... I mean, there are the hieroglyphics and all the other stuff, you know. There, mm-hmm. I, there are tools and stuff around, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. That's true. I just... Uh... Yeah, so he just happened to have an like he, he would have given him whatever knife like lock it. That's, that's been that's a knife. Yeah, like with the with the compass thing, you know. I just feel like it's just whatever. At this point, my explanation is, yeah, it's just the knife he had. There was nothing special about this. Okay, thing. okay, because I mean, the knife that kills Jacob isn't this knife. It's just an ordinary knife that Locke has been, and similar to this, you know. Yeah. I mean, he doesn't tell Ben any any of this any of this story, but. Uh, I guess, you know, at that point, um, he really thinks Ben's going to do it. He doesn't feel the need to tell him this stuff about Well, you know what's funny is 
he yeah, he didn't tell Ben the uh, don't let him say a word thing. Yeah, he let Jacob talk, in fact. Yeah, I wonder if he, because he knew, like, <laughs> Jacob would say something to piss off Ben. <laughs> in fact, I want him to try to convince you, because he's going to piss you off. <laughs> yeah, okay, so maybe that's the idea. Or, you know, I mean, the way he said, even if he told that to Ben and Ben listened and killed Jacob before he said anything, he gets him dead either way, I guess, but... Right. Right. Um, but, they, you know, they, they, I don't want to use that all the time anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it would be a bit much. Um. Oh, you know what? But, by the way, he did He did say, you know, it, it was different with Ben because he didn't have to... It wasn't about convincing him to do it. That's true. Ben was already going to do it, so he just told him to do it. Yeah. 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 Why wouldn't you want to kill Jacob? Yeah. (sighs) Yeah. Yeah. Also, like, it would have been weird at the time, since we didn't know who Locke was, it would have been weird if Locke all of a sudden comes out with this story about don't let him talk to you and... Here's yeah. this knife. Oh, yeah, exactly. If he speaks, it'll be too. It'll be like, what the fuck are you talking about, Locke? Hey, that's not Locke. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was already suspicious enough, but mm-hmm. having these like sp- this like ritual would have, I think, would have been. So maybe that's also, you know, or maybe they hadn't even thought of the, this idea yet. I don't know. There's a lot of reasons. There's so many. How many? How many more can we come up with? <laughs> let's, try to, let's try to reach a hundred. Deleted scenes. Deleted scenes. <laughs> Dream. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Um, so he tells, he says, my wife is a Bella. She was running from you. <laughs> you know, after 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 the man in black agreed that the black smoke monster has her, mm-hmm. he says, no, 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 she was running from him. I saw him take her, but I couldn't do anything to stop it. Mm-hmm. I'm only a cloud of smoke. Um, and then he says, but if you are the black smoke, dot, 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 and then, okay, and so then he, he, he changed the topics to the fact that the devil betrayed him, and he took my body, my humanity, yeah. he says, he's not the one Richard needs to worry about. Yes, yeah, so all this stuff is just lies and deceit, okay. Well, he's just... He's just Make it, I mean, maybe the, you know, he claims he lost something. But you know what? I don't even know if I'd buy that because, he, you know, he told Saeed, you know, I just want to go home. Or who, was, it, was it Saeed he told that to? He's told a few people that. I'm yeah, not sure. That. But, yeah, he yeah. But now, it's, now he's upset because the devil betrayed him. It's weird to say the devil betrayed me. Like that's like you're not like that's a surprise. <laughs> yeah. 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 Like you know the, the devil. devil didn't keep his promise. Yeah. Oh, that guy should go to hell. Oh wait a minute. <laughs> wait a minute. You might like it there. Yeah. Like this whole scenario is just insane. Like it is. It is really, really, really insane. <laughs> for for yeah. Richard to take this seriously, like he. <laughs> Like if I were this would just blow my mind. Like, yeah. Like I'm in hell. My wife is here too for no apparent reason, and mm-hmm. the devil took her. And here's this other guy who the devil betrayed, and <laughs> <laughs> and he wants me to kill the devil to get my wife. Like, 
what? Yeah. It's like it's like some of what I thought was true is true, but like I I don't think I would have envisioned anything like this. Yeah. I think Bill Maher would blame his his gullibleness on religion. <laughs> That's all I'll say on the matter. <laughs> I guess so, but it's not even totally... I don't think it's in line totally with what his religious belief should be. No, but I think that's what fuels the, the, the belief. Yeah. That any of it's real, you know. Yeah. No, I agree. I agree, but I feel like he should be more skeptical when it conflicts with what his belief should be. Oh, okay. You, wait, you think... <laughs> You think you think religious people should be skeptical and like, things that co- contradict yes. religion? Okay, okay. I do. Well, you, should, you should tell them that. Well, all right, maybe I should. I, I don't know. I okay. No, that okay. I mean, I do think that's that's the idea. Yeah. But yeah, it's just it's just okay. The devil made you a smoke monster, and you tried to stop him, and. You know, it was like we all agreed that it was that it was the smoke that did things, and and now mm-hmm. it's not. It's it's this other I guy. I feel like one of the explanations needs to be there's two smoke monsters. Yeah. You know, Jacob Jacob looks like smoke too. Like I feel yeah. like that's what they were trying to tell us with some of this. You know, it's but... weird because Man in Black has no reason to to say he's smoky. Why would he admit that? I feel like I feel like he admits it because. He's trying to be honest somehow. Yeah, that's what it seems like. He he's just a straightforward guy. He's, yeah, he's honest. Lying. Yeah, and he's yeah, lying. he lies a lot. <laughs> it's, it's it's frustrating. Like why Oh, uh, this that's the thing. He has to he has to see he didn't have to tell well, I guess he kinda of did. I was gonna say he didn't have to tell Richard that he that that the man in black is the smoke monster, but he did have to tell Richard that Jacob isn't the smoke monster because Richard's lying. How can I kill him? He's black smoke. Oh. So, Rich, so the man in black is like, no, no, no. He's not black smoke, but he he goes another little step and says, I am. Oh, okay. Which I think kind of ruined. That's where it goes downhill because it's like he's got him. He's got your wife, and he's the black, but he's not the black smoke monster. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's weird because by saying by saying I am. He's acknowledging that the smoke monster can take human form. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, maybe it's a bit much, but he could just say he doesn't always look like that. He can take human form. That's what you need to stab. Yeah, and I, and I, I thought, the, yeah, I, that's the same thing. I was thinking he was going to say something like, by the time you see him, he'll look like a, a normal man. Yeah, or something like that. Exactly. And uh, but I think, you know, maybe they didn't want us to think that about Jacob, so they steered clear of that. Yeah. Part of me also thinks that they just wanted to they do, they just wanted to make clear that the man in black is smoky just to like Oh, that yeah, 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 that's another thing too, yeah. Put put to rest like theories that the man in black wasn't really smoky at this point. They're separate entities. Mm-hmm. Maybe Jacob was smoke, you know, some kind of crazy theories like that. Like, you know, yeah. this does put that to rest and if they had, didn't have that line, we would never know that yeah that's true you know so it might just be partially writing pragmatism Mm -hmm. um uh you killed the officers on the ship i'm not the one you need to worry about (laughs) (laughs) i was before when you were killing the officers on the ship (laughs) 
Yeah, it's he doesn't deny it, but he just mm-hmm. sort of dodges the issue altogether. It's Yeah. <laughs> like I feel like he I feel like his response now is I gave him a choice. You know, they 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 could have whatever and I you know, mm-hmm. and then I wouldn't have killed them. But he doesn't sometimes. That's why Smokey is just all over the place. Like Yeah. Sometimes he'll just kill everyone in sight. And sometimes they'll give him a choice, and sometimes they'll scan you, and it's just not clear if he's following any kind of pattern. Yeah, that's weird. Listen, you and I can talk all day long <laughs> about what's right or wrong. I love this. <laughs> Nevertheless, you guys still have the same question. It's like, yeah, that's right. It's the question's the same, but I might have a different answer depending on how much longer we talk about right and wrong. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. I, I, I might realize, hey, this isn't wrong, you know, in my opinion. So. Right. Yeah, exactly. Um, oh, and I also want to throw out that the what's dangling in front of Richard here is seeing his wife again. And that does seem very reminiscent of, you know, what what uh, what Locke works out with Saeed. Mm-hmm. You know, where he tells him he can give him anything he wants. And, you know, Saeed uh, suggests, implies, you know, that, that what he wants is Nadia. And, you know, he basically implies that he can let, you know, let Saeed see him again. He doesn't suggest that, like, the people at the temple have her or something. I guess he probably wouldn't buy that. Yeah. But, but um, still, there's some there's some similarity there. Like, and it really makes me think that that's not true, that he he's not going to be able to give Saeed that. Well, yeah, and I think, I think since we know that Isabella is smoky, he, he wasn't going to be able to give it to Richard either. Like, it's like, you know. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like based on this, like I didn't really understand. I didn't really know what Smokey's limits were. Not that I do now, but I feel like from this, it's clear that he's he's not going to be able to, you know, br- you know, give give Richard Isabella back again. Like he's just using it as a ruse to get Richard to do what he wants. Yeah, I mean, it depends. I mean, to me, the difference is uh, Locke is trying to leave the island with Saeed. Mm-hmm. Here, he doesn't look like he's trying to leave the island with Richard. Well, uh, I'm assuming his plan would be the same. Like, if Richard succeeded, I'm assuming he would still want to leave the island. Uh, yeah, I would. Th- yeah, but that doesn't mean to take Richard with him. Yeah, maybe not. And so that's because, you know, my whole thing is the whatever people get from Smokey is like the flash sideways has to do with that. Oh, okay. See, I, so, yeah, I don't think that's connected to Smokey anymore. Like, based on this, I'm thinking that that uh you know Smokey is telling that to people um but but the, he he doesn't he's he doesn't have the ability to give them another universe yeah well he's yeah it's it, i want to believe him cuz he he tries to be honest and you know he seem you know and Jacob does the same thing about you know uh, you know he asks Richard the same thing like what do you want you know, mm-hmm. and uh, and he does say he does sort of say what his limitations are. Right. He doesn't uh, say anything you want, which is what which is what um, Smokey yeah. said. Yeah. Um. I don't know. Somehow I want to believe him. Uh, sometimes I want to believe he would. He's he's able to do it. 
My current theory about the sideways thing is that it's connected to detonating the hydrogen bomb. And mm-hmm. it's really not – it doesn't really have anything to do with Smokey, except, you know, to whatever extent he was involved with getting them, to, you know, on the plane and stuff. Mm-hmm. But he didn't create it. The The detonation did. Oh, I definitely think the detonation created it, Yeah. Oh, but I think I think I think somehow whoever leaves with him on the island, like like the leaving, like somehow leaving on the island is connected to is connected to the 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 the, the, the other timeline. Oh, okay, okay, yeah, yeah. I find it I find it very hard to imagine Smokey just walking around in the real world. Um, not that the sideways timeline isn't real, but um, I can't really envision that happening. I I I don't really know what I think he he means by going home. Like, since it's clear, okay, well, at least from this, you know, I mean, we know he's been there since 1867 at the, you know, latest, and and he says he's been there for a long time before that. Could be a lie, mm-hmm. I guess, but we know he's there then. Um, so wherever home for him is, it's got to be, you know, pretty old. Yeah. You know, it really shouldn't be there anymore. Yeah. You know, in whatever form he left it. So, and he should know that. I mean, he should know. Yeah, that's been... the thing. I feel like he should know. I, like I said before, I feel like he just wants to go to whatever is there to where his home was. Like, I feel like he should at least know he can't have his home back. It doesn't mean you don't want to go see what happened to the place you used to call home. Mm-hmm. You know? That just would mean, you know, you'd get there, then you'd do whatever, and then, you'd, you know, you'd have to do something else. Like I see. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Oh, no, they built a Walmart here. <laughs> what's what's Walmart? Lost. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that'd be great. <laughs> Man in black becomes a he becomes a greeter at Walmart. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Wow. Are you ready for the next scene? I think so, yes. All right. Richard heads out and arrives at the statue. He takes up the dagger and approaches. But a quick fist from nowhere knocks Richard to the ground. Uh, A few more punches, and then a man disarms Richard. The man is Jacob. Jacob asks where Richard got the dagger. Richard tells him, uh, asks him where his wife is, a question that perplexes Jacob uh, after Richard admits his wife is dead. Jacob asks if Richard has met a man in the jungle, a man in black. And he asks what he was told. Jacob tells Richard what he saw was not his wife and that he isn't dead. Richard is convinced he's dead, but after Jacob makes him play a couple of rounds of bobbing for your life in the ocean, Richard uh, is convinced he's not dead. Jacob uh, then returns uh, returns Richard to the shore, asks his name, and then says they need to talk. They find out his name is Ricardo, of course. Right. 
Which begs the question, where did Ricard S. come from? It does. Um, Which I guess that's just supposed to be because they used to all talk in Latin. Yeah. Yeah, that's his Latin name. Yeah. Then the others would just learn their Latin and yeah. giggle and talk to each other. What are they doing? <laughs> <laughs> I like that they're Latin. giggling. Yeah, it just seems like, yeah, we know Latin. Yeah, you're right. There doesn't seem to be any point. I guess, okay, no, here's my theory. <laughs> the point of the Latin, I'm going to say, is the way we saw it used. Just as yeah, a, oh, there's a point. It's still, you know, whatever. Okay. Yeah, yeah, there's a point. That's fine. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, and my theory on the Latin, this is really a stretch. Besides, I mean, obviously, just for pragmatic reasons, it's like a code language to use, basically. Um, mm-hmm. When they're captured, like, that's that's how it came up originally. Um, uh, but somehow I want to say it comes from Jacob. Uh, uh, I'm, take, I'm taking the cue that he, uh, you know, he had that Greek tapestry in his... Uh, in his little uh, abode in the in the uh, statue, mm-hmm. so I'm assuming that he's uh, he's a fan of the classical era, and uh, and so uh, you know he had him learn Latin. Yeah, but why? He's he's totally disconnected from them. It's it's like he his whole thing is, you know, it'd be different if like he he knew Latin or something, or he was going to be speaking with them or. It's just, I mean, I believe your point, but it just seems like, in terms of what we know about Jacob, it seems really pointless still. It just seems like, I mean, it seems like, okay, he told them to do Latin, but it's like, it has no effect on him, and it's just totally random choice for them. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I mean, it could have been anything. I, I really am just assuming it was his personal taste. Yeah. I would assume, you know, I, I, you know, I, I want to assume he probably speaks loud. I, you know, something like he's just that old or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They they show him uh, they show him speaking Russian to Alana, uh, and they show him speaking Korean to Sun and Jin. I get the impression that you know he just knows a lot of languages. Yeah, which I wonder why. For whatever reason, yeah. I mean. You know, maybe only because he's been bringing people to the island for a long time, and he's but he, what? He, and you're saying he talks to them? Come well, on. that doesn't really make any sense, does it? No, it doesn't. He uh, he. Uh, Keep going. Take two. Okay, take two. He uh, <laughs> I don't know. He watches them or something, or maybe he he steals their books <laughs> and he reads them because that's how you learn languages. Exactly. If you want to learn another language? Get a book written in that language. It doesn't matter what book it is. If you read it enough times. Yep, yep. Read enough times, you'll you'll be a master. Um, Okay, so I'm avoiding the big thing I wanted to say about this scene. This was a really shocking scene for me. Um, Jacob kicks Richard's ass. Mm -hmm. I couldn't believe this. We've never seen Jacob like this. Yeah. He's impulsive. He's emotional. He's... he's, uh, you know, violence. I, I, I was really, uh, really taken aback by, by Jacob's demeanor in this uh, scene. Mm. You know, it's like, it's really not like the Jacob I thought I knew. Um, it's interesting. I kind of like that there's cracks in the Jacob Zen. Mm-hmm. You know, to me, it makes him more compelling as a character. Uh, it's kind of, it's hard to really, 
it's hard to really have any have any feelings one way or the other for a character who's just kind of always you know at this like middle level of yeah uh you know it's it, everything is just sort of is just sort of uh uh you know pitched at one at one tone yeah basically you know um like I sort of like that he isn't always like that um but still really shocking like I it makes me wonder you know when when he became the Jacob that he is now you know I didn't really it didn't really dawn on me that he was being dramatically different than we've seen him before uh and it really was because of the context of the scene of having this guy coming to kill him mhm i just he just kind of did what i i just wasn't i really wasn't surprised i was like oh he's just doing what I guess I would expect him to do, which is basically defend himself, figure out why he this guy was sent there, and and that's pretty much what he does, uh, you know. And then he then he you know snaps the guy out of the delusion that he's that he's that he's dead by you know going to going to attempt to drown him and all that. Um, it didn't yeah it didn't really stand out that that he was being totally different than he is. Uh, to me, it just it just made him seem like a normal guy. Yeah. No, it's it, he's behaving like a normal guy, but I never thought of Jacob as a normal guy. Yeah, you I know? just had that in my head that that that, that yeah, that, but that's the conceit they keep telling us that these people are just supposed to be normal. You know, like there are there they Jacob and Smokey were just normal guys, right? You know, and we know Smokey has issues with his body, mm-hmm. but but Jacob is still just like a human, right? Yeah. Right, but you know he hasn't. I mean, they haven't. Sh- so contrast this with when Ben goes to kill him. Does he kick Ben's ass? Does he disarm him? No. Well, but he, he knows, just but stands that, there. It's a different. It's a totally different situation. Like Locke is there. He knows exactly why Ben is there. He it, like it was a you know it was a totally different situation. This was like the first time the loophole was used. Yes. And he had no idea what was going on. So, yeah, different situation. So, okay, here's another question. Why say you finally found your loophole if he already found it in 1867? When did he, when did he say that? When, when Ben and Locke first walk in. I see you finally found your loophole. Yeah. Well, you know, I think we took that to mean loophole in terms of killing Jacob, and now I feel like that must mean loophole in terms of your body or something. Like maybe he's talking about the fact that he's in Locke's body. Okay. Okay. The loophole for you know, there's a you know the whole loophole for getting off the island and you need a body or something. I don't know. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Just, or you know, or just of course, you know, just bad writing that you know. We saw that scene first, so he says that. And... It was just that the, I mean, the dialogue connected killing Jacob with the loophole. Yeah. You know, you you know how much I want to kill you. One of these days, I'm going to find a loophole. I'll be here well, when you again, do. Well, but again, it just seems like there's two parts to getting off the island, and it's it's killing Jacob, but also right. probably needing a body. But he didn't even reference getting off the island in that scene. He yeah, just, yeah, yeah, yeah. He just talked about killing Jacob, and Jacob says, you know, I'll be here when you do. And if it's not even connected with Jacob, well, the loophole. Well, why does he want to kill him if he doesn't want to get off the island? 
Well, yeah, I mean, well, we, didn't, we really didn't know that at the time. I mean, we didn't know what his motive was at all. Yeah, but we know it now. Right. I mean, that is why he wants to kill him. I agree. It's, it's just that it doesn't they, – they didn't make the connection between the loophole and getting off but the island. But what I'm saying is, in that, at that time, we only knew part of the information, so that's how we looked at the scene. But now that we know more information, doesn't that change how we look at the scene? Yes. So doesn't doesn't that answer your question then? No, I mean I mean yeah, I mean it's it's an answer. It's an answer. I just I just feel like I feel like Okay, so there's two possibilities, you know, the the way they wrote it it really sounds to me like the loophole refers to killing Jacob. Mm-hmm. Um I mean, I think, you know, it's it's pretty strongly skewed that way. Um now they can come back and say no, it was really about him leaving the island. But um you know, I don't know. I feel like that's, I feel like that's, uh, you know, that that's kind of. But okay, I I agree with you just as, on that point. But still, the reason to kill Jacob is to get off the island. So even if the loophole yeah. is is killing Jacob, the reason to do it, the reason for the loophole is, is to get off the island. Right. Okay. Right. But what I'm saying is, I feel like he needed a loophole to be able to kill Jacob. Yeah, he needed someone else to do it, yeah. And I think that's the loophole, is getting someone else to do it. Okay, okay. So then, then just the problem is you finally found your loophole 130 years ago. What do you, wait, what do you mean? So the, the line where Jacob says, I see you finally found your loophole, he, he, he means like, and actually, according to the story, since that was the Black Rock, he found his loophole, like, I don't know, a few days after he talked about it. Yeah. Which, so having which Jacob I, say that is really, it really doesn't make any sense unless, yeah. unless there's something more to it than having someone else do it. Which, which I think the something more else is leaving the island. That's, the other, that's the other component of his major goal, so, and which, which, again, I think he, when he sees Locke, he says, I see you find your loophole. I feel like he, if this whole thing about his body is true, uh, you know, and they've, they've talked about that several times, I feel like that, that he could definitely be referencing that, like, too, of, like, you know, and it's just, it's just you know, encumbered with all the other stuff that's going on, but that's what he's talking about. Okay, okay. You know? okay. But, again, I think, I think we saw that scene first, so he's going to say that, you know. Yeah, no, I understand. It's it is a thing that happens. It's it's just I don't know. Somehow somehow I want I want more, but but yeah, I mean, you know, maybe that's because all there here's is. the thing. Here's the thing. He does say. Um, oh, I was gonna throw in the the whole uh, replacement thing too. Of like, even if he kills Jacob, you know, the, someone's gonna replace him and all that stuff too. Mm-hmm. So I think that goes along with his plan too. Right, right. Okay. So, but my other question is still, why? Why did he let Ben kill him? Why not? You know, kick his ass. I have no idea. You have to ask Jacob. <laughs> I don't know why he. I mean, I guess he figured someone else was going to take his place, or I don't know. I don't know why he let him. I have no idea. Okay. So at the, at this stage. I mean, he he does he does have the idea that 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 the man in black wants to kill him, 
but he doesn't know what Richard is doing here. He doesn't really understand. He hasn't put it together that maybe the man in black put him up to this. He doesn't put it together until Richard continues to talk to him. So initially, he's just fighting off some guy that seems to be coming to kill him. Mm-hmm. For a reason he knows not why. Exactly. Okay. So, but when Ben and Ben and Locke show up, he immediately knows what's going on. Yeah. And he's he's ready for it. I guess he. I guess maybe that's what their coming was about. Maybe he knows that, you know, the candidates are in place and it's going to be okay if he dies. Yeah. Still, what their coming supposed to be? Well, well, I mean, yeah. What What do you think their coming is? I don't know. I don't. Their coming means the candidates are coming. Coming where? Well, some of them were coming back from 1977. Yeah, and then the others. And the others are just hanging around. They're coming. <laughs> they're coming. You know. <laughs> In the royal sense. Yeah. In the royal sense. Um, they won't have to come very far because they're right outside. Yeah, I don't know, man. I they're coming, so I don't know. Maybe, but yeah, that's put it on the list of reasons, sure. Yeah, I mean, I just, that's yeah. something he could be referring to. Yeah, yeah, I, I'll buy it. I'll buy it. Um, uh, but the thing is, like, it just seems like Jacob can defend himself if he wants, you know, mm-hmm. and so it's like. You know, and I think I think he could overpower Ben if he wanted to. I just I don't see I don't see why let himself die. Like there doesn't seem to be any particular reason to do that, unless there was something compelling him not to. You know, like some like I want the loop pal to somehow explain why he let himself die. I guess is what I'm saying. Mm. You know. Well, we all want a lot of things that we'll never get. <laughs> Yeah, I don't, I don't, I, it seems like, I mean, hey, we, we were lucky enough to get Miles to tell us what was on Jacob's last thought, and he says, he says, uh, he did care about dying, but he was just hoping he was wrong about Ben. I, I felt like it was, it was a test of Ben, like he, like he had to risk his life to test Ben in this final test. And it just it just happens that if Ben fails, then that mm-hmm. means Jacob has to die. And somehow, with I guess I guess you know with Jacob's convictions that that you know with his whole ideology about what he's doing there, he has to follow through with that, even if that means he's going to die. Okay, that's that's the best I can give you, buddy. <laughs> okay, okay, all right. Um. Yeah, it just it just seems like it just seems like Jacob over the years has you know, and I guess with the Alana thing, it seems like the candidates issue is is coming to a head and it just seems yeah. like Jacob is even planning for this. Like he's he's expecting that he's gonna need to be replaced soon. Yeah. You know? I I, I don't really understand that, but it you know it seems like he's preparing for that in you know very recently so and and i just it also seems like it also seems like he you know he's he's just taken um i i guess maybe the point is he just when we see him he he knows what's going on he's not being 
he's not being thrust into a situation that, you know, that, that he doesn't understand and that he's just reacting to emotionally. So maybe that's... Yeah, yeah. Maybe that's, that's why I feel like... Yeah, that's why I feel like this scene was just... He was just... Yeah, like you said, like he had no idea what was going on. There's just some guy who's got a dagger near this place no one's supposed to know someone else is, you know. Uh, and yeah, he just basically subdues him and says, what are you doing here? And then he immediately realizes, okay, well, you know, a man in black sent you, so, you know. Right. He, he gets hit pretty quick. Right, right. It's just I don't know the the very the very calm demeanor that he's had, and you know every other scene we've seen him in um, made this shocking to me. Well, and I will say those are all scenes where he's in control. <laughs> it's true. It's true. And as soon as he's back in control, he's calm again. I guess that's the point. Stuff. We've just never seen Jacob out of control. Yeah. And so that that's what was shocking to me. Yeah. You know, I'm expecting Jacob to, like, be sitting on a rock expecting Richard, you know, mm-hmm. and he's not. He's like, who are you? What are you doing? I don't, you know, I have no idea what's going on here. Yeah. And it's just such a contrast to how I'm used to Jacob being. You know, he's just been told, like, a few mornings ago that that, that Man in Black wants to kill him. And, you know, I just, I'm assuming he's already expecting this, but he's not, clearly. <laughs> yeah. Should have been. <laughs> Should have been, I agree, but yeah, okay. Um oh Jacob also says that wasn't your wife. Uh yeah. So uh so I, I took that as a further uh you know evidence. Like Jacob seems to have some idea of what that was. Mm-hmm. You know, like I feel like he knows it's weird that he apparently bestowed this power on Smokey. It seems like a side effect of his power, uh, of his punishment or something. Like, I'm going to banish you from physical form, but then somehow he didn't seem to know or realize that this, the consequence that now Smokey can pretend to be other people. Mm-hmm. Oh, so you think he didn't intend for that to happen? I don't know. I'm just saying. It seems like, it seems like it's, I mean... It, uh, why would he plan for that to happen? Why would well, he seems like a benefit for that would be my know, question if it were yeah, true. I feel like if anything, it was it was. I would hope it would be just some sort of side effect or some some adaptation or something. Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Um, yeah. Um, I just can't believe how evil this guy is. I just I cannot wait to find out what he did to just be evil. And, you know what I mean? I just can't wait to see what they say. He he he's so you know. Honestly, I feel like it's gonna be like he killed his wife or something. You know, like it's just gonna be like you know some accident, and he's just the most horrible person ever. I just mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know. I just can't imagine what, you know, did he, how is he so evil? I just don't, I just don't understand what could he have done. Because it seems like more about what he has done than who he is. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, he he obviously still kills people all the time. Right, right. Yeah. Um, and I guess, is that all it takes to make you evil, I guess? Killing people? <laughs> just killing people all the time. Yeah. It's, you know, it's a step in the right direction. Uh, yeah, I guess so. I guess so. <laughs> it's a start, you know. But I feel like he, he you know, killing he, he was killing people on the island, but that's not why he's evil, because obviously, like, right. he was, it would have been something before that. He should have been evil before that, yeah. Yeah. 
I agree. I agree. There's also there's also a lot of what do I want to say? There, there, maybe I'll say it after the next scene. All right, let me go to the next scene then. Yeah. Uh, later, Richard asks, "What's inside the temple?" Jacob says, "No one enters without his permission," and denies that he's the devil. Jacob introduces himself and claims responsibility for bringing the Black Rock to the island. Richard asks why. Jacob tells him that the island is like a court, keeping an evil, rich, full-bodied darkness where it belongs. Loki <laughs> believes that everyone is corruptible because they are inherently sinners. Jacob brings people to the island to prove him wrong. Their pasts don't matter. I'm sorry, their pasts don't matter once they get to the island. But everyone so far is dead. <laughs> uh, Their paths really don't matter then. <laughs> because it's all meaning and it's all meaningless that Jacob has to tell them what to do. Jacob wonders why he should have to step in. Richard says Smokey will if Jacob won't. Oh <laughs> Oops, didn't think of that one. <laughs> Uh, Jacob offers Smokey. I'm sorry, Jacob offers Richard a chance to be an intermediate, an advisor between Jacob and the people that come to the island, in exchange for whatever he wants, except bringing back his wife or absolving him of his sins. Richard then says he never wants to die, to live forever. Done. Jacob touches Richard's shoulder. Boop. It's like, yeah, really, uh, I never want to die. Or, or no, I really want to. Oh, you already gave me that one. Oh, I wanted, I was gonna, I wanted a million dollars in gold. No. Yeah, actually. Touch me too soon. Uh, on on Geronimo Jack's beard this week, uh, Nestor Carbonell's on there, and uh, he he talks about this scene, and uh, he said the way he played this, it was like he he thought of the things he wanted first, which is you know he wants his wife back. He can't have that. Okay, absolve me of my sins so I don't go to hell. He can't have that. So then, like, he said the way he tried to play it was that just kind of offhand, he thinks, okay, well, I guess I don't want to die because then I'll go to hell. And he just sort of says it without thinking it through. Mm-hmm. And and then just gets the gift before, you know, before he before yeah. he's able to fully sort of commit to it. Yeah, exactly. Like that's yeah, and Jacob's like, oh, you want that? Here it is. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. It seems like Richard doesn't even know he got it. Like, it does. He doesn't. I mean, at a certain point, you know, he's gonna realize it, but yeah. But yeah, I don't uh, think Richard knows the significance of the touching. That 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 reminds me. We didn't talk about it. I meant to ask when Smokey touches Richard. Do you oh. think he was bringing him back to life, or do you think he just woke him up? I think he just woke him up. My theory on that is that they wanted the audience to think it was Jacob. So okay. That's why they focus on the touching. Mm-hmm. You know, because, like, I mean, at least the, you know, sort of more hardcore Lost fans know that Jacob touches people and that's significant, and they know that Jacob is the one responsible for what happened to Richard. So I think they were trying to trick the audience into thinking that this is Jacob you know, bringing so Richard back to life. Bringing him back makes him live forever. Yeah, exactly. I, I think that's why they focused on Oh, that. those crafty, crafty guys. But in reality, I think the man in black really is just waking him up. Okay, I'll buy that. That's that's my theory, at least. I, I don't really know, though. I mean, who knows what the man in black can do? It's, you know. 
It's not been clearly defined. Uh, so what did you have to say about this thing? Um, okay. So let's see, a few things. Um, uh, I don't think Jacob's a devil. I'm just going to go ahead and take that position. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh, this thing about no one comes inside unless I invite them in. I don't know. I don't know how seriously to take that. Um, you know, does are we supposed to infer that there's just an open invitation for the leader of the others or something? Uh, I mean, he never he never explicitly invited Locke and Ben in. I, I don't think there's any magic that's stopping anyone from entering. I think he's just giving the rule that la- that, that Richard later repeats. Okay. This is just this is just what this is just what he wants. This is what he wants. Yeah. It's just like it's just like uh, you know no one comes on my front lawn without getting shot. Yeah, exactly. Like it's it's not like some universal law that applies. It's just it's just what what he would prefer. Yeah. Okay. Okay, okay, okay. This isn't like one of the rules. Are you the devil? Man, that'd be such a hard question to ask. You know what I mean? Like, if you really were sitting with someone who you thought might be the devil, mm-hmm. man, talk about a lump in your throat. Because <laughs> you don't want them to say yes, but you do need to find out. Right. Yeah. Yeah, that's a tough one. I, uh... Yeah, yeah. And he pauses, too. Uh-huh. It'd be a scary pause. The longest pause ever. Yeah. Yeah. If Richard were a little more delicate, I think he could have uh, could have really uh, lost it during that pause. Um, uh, yeah, so, okay. So I don't think he's the devil... He takes credit for bringing the Black Rock to the island. We kind of already knew that. Um, mm-hmm. This is just something he does in general, as he explains in the following monologue. Um, also, so this monologue gives us the closest thing we have up till now for an explanation of what the island is. Mm-hmm. It's a cork that keeps in the, what did you call it? The dark and rich tasty evil <laughs> the full the full body darkness full body darkness thank you just a slightly slightly Quite, uh slight hint of, uh, of 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 something fruity smell yeah i hint of fruity smell we're winologists over here apparently um yeah so this uh i think this is Okay, so that but it seems to me like there's there's two issues that I'm having trouble. Yeah, I feel like he's wrong. Connecting. I didn't like his analogy very much. Um, so what, do, what are you having trouble connecting? I have I have trouble with a number of things, but so so I think his analogy. I mean, it's okay. I mean, okay. Ugh, can I get a sentence? Um, the the sentence. <laughs> thank you. Uh, wow. Zing. Uh, when he, uh, uh, what am I trying to say? Um, the, I'm okay with the analogy if it turns out to be true. I mean, it's, it's, you know, I, I think it is. I mean, I, I, I think there's a sense in which his analogy is true. Um, 
just thinking of, in some sense, the island as something that holds the holds evil in, and yeah, yeah, and and somehow you know Jacob is in charge of that, uh, mm-hmm. among other things. But but that that's one of the things that the island does, and I I I'm I think that's supposed to be true. Um, I'm not sure what that means. It's all very vague, but you know I I think uh, I'm 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 prepared to accept that. Yeah. Um, but then, then there's this other thing. Uh, so th- then he he talks. So he talks about the island as the core, keeping the evil where it belongs. I'm not sure if that means on the island or, you know, in general. You know, like is the evil on the island or is it just that? You know, the island is like a cork and the evil is like under the island, or you know what I mean, like. Like I'm not sure where yeah, the evil you know, is. Yeah, that's why I didn't. This is why I didn't like his analogy because <laughs> you can't figure out what's what in the analogy. That's why I don't like it. I see. Um, well, I know the cork is the island. Well, because he says that. Because so, he says that. But here's the thing. I feel like I thought he was going to say he's the cork. Oh. Because I feel like I feel like he is just as responsible for keeping the evil on the island is the island is. I feel like the island is the place. I feel like it should have been more like the island is the bottle that is encapsulating the the evil. Mm-hmm. But Jacob is what's keeping the evil from actually escaping. And Jacob's the cork. Jacob's the cork. That's what I thought the analogy should have been. I see. You know, especially considering that he breaks the he breaks the bottle later, and that would have been more like him breaking loose from the island. Oh, you're right. He should have popped the cork. He should have popped the cork. I wouldn't have looked as good, but... Nope. <laughs> you're yeah. right. The analogy they made made it look like the island was the bottle. Oh, yeah. Man. Yeah. Well, no, they, that, that's the analogy I think they should have made, was yeah. that the island is the bottle, and he's the cork, instead of the the, the bottle being nothing... And the cork being what you know, right? What's keeping it in? Right. I mean, what I mean is like having Man of Black break the bottle makes it seem like it's the bottle that's preventing the evil from getting. Oh out. yeah, 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 totally. You know what I mean? Because the cork like doesn't matter once you break the, cork the bottle. Doesn't matter once you break the bottle. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so, which is kind of which, which again, with with my version of the analogy, that would have been the loophole, right? Mm-hmm. Bypassing the cork. Okay. Sort of, okay. You know, sort of, but. I see. I see. Um, but yeah, it's uh, so I didn't. Really, I didn't really like his analogy of of, of how that all works because I think it's it's just too. It's I like that they're trying to be simple with us, but I think it's, it they just have also made it somewhat quite clear <laughs> that there's two issues with them leaving the island. You know. I see. I see. Uh, there, there is also like I feel like there's the idea of the island and. Sometimes that seems to mean Jacob, and sometimes that seems to mean Smokey, and possibly other times it's really the island itself somehow. Um, yeah. So I guess I'm wanting to say, like, you know, maybe we can think of Jacob as a personification of the island. Uh-huh. So so that he really would be the cork. Even though that's not yeah, what but, he said. But wasn't he, wasn't he a normal person? I mean, if Jack becomes... You know the the leader. If Jack becomes Jacob, then it's like, well, Jack was a person that that's not the island. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not it's not the personification of the island in the in the literal sense. True. Like, you know. Yeah. 
Yeah. But but in some sense he is the he is the island's caretaker or something. Yeah. You know. So so he's not literally the personification of the island, but at the same time, like in some sense, what the island wants is what Jacob wants. Mm-hmm. You know, so that that that's sort of what I mean. Like his the Jacob's interests and the island's interests are basically the same. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, so so that's you know that's the best I could do to try to like rehabilitate the analogy. Yeah. Like, because I, I I sort of like it, and I agree. It's sort of like it's kind of like what they did with the record skipping to explain the time travel. Mm-hmm. And it's and it also reminds me of what they did with the swan hatch and the the energy. You know, the swan hatch was basically the cork. You know, yeah. keeping in the the energy from from being released. You know, and I, yeah. I wonder if that has any connection with this. Like, was the swan hatch I containing so. evil as well? No, I mean, I hope that they're saying something like whatever in it, whatever Smokey is is, is connected to that energy. Like yeah. what they were detecting was him or something, uh, something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to say I want to say that the point of some of that stuff was to tell us that there is, although this stuff is kind of crazy and outrageous, you know, there is a sense in which it's scientifically detectable. Mm-hmm. You know, like I feel like Dharma really serves to to tell us that, if nothing else. Yeah. You know, you, if you study the But there's island, other pockets. There's other pockets, other places. Oh, God. So, you know, what that means. I don't want those other pockets to go away. <laughs> I don't like to think about those other pockets. There's the man with 25 pockets. On <laughs> True. Show me, show me things a man with a lot of pockets would say. <laughs> Yeah, survey says a lot. Uh, uh, I, yeah, I I actually okay. Just just as a personal note, I am actually a big fan of pockets. Um, yeah. Uh, but uh, uh, on the show, I'm not sure what what to do with it because I really I really feel like the point of the show should be the island is uniquely special, and I it just bothers me. <laughs> you know, it bothers me that ah, you know, it's it's just one of many. Mm-hmm. Places like this, like I, places I, that are less special. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. At the very least, those places should be less special. Yeah. Uh, and also, like that's season two stuff. Yeah, it's old. You know, I don't know. What, I don't know what they have to do with that. But anyway, let's let's talk about um, this whole thing here. Um, Oh yeah, I got more on this. That was only yeah, like yeah, yeah. Oh no, that was just the first part. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to I'm trying to remember the first thing I was gonna say about. Uh, I think I was gonna say about the first part. Oh, you wanted to say something about the. Oh, so he says, okay, here it is, the wine swirling around the bottle, unable to get out because if it did, it would spread. So he seems to think like somehow Smokey's gonna go corrupt the world. Mm-hmm. You know, which is which parallels the whole Dharma thing of if the button is impressed, it's gonna destroy the world. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, Absolutely. So okay, so then oh what? Oh sorry, go ahead, please. No, I was gonna go to the next part. Oh, damn. Okay. Um, I mean, not the next scene, but just the next part of his discussion here. Right. Right. See, and I'm I'm having trouble connecting the two parts, so that's why I'm sort of. 
splitting up my thoughts. Because uh, I, I wanted to say something about that, the idea of the evil escaping. And, like, what, is, what does he say about it? Um, uh, oh, it's spreading. Mm-hmm. Spreading. So when he talks about the evil, is he talking about Smokey? Or is he talking about some more general phenomenon, and Smokey is just an instance of it? Uh, Question one. He's got to be talking about Smokey, right? Maybe. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. Um, like, I'm not sure. I'm not sure if Smokey... Well, here, let's follow the logic. Because it, it, with, the, with the logic, let's see. Okay, so Richard says this place is hell. The, the island is hell. Mm-hmm. And Jacob says, think of the wine is what you keep calling hell, which is the island. Right. Which is the place. And so Jacob says there's other names for it, too. So he, he is saying that the island is evil. <laughs> That's what he kind of seems to be saying. No, no, no. He's. I don't think he's saying. He's saying. Think of the wine as hell. Richard. Richard is saying the island is hell. Oh, that's right. That's right. That's right. Yeah. So I don't. Yeah, think yeah, he, yeah, yeah. But that's what he. Okay, but but he's saying think of the wine as hell, and Richard thinks of the island as hell. Right, but Jacob. I don't think Jacob's saying the island is hell. I think Jacob's saying instead think of the wine as hell. Oh, okay. So it would be bad to connect that to what Richard thinks hell is. Yeah. Oh, okay. I see. I see. So he's not. Oh, okay. Okay. That makes more sense. Yeah. Just confused myself. So he's saying, okay, the wine is evil. The wine is what's evil. Yeah. I I, I thought this first sentence was a little strange too because he says, think of the wine as what you keep calling hell. There are other names for it too: malevolence, evil, darkness. Mm-hmm. I like. I guess for me. You know, I don't know. Maybe I'm biased. For me, hell is not a quality. Yeah. It's a place. It's a location. You know, it's a yeah. it's a realm. You know, it has those qualities. It's something that possesses those qualities, but it, it is not a quality. So yeah. I I found that very I found that a very odd phrase to to say. Um, but okay. Anyway. Um. Yeah. The point is, the wine is the wine is hell, evil, malevolence, and darkness. Yeah. The wine is bad. The cork is good. So what? What were you going to say about it? Um, nothing. I, I think I get the first part. The first oh. part is making sense. Okay. Okay. Good. The whole analogy of the bottle. That's you were fine. just trying to make sense of the first part. Yeah. Okay. Because what was your question? Okay. What was my question? Yeah, didn't you? Weren't you confused about something? Oh, I have a question, but I haven't asked it yet. <laughs> oh, that's right. I was thinking about the future question that I. Yeah, I just had a flash forward. Sorry, it was. It, uh, I you was, just I flash was forward? I just flash forward. Yeah. Wow. I hope it was real. Yeah, it was uh, a lot better than the ABC TV show. Oh. Oh. Yikes. We're really gonna lose that ABC sponsorship now. Well. Do you think it matters on a Lost podcast? Oh, wait, it might. <laughs> Maybe I should cut this part out. Yeah, cut cut this part out. Those okay. ABC bastard executives don't need to hear this. That's right. Oh, wait, cut that part out, too. <laughs> okay. Don't forget now. I have nothing but respect for all the fine people who work at ABC. 
a subsidiary of Disney. Thank you, thank you, thank you. We don't want to lose our Disney sponsorship. That's right. Okay, so let's go to the next part because that's uh, so so we're we're fine on the first part, right? Okay, the wine we is evil. We got that far. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay, so then he says. So then we go to the next part, which is about why he brings people to the island. So he says the man. Oh, that's to- the next part. Yeah. Okay. I, so, so, so I just want to get clear on the rest of this. So, so the wine is the evil. It's swirling around in the bottle. It's not mm-hmm. clear what the bottle is. Like, I don't. I he never gives an analogy for the bottle. I think in his. I think well, in his explanation, the bottle doesn't really matter. It's just the the idea that the that the wine is otherwise trapped if it not if it were not for the cork. Okay. Okay. So he doesn't have an analogy for the bottle. The bottle just it just doesn't. Yeah, it doesn't matter. What the, the bottle, bottle doesn't is. represent Earth or something. No. Okay. It's not like evil swirling around Earth. No. Okay. Okay. And the island is the cork. Okay. All right. I'm ready. All right. And so, but then he says. The man in black believes that everyone is corruptible because it's in their very nature to sin. To sin, sorry. And he says that he brings people to the island to prove him wrong. I love that. I love that Jacob is just playing this game to make this philosophical point about the nature of humanity. And that's and honestly to me, this is the core of what Lost is, right? Absolutely. Like, didn't he just tell us like what the whole point of the show is? Yes. I yeah, like, I think this is this is the closest we have so far to an explanation for the show. Yeah. Absolutely. This is, a, uh, this is a big one. And what's weird is in season two, it was all about is pushing the button an experiment or not. <laughs> and it's like, whether or not that was an experiment, this whole thing is an experiment. Yes. <laughs> like Dharma thought they were the scientists, but like, no, nope, no, nope, they're just the subjects. Yeah, it makes that seem like a warm-up for this. Mm-hmm. Like them wondering if they were subjects of an experiment was kind of the right thing to wonder about. Yeah, exactly. They just had no idea on what level the experiment was being conducted. You know why? Because the person who was conducting the experiment didn't tell them. Right. You know? It's like a rat. Like It's, it's like if you could just tell the rat to run the maze and get the cheese, he'd do it. Mm-hmm. But he's not going to do it because he doesn't know what you want him to do. Right. You know? Right. What are you supposed to do? And then you shock him. You know, he gets shocked when he doesn't do it. And mm-hmm. it's like, well... I could tell you what to do, rap, but then you just listen to me. <laughs> <laughs> right. And what fun is that? Exactly. Exactly. Talking That's to rats fun. is not fun at all. No. That's Rid- Widmore. <laughs> <laughs> of course. <laughs> you would agree with that statement. Uh, yeah. Okay, so... so and then he says when they get here, their past don't matter. I don't even know why he says that. I think... It, oh, go ahead. I was going to say because it does seem to matter. Because your past is... That's who you are. It's what your past is. Mm-hmm. I think I, I want to take the, your past don't matter to just mean that... What what do I want it to mean? Just mm-hmm. for, for a Keep specific... Going. What? Keep going. For a specific example of your past doesn't matter, I feel like, you know, Kate uh, not having to be on the run from, from the police anymore. 
So he's saying you sort of you. But, like, but, but, okay, but that's like okay, but if you put Rose in that situation, or like, well, she got cured. So mm-hmm. does there so that that doesn't matter anymore? That she got cured, or that she had cancer. That she had cancer. Oh yeah, right, exactly, because she's cured now. Yeah, but what if she wasn't cured? Well, she was. But what if she wasn't? <laughs> I mean, maybe that's what Jacob does. Like, like is, uh, is is he just saying you get to start over? Is that what you're saying? I think so. Yeah, it's oh, like okay. it's like a blank slate. You get to wipe clean your past, basically. Oh, okay. But Not- I feel like I feel like yeah, I, I'll buy that explanation. I'll buy that interpretation of your pa- their past don't matter. But also at the same time, what happened to them before the island does matter. It's, it's, it's who they are, and it's like the choices they make off island come back to haunt them. <laughs> you know? Yeah, I, I mean, it's an exaggeration to say their past don't matter, period. I, I feel like he's trying to say they get a chance to start over, mm-hmm. you know, and learn from their past. Which isn't starting over. <laughs> Uh, all right. Yeah, I mean, you know, fresh start. And then they're all dead. It seems like he's, like, I want to know why they're dying. It seems like, because Jacob isn't stepping in to help, but it seems like, are they just dying because Smokey is killing them, or are they actually dying because they're failing his test? (laughs) It's a good question, yeah. Also, like, for me, um, it's really, you know, he, he... Okay, God, I have so much I want to say. Um, So it's like he he brings people to the island, but he doesn't want to step in because he feels like if he steps in, he's just telling them what to do, and he wants the point to, you know, to prove his point, he needs them to make the choices that he wants them to make without him telling them to. So, But the thing is, like, everyone he's brought to the island is dead. And, you know, if you look at what happened with the Black Rock, the most recent example of someone he brought to the island, you know, they got there. Five minutes later, mm-hmm. Whitfield is killing most of the people there, and then Smokey shows up and kills the rest of them. Yeah. And it's like, great work, Jacob. Like, what, what a waste of time. Like, you, you know, you, you bring yeah, people was... to the island, and, like, and, and you, you somehow expect that, they're 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 going to be able to fend for themselves or something, but there's this smoky guy out there who can just kill people, you know, mm-hmm. like like how does that you know how does that how is that worth doing? I honestly feel like he didn't factor that in. I I think he 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 kind of floors Jacob. It seems when when Richard says, "Well, if you don't step in, Smokey will." Yeah, he's not bound by this this like you know honor honorability contract or something like your honor doesn't allow you to do what it was. he doesn't give a shit he's gonna come in and you know so yeah it seems like Jacob didn't really plan for that and it also seems like he forgot about the Black Rock or something like what did he think was gonna happen when it got to the to the to the island exactly like how does he how does he expect that they're they're gonna be able to deal you know. It, <laughs> Like it's just it's asking a lot to just say, hey, mm-hmm. take care of yourselves, you know, particularly for the slaves who are chained up in the ship. Like, well, I think it's asking a lot to to have some people crash on an island with no hope of escape and ask them right. to make good moral choices. Right. 
for the you know when it's like you're you're faced with your own you know death almost every day right you know and that 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 makes so even if you were a moral person it would make you you know go to the edge if not cross the line right you know and I feel like you you know you got to take that to account right like I don't know. I I feel like we're supposed to see Whitfield as like making the wrong choices, you know, by killing all the slaves. But it's like the slaves were just stuck there. Like there was nothing that whatever choices they made didn't matter. Yeah. You know, they just got stabbed to death, and I don't see why that. I don't see why that's a good idea. Yeah. Like it just it doesn't help it doesn't help anybody to just bring people. Okay, and then the other question is. So are you saying are you thinking that Jacob just doesn't even realize that Smokey's been killing everyone he brings to the island? I'm kind of feeling like I don't know. I mean, I I'm getting the sense that like shouldn't he want to prevent Smokey from doing that? And we've seen Smokey attack a lot on the show. And there's never been a sense that that it, you know that Jacob is prevent prevents Smokey from killing people. You Here's know? a question I didn't think I had to ask. Okay. Does Jacob know about Smokey? <laughs> Does he you know, know what the smoke monster? You know, you really <laughs> shouldn't have to ask that question. Does Son need to to give him a little lesson about the history of the island? But now that you've asked it, it's like, well, wait a minute. Does he? Yeah. Is it possible that he's not aware that the man in black can turn into the smoke monster? <laughs> like he he made he made the man in black that way, but he didn't know that he gave him the ability to do that? Something like that. I don't know. I, I It's crazy. It's crazy. Yeah, I'm I'm very curious to see um what happened. Oh, by the way, I want I want to say real quick, off a little off topic, is that I think I, I have I wonder if we'll see if they'll wait to reveal the Man in Black's name because they're going to reveal it like on a tombstone or something or like oh. you know when when we see his name it'll be important. Oh, like the way they reveal the name is the thing, yeah. not yeah. like what the name is. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, they could do that. Uh, okay, so what were you saying? Oh, uh, I was saying, um, uh, I guess, okay, so we know we know from this conversation that the man in black does not, you know, doesn't believe that humans, you know, he believes humans are corrupt and they just kill each other and destroy things and they're a waste of time and... You know, we also see him, you know, killing a number of them, presumably because of his contempt for them, among other things. Well, he's corruptible himself, I guess, right? <laughs> he's corruptible himself, sure. He probably embraces that. So, so, but the thing is, like, Jacob knows he has that opinion. Jacob knows that he wants to kill Jacob, at least. Mm-hmm. He, so he knows he has murder in his heart or something, so, like, I, I don't see why Jacob wouldn't think that he might be a threat to the people Jacob brings to the island. Well, didn't he, even, didn't he tell him? Uh, God, am I making this up? Didn't he tell Jacob he would kill people who he brought to the island or something? <laughs> or am I making that up? I don't think he, I think, I don't think so. In, in what, at what point do you think he said that? When, when, the, when we first see the Black Rock coming to the island, doesn't, doesn't he make some, 
Isn't that what the whole progress thing? Oh, he says they come here and they fight, they kill each other. Yeah, right? yeah. Something like that. Yeah. They fight or something like that. Yeah, um, he he puts it all on them. Yeah. He doesn't take credit for any of the deaths. Yeah, I don't know if Jacob. I mean, I feel like Jacob has to know about Smokey. Um, I feel like he just has to. I do too. I do too. But technically, we don't have any in-show evidence that he does. Nope. Um. Uh. Okay. Oh, the closest thing I can come up with is he knew somebody was going to the temple. He knew Locke was. Yeah, he knew Locke was going to the temple. Who who was dangerous? You know. Yeah. Who might kill people there? So, so he seemed to understand at that point that Locke was a threat. Are we supposed to believe that Locke and or Smokey and Jacob have not seen each other since Jacob gave him that wine? <laughs> yeah, the way they play it, it kind of seems that way. When he says like something to pass the time, you know, mm-hmm. he tells him, and then he leaves, and it's like, yep. okay. And and he says sooner than you think, and sooner than yeah. you think is 130 years later. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what Jacob thought, but yeah, he was like, "Ooh, I was 137." <laughs> Not sooner than I thought. It definitely plays that way. But the weird thing is, like, I got the impression of Jacob and Man in Black as like these two characters who can't kill each other and. They just have these, like, conversations. Yeah, and it, to me it seems like they never talk to each other. They're just both stuck here. Jacob does his little thing of bringing to the people to the island. Smokey kills them, and they just don't talk to each other. Mm-hmm. And, in fact, Smokey doesn't even know where Jacob is, I think. Like, I don't think he's supposed to know about the temple, right? I mean, the statue? <sighs> Well, I mean, I know he, he knows at some point. He sends Richard to the statue, so... Yeah, he knows at some point. He he met Jacob there himself. Well, why can't Smokey just... So you tell me Smokey can't, like, go and, like, knock... Like, hit a part of the statue and knock some stuff and hit and make it smush Jacob or something? Like Apparently not. <laughs> I don't know why that's the case, but apparently not. So at what point do we need to talk about the candidates and why someone automatically replaces Jacob and who set who set that up? That's oh gosh, yeah, um, yeah, that's another issue. I don't know. Uh, I have no idea. He brings it up at the end, um, and so. Yeah, the question would be, like, when did that start? And, like, I actually feel like the people he brings to the island are not all necessarily candidates. Yeah, totally. You know, like, the candidates are somehow selected. Like, he, you know, he goes out in the world and finds them. Mm-hmm. You know, whereas it seems like the people he brings to the island, like Richard in this scene, I mean, he doesn't seem to have a clue who Richard is. Yeah. You know, like, he just brought the ship to the island just as part of his... So, like, it seems like there's his experimental subjects, and then there's the candidates. Yeah. God, really? There's two groups of Losties now? (laughs) Two groups of Losties. Wow. Yeah, it's it's I... I want to keep them the same somehow. I want to say, like... 
like he just refined his like he because it's weird because he doesn't because I think he tells Smokey you know someone will just take my place if you kill me right doesn't he mm-hmm. say that yeah but if no one's on the island who's gonna take his place that's what I would say. exactly exactly um, but yeah like if Richard that, had killed him in this scene no one would be there to take his place. Well, Richard would be, right? So, I get, no. but why would Richard take the place of yeah. Jacob if he's the one that exactly. kills him? No raisin. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I think, I think, uh, I want to keep it the same and just say, you know, he knew someone was going to replace him, and he just kept bringing people to the island for his experiments, but, but, uh, but in terms of, but he just decides at some point he wants to actually find you know, like, it wasn't working. Like, people kept dying too fast, or he couldn't figure out who amongst the people he brings to the island were good enough. Mm-hmm. And so, so then he, yeah, then he starts to go out and, and, and direct people to the island more more directly. Right. But I just, I mean, how did he even bring the Black Rock to the island? Well, it's completely <laughs> unclear. Yeah. And and how does he pick the ship? Like, mm-hmm. you know, do they just happen to be passing by? And he's like, ah, I'll have that one. And then he kind of drags them in. Or does he pre-plan, like, what they're doing? The other thing is, like, the Black Rock was over, you know, over on the other side, you know, it was in the Atlantic side of things. It was supposed mm-hmm. to be going to the New World, you know. So, yeah, they're taking a long way. So, <laughs> is that it? Oh man, wow, that's really the long way. Long way. Um, so they were gonna like land on the other side, like <laughs> on the western side. I so I mean maybe we're supposed to think the island moved or something, but it does seem like I wanna say the island is still in the Pacific and so I wanna say that somehow Jacob like transported them or something, you know, near the island. Uh huh. You know what I mean? That's pretty crazy. It's pretty crazy, but, like, okay, I mean, what's the other option? I guess that the uh, island was in the Atlantic at some point, which is also possible. I mean, possible. There, there were plenty of, you know, ships that went to North America going, you know, going that way from Europe. I mean, they, they there were people who took the long way. So it's not unlikely that they could have they could have gone that way. And you know, so the island could still be in the Pacific. I think it's so. unlikely. I don't think it's. I don't think it's impossible. Yeah. I mean, I I think the I think the more popular route would be the easier route. It's a really yeah, it's a, really know, long I mean, way the other way. It is a really long way, but I mean, there were people who went that way. Yeah, uh, it's it's not that it's never happened. Yeah, I mean, they went that way purposefully to do other things along the way. You know, True. There are other places you could stop, True. you know, before you get to where you're going. True. So, okay, so your theory is they took the long way. They, they I'm just saying, it's, it's, it's likely they just took the long way. Okay. I, you know, I don't, I don't want to, I don't think that they move, that he teleported the Black Rock. Yeah, uh, I want to say either he teleported the Black Rock or the island was in the Atlantic. I can see the island may may have moved at some point. You know, I, I I don't mind I don't mind the island having been in a different place at that point. They know. establish it being able to move, so yeah, it's at least you know within what we've seen. Yeah. Whereas we haven't seen Jacob 
transporting a ship, you know, great distances. Exactly. Outrageous distances. Implausible distances. <laughs> Ridiculous distances. Unlikely distances. <laughs> Magnificent distances. Okay, now we're going the other way. <laughs> <sighs> okay, okay, okay. So, so here's my problem, though. There's the first thing, right, the metaphor about the bottle and the island and the cork, mm-hmm. right? Then there's the thing about the man in black thinks people are corrupt, and I bring people here to prove him wrong. I don't see what the connection is between the bottle wine cork thing and the I got a debate going with man in black, so I bring people here to prove him wrong thing. To me what's funny is I think Jacob's – first of all, I think he's wrong. I think I think – I think people are corruptible. I don't know if it's because it's in their nature to sin, but I think people are corruptible. Um, so I think he has a problem with 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 what his what his goal stated to what he's trying to prove. I think uh, is just weird because he he himself says the evil will will spread if it gets out, and it seems like that would mean lock you know that the evil would go and corrupt people, right? I mean, that seemed like one you know aspect of it spreading where it would make other people bad. Yes. So to me, it kind of would mean that if that is what would happen if you escape, then yeah, then people are corruptible. But it would seem like that means it's not in their nature. It's like some outside force, like making them that way. So mm-hmm. that wouldn't necessarily prove oh, okay. wrong. Yeah. Okay. So, so then he's saying, we want to. So, so is he, is he is he trying to set up a scenario where? See, what's weird is I almost want to. God, it almost makes sense that he's trying to set up a scenario where an environment that has no evil, so people can't be corrupted, uh, to sin, and then to see if they sin, and then you can say, well, it's because of their nature and not mm-hmm. because of outside influences, right? But it seems to me that if the evil is in the is corked by the island, mm-hmm. then people in the outside world to be proof of his of his conceit. Right. So he should right. be looking at the people in the outside world, right. not the people he brings to the island, where there actually is evil, but he says that it's there. So yeah, that's that's corrupting people. Uh, right. so I don't know what he wants. I don't know. Right. I don't know what he's trying to do. It, it seems to me like I just think he's wrong. I see. Yeah. I just feel like he's just wrong. Like, maybe it is in their nature to stand or whatever it would be. Um, yeah. I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't use those words. That, that's not, that's yeah. not really what I think is true, but uh, people are corruptible. I, I can't really argue with the other, the thing, the thing I really want to say to Jacob is, you know, what world do you live in? Like, have you ever been off the Island before? It's not a beautiful place where everything is good. Like you're keeping the evil in, like the the world mm-hmm. we have is horrendous. Like calm yeah, down, just ask like the man who was sold into slavery. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, just the latest example of atrocious things that go on without the evil escaping. Well, hey, maybe Jacob would say, just imagine if the evil escaped. Maybe he would say that, but I want to say to him, look at how bad people are. 
Yeah. You know, I, like they're not even influenced by the evil and all this is going on. Yeah. You know? Like, I mean, if you look at the history of the world, Man in Black is right. He is right. That's why I feel like... It I does like always end the same. Yeah, it does. I mean, you know... On the so yeah, I just I feel like Jacob is naive if he really if he really thinks that like the world is 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 not tainted by evil at all. Like it's just mm-hmm. like I guess that yeah, I guess that's supposed to be the idea. It'll be even worse if the stuff gets out. But I feel like that's why I can't make the connection between keeping the evil bottled up and the experiment where I want to prove the man in black wrong. Because it's like okay, that experiment's over. Mm-hmm. Like. You're wrong. You can yeah, bring like, people to the you, island all you want. Why did you even start that experiment? You know, it seems like the the setup of that experiment fails the experiment. Yeah, it's like you you can you can bring people to the island all you want. The man in black can just point to human history and prove you wrong. Mm-hmm. Like, it, why does it have to be on the island? Like, I you know. Well, that's why I want to I want to say that somehow the island would be different in that. Since this, this, the evil in the on the island that is sort of isolated from the rest of the world, this evil is somehow encapsulated. But you know, and, and somehow, like I said, I want to set. I want I want that to be Jacob's you know testing uh, scenario of like his what do you call it the, uh, the the control group or something. You know, the island is a control group where he can isolate the evil yeah. from influence and then see what what the humans do. I see. So, that's what I want. That's what I want the experiment to be, but it right. doesn't seem like that's exactly right. But it's yeah, it's confusing to put that with the fact that the island is keeping the evil bottled in. Yeah, because it's like, so the evil isn't out there, and yet it seems like it is. If he's saying he has to bring them to the island to sort of, you know, make it a control group. Mm-hmm. You know, so I, <sighs> I, I, I. I also wonder, like, why does he feel the need to prove the man in black wrong? You know, what's he going to get out of that? Like, once once he does it, you know, once he has these mm-hmm. people and he says, ha-ha, you're wrong, you know, then what? Like, I, I, I don't I, know. Like, why does he feel that competition with the man in black? Why? Why? What drives him to care what man in black thinks? Mm-hmm. You know? Maybe because the man in black is, is I mean maybe I wonder if this has to do with his backstory and the whole thing with his mom and his mom making him his crazy mom. Do oh, I forgot about his crazy mom. God yeah, damn. and maybe maybe I mean I I can't think of a good reason, but I'm thinking something like the man in black blames his his apparent evilness on his mom or the circumstances of his upbringing mm-hmm. uh, or something like that and. Or does that work? And Jacob is trying to prove that that he is good, like he is inherently good, and the man in black thinks he's just he's just inherently evil. And somehow, if Jacob can show another human that is good and not, you know, in, in his nature to sin, then somehow that'll reflect on on some point Jacob tried to make the smoky at some I, that's the best I can do for that. Okay. Uh, okay. So it goes back to somehow their origins. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Which we really don't know at this point. Yeah, we don't know. See I'm I'm taking this like this is everything and I guess I guess this isn't enough to tell the this whole is story. Not a- 
This is episode nine. <laughs> <laughs> this isn't the end of the show. No, no, there's more. There's, you didn't cancel your subscription to a lot of fan clubs. You? You, you thought this was the finale? Come on. Yeah, I'm done. I mean, this is yeah. What what more can we possibly what more get? Can we get? Because the 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 you know the 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 Richard story and that's it, right? Yeah. Nothing left to say. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So I think I think your theory that the reason he wants to m- prove Man in Black wrong is tied into their history is a good one. I think I agree with that. Yeah. That sounds plausible because I just can't see any reason why he would care about Man in Black's opinion in general. Yeah. You know, it seems like there should be some specific reason. Okay, but I still don't. I still don't see the connection between the debate and the function of the island as the cork. Like, are they related? Maybe that goes into the history as well. Um. I, now, see, I think they're. I think they're. They're probably related, but I don't think they're like the same thing. I feel like to me, to me, what I think the, the, the beginning of the island is. It's something like Man in Black did something bad. You know, and Jacob's, you know, Jacob is the marshal, somehow gets him to the island, which is the prison. And, you know, and his sentence is just to be locked here forever, whatever. Mm-hmm. But while they're there, you know, the, you know, the, the man in black is trying to, you know, maybe convince Jacob to let him go or to do whatever. And then they get into this discussion about all this stuff. So that's what I feel like happened is, is it's more about, uh, you know, after the after the cork and the then the wine scenario is set up, then becomes into play this whole thing about bringing people to the island and and sin and all that. Okay, 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 okay. So that's the second that's the second thing that happens. Yeah. Okay. It's just like Jacob doesn't really distinguish between the two. Like he just he just segues right into the second thing, like it's part of the same thing. Mm-hmm. You know, he doesn't he doesn't make clear what the distinction is. So it just that's why I was confused. Yeah, and still am really. I mean, I still don't fully understand what the deal is. But yeah, okay. If the, you know, if they really are separate issues, then then that makes sense. Yeah, I think they're just separate. I think he he just he just he basically says, you know, the cork is the island, and so let me keep the darkness where it belongs. By the way, that darkness thinks everyone's corruptible and you know, everyone will sin. Right. Okay, okay. So, do, but do you think that the evil and the darkness really is smoky, no more, no less? <sighs> yeah. Okay, okay. Like, I'm not clear on that. Okay, now, second question. Do you think... <laughs> I love it. I just get to ask you these things. Um, yeah, yeah, I have the answer. <laughs> yeah, it's great. It's really handy because when I ask myself these questions, I don't know what the answer is. Mm-hmm. So, so do you do you think it's possible that this evil that the island is containing is, in some sense, around on the island or has some has some, what I want to do is connect that with the claiming thing. You know, since since they made since they made it clear, or they really said with Saeed, like the idea there was a darkness growing within him, and mm-hmm. and you know the scale showed that his that he tipped towards evil, like that really connects with this idea of the island as containing the evil, and like is the idea that the sickness really is like people being infected 
Like, does a sickness show what would happen if the if the if the cork ceased to contain the evil? Are you saying that if Smokey got off the island, he would resurrect all the dead people and there'd be a zombie apocalypse? <laughs> You're saying Jacob was trying to prevent the zombie apocalypse? Then yes, I agree with that 100%. Thank you very much. <laughs> Jacob was trying to prevent the zombie apocalypse. Yeah, I, I like it. I didn't really make the connection with the zombie apocalypse, but... Uh... Uh, apparently that is what I'm saying. Yeah. yeah. Um, I want to say that um, that's a great idea. But, oh man, I wish I wish that was I wish they would say that. It'd be great. It would be. And see, yeah. I want to tie that in with the zombie season. Like. Yeah, with the zombie season. Yeah, totally. Like they've had something like that in mind for a long time. Yeah. Um. And that basically all of the all of the recl- all the claimed zombie people would just kill all the human people, the live people, which would just turn to zombie people. So everyone would just be under his. But to what end? You know, what, what kind of I don't know what that is. But anyway, um, uh, what, what was the question? <laughs> that was a great ending. After all that, what was the question again? Um, uh, something about smoking. The question the was: I I want because because they because Dogen specifically connected the sickness with just evil growing within you. Like I want that to connect with this thing that Jacob's talking about, with the island containing the evil, and if you know if if it isn't contained, then it will spread, and you know. Well, I mean, I think you have to go back to what Dogen said about Claire and Saeed and, and under the influence and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. I, I feel like it, it still goes back to, to Smokey being the evil. You're right. I mean, the the, the sickness is con- seems to be connected to Smokey as well. So even if, yeah. even if um, what I'm saying is true, or it, it, to some extent, like it, it, it doesn't mean that the evil goes beyond Smokey in some way. Yeah. So you're, you're I think right. he's a focal point. I mean, I don't think there's just like this sort of general evil that's out there and that you can somehow that can somehow corrupt you. Um, I don't think that. I think I think it's I think it's pretty directed. I think it's from him. Okay. Okay. So Smokey actually like emanates evil or something, or can direct it so, where he well, wants. Yeah. I mean. Yeah, the, the whatever influence he can have over people is would be that that that's that's what he means about being corrupted. Okay. Okay, okay, okay. All right. Like yeah, I I wasn't clear if but I think you're right. I okay, no no no, here's what I want to say. I wasn't clear if whether Smokey himself was the evil or if the idea was Smokey is representative of the evil. <laughs> You know what I mean? You mean like he's a part of the evil? Yeah. Exactly. Like I think he's got to be the evil because if he leaves, then the evil leaves, right? I think that's the idea, yeah. Yeah, so I feel like he's the evil. Okay, okay. But I wasn't sure if, like, somehow his, you know, I don't know. If there was a disconnect between the two. But okay, I, I think I agree that they're supposed to be the same thing. Yeah. But Jacob doesn't make that clear. 
Surprise, surprise. You know, he does. <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> you know, he doesn't say this stuff swirling around is that man you met. Yeah, you know, so so he goes, I want to talk about this whole thing about Jacob not telling people what to do when they get to the island. You okay. know, I just hate that. I just hate that so much. You know, he says, why, if you brought them here, why didn't you help them? Because I wanted them to help themselves, to know the difference between right and wrong without having me to tell them. And it's just like, but what if, what if, they, what if people don't learn the difference between right, right and wrong the real way in the real world or something? You know, I just, his test just seems to make certain assumptions that I think, you, you know, if you're doing a test, you have to question your assumptions. You know, because he's assuming people know the difference between right and wrong. Right. You know, although so far he's been proving wrong, like, apparently. <laughs> right. And I, I, I think also like, he's just been sloppy. Like, it seems like with the Black Rock, yeah. he just didn't, he didn't really take care to see that they even survived. Yeah. Like, regardless of how good or bad they were. Yeah. Like, it looks like the captain was just killed on impact. And it was like, and, you know, in the plane crash, too. Like, a lot of people were just killed in the plane crash. Like, mm-hmm. what good did that do to them? Like, you know, how, how can you really test someone's morality if you just kill them on arrival? Yeah. You know, they like... Made the, they made a bad choice. They sat in the wrong seat. <laughs> like, I... I think this is supposed to be a central thing about Jacob and they've, you know, they've, they've hit it a few times. Like he's, Mm -hmm. he's really big on people making their own choices, which isn't to say he doesn't. Even when they don't know they're supposed to make a choice. Right. He does seem to have a belief that people can be sort of inherently good. Mm -hmm. And I think, I think for me, that's the main reason why I think he's the good guy of this show. Mm -hmm. I think someone who has that belief and also, you know, conversely, someone who has the belief that people are innately bad is the villain. Yeah. You know, I think I think any story written by humans <laughs> is going to have that pattern. Mm-hmm. For the most part. I mean, you know. And and on this show, I, I mean, I think that's what they're going for. A very classic kind of idea. Yeah. You know. So, so anyway, J- Jacob seems to have this belief about people, and so that's why I feel like he thinks if he just if he just wipes away their past and, you know, whatever their pre-existing problems are, their innate goodness will cause them to make the right choices. <laughs> that seems to be what he's saying. Mm-hmm. But it's always like, is there, how many right choices do you get on the island? You know what I mean? It's between, do I kill this person? Do I go steal this person, this thing I need? Yeah. You know, it's like, there's so many times you're presented with a bad choice and a worse choice. Also, as you pointed out, a lot of the choices on the island are just about basic survival. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And that's the thing. When you mess with people's survival, they're going to do things they wouldn't ordinarily do or even want to do. Right. You know, they're forced to do it. That I'm either going to die or I'm going to kill this person. Right. That's been so a running make, theme on the show. Yeah, and so and so you make you make a you, so the choice you make to kill that person is bad, even though you know the difference between right and wrong. Right. Doesn't mean you're going to make the right choice. You right. Know? Right. And it's like it seems like he would expect someone to just let themselves die, like he did. I, yeah. I guess that was the, again, like I said, like he tested his own conceit. I guess about you know. When he let Ben kill him, like uh, he he had to uh, mm-hmm. he had to do that, I guess. Um, right. 
but it's just it's uh I, I just don't I I like the idea of what Jacob is doing, just the idea that he's just kinda of playing this game. Mm-hmm. An important game in terms of what it says about humanity. But a grandiose time, game, yeah. Yeah, a grandiose game. But uh, but at the same time, I don't like the details of the game, and I don't like what he's trying to prove. Mm-hmm. I feel like he's trying to prove, like, a meaningless point. <laughs> because, you know what I mean? Because, okay, so what if he proves that, uh, that uh, it's not in human nature to sin? Okay, what did, how does that affect the rest of the world? You know, like Well, that was sort of my question earlier. Like once yeah. he once he once he succeeds and proves himself right, you know, then what? <laughs> a, a, a light pat on the back will suffice. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I don't know what he wants. Like a Nobel Prize or something? It's 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 not and and who's even gonna know? Like Man in Black is the only one who even knows about this up until uh, now. He's going to Facebook it, of course. <laughs> of course. <laughs> I forgot. A little Twitter, maybe. A little tweet. I was right, LOL. <laughs> <laughs> Yay, humans are good. I, that's what I'd imagine. What else is he going to do? And then he's like, wow, I'm glad Facebook is around by the time I prove my point. Yeah, what would he have done if he proved his point, like, 20 years ago? I don't know. He just would have had to, like, cold call everybody. <laughs> Hi, my name is Jake. When I don't know me, I just want to tell you people are inherently good. <laughs> a lot of phone calls to make. Yeah, yeah. yeah that'll... Good thing he speaks a lot of languages. Keep him busy. <laughs> I Exactly. <laughs> he's going to have to speak them all. All of them. Go, Jacob. <laughs> and he's not going to reach everyone. Of course, not everyone ha- has a True. phone. But, Good point. Uh, oh, shit. I guess he'll have to mail some letters as well. He's going to have to mail some letters. <laughs> and he's going to, I mean, some people don't have mailboxes. Some people don't I mean, have mailboxes. Here's the thing. He's not going to be able to tell everyone. <laughs> He needs to get in touch with all the town criers. Yes, exactly. Because we had a lot of those back 20 years ago. <laughs> just... Did, didn't they just get rid of those 20 years ago? Yeah, yeah, you're right. The, the town crier just died out. The, the, the I don't know. I remember those from when I was a kid. I, I don't know. Yeah. Maybe I'm just old. I don't know. Did Jacob touch you? <laughs> Better not have. <laughs> Or was it the Pope? Oh, wait a minute. Oh, wait a minute. Oh, wait a minute. Oh, too far. Wait a minute. What podcast is this? That's where it hurts. Ouch. Literally. Oh, okay, let's go to the next scene. <laughs> let's go to the next scene here. I, I, I must say I totally take your point. I don't get why. Okay, so I think I think the theory is that it's tied in somehow with his past with Man in Black. Somehow that's why he feels the need to prove him mm-hmm. wrong. Mm-hmm. And so maybe once we see that, we'll say, aha, it all makes sense now. <laughs> I don't even yeah. believe myself while I'm saying that. <laughs> Eureka! We discovered it. It makes sense. Yeah, right. As the words are coming out, I'm like, God, that's so Aha, so it all makes sense now. Yeah. No Lost fan has ever said that. That's the best I could hope for. I- 
But, yeah, you're right. That's the best you could hope for, which is not what we're going to get. Yeah, it probably isn't what we're going to get. But at least we can go, oh, I kind of see what they're doing, maybe. <laughs> oh, that's a little less confusing, but brings up two more questions. Right. <laughs> exactly. Um, yeah, okay. So the island keeps evil in, and Jacob is running a science experiment. Mm-hmm. That's that's our that's our takeaways from this. This one speech. Yeah. Okay, so shall we move on to the next part of this scene? Which is That was a lot on that. I want to say a little bit more about this this idea uh you know when Richard tells him if you don't he will and then he gives Richard the job. Of well, the inter- okay. intermediary inter- <clears throat> intermediary. So yeah. Right, so I I have a couple of problems with this. Okay. Uh, the the I mean the first problem is it seems to I mean it seems to like go against Jacob's idea or ethos. Mm-hmm. To uh to to have an intermediary. He just said why he didn't want to do that. Why is that invalid? I mean, I understand the man in black will step in. I feel like the answer is I should stop the man in black from stepping in. I feel like what he's trying to do is to is to is first of all they're just setting up something they have to set up. But I think in terms of why he decides to do this, I think I think the idea was Jacob Jacob doesn't want to be the one you know Jacob is the one who who holds all the cards or you know he's the he's the head guy right in terms of the experiment right. So he you know he feels like he would corrupt the results if he would directly. Uh, it, you know, in charge, um, interfering, I guess. So, and then so then Richard says, okay, well, this guy, the man in black, is going to be interfering. So I think Jacob is just saying, well, I need someone on my side to interfere too, and that way it's fair. Oh, somehow you know, the two interferences will cancel each other out. Interferes. Yes, exactly. Well, there's elite, well, you know, the, the people it brings to the island can listen to both sides. Or okay. Something, versus you know, him trying to stop the man. And even though I think that would probably be the best solution, but that doesn't give you a TV show, um, you know. Well, that's but, uh, Yeah. Um, so I think I think that's the idea of he was saying, well, I don't want to do it. Uh, I need someone to do it. Why don't you do it? Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. So he accepts the idea that he's going to have to interfere. But he th- he just wants to put as much distance from himself. From him to to the people. Well, he I think he feels like he's not interfering. Oh, okay. He's just got someone who will balance the scales, but he's but Jacob I think is still. I mean, obviously he's interfering in the, to the extent that he tells people what to do and gives them lists and right and whatever all that stuff is about. But in terms of like directly coming to them and, and telling them what choices to make and stuff like that, mm-hmm. like he's 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 out in that in that in that context. I see. Okay. Okay. Okay, so that's that's the first part of it, and I'll buy that. Um, okay. Well done. Um, Thank you. So the second thing is this this seems like an origin story for Richard's position in the mm-hmm. others, right? Oh, yeah. Now, at this time, according to Jacob, everyone on the island is dead except for Richard. Mm-hmm. So I guess that means Richard is the first other. Pretty much. And and what I have to say about this is I feel like we know, or at least I get the feeling that 
thing people are able to stay alive a lot longer on the island, it seems like, after Richard gets this job. Right. Like, you know, obviously Dharma comes, but the others have a pretty long history. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like it actually didn't help a lot that they had this, you know, they had someone who could tell people that came to the island, this is why you're here. A man named Jacob brought mm-hmm. you. You know what I mean? Like, it, it did give them some purpose, and they didn't just sort of die off, Yeah. you know, just doing nothing. Um, so it's pretty crazy that this is sort of the origin of all that, and to know that, like, this is, you know, this is going to make hundreds of people blindly follow Jacob, mm-hmm. and, and you really get to see it how Richard didn't, does still, does, you know, he had no clue who this guy was when he got the job, barely has any clue now. Um, yeah. But just the idea of, of how, how quickly it became that people were following Jacob and really had no idea why they were following this guy. Right. You know, I'm not following – I'm following this guy because this guy told me. Well, this guy told me that this guy said to follow. Well, this guy told me Richard did. You know, it's like, you know, it's right. like these links of of um, something. Right. But I think this is supposed to explain why Jacob doesn't just go talk to the others himself. Yes. Yeah, I agree. And, you know, Richard Richard is really the one that, that meets with him. Um, yeah. So why doesn't Jacob care about the – it's like, you know, the whole time it was like okay, Jacob didn't seem to care about the others. Right. And it's not that he didn't care about them. He just stayed away. Right. It's 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 part of his belief system, I think, to mm-hmm. to not get involved. Yeah. You know, so I so I think I think that is good enough for me for why he why he didn't really he didn't really seem to really uh play a big part in conference <clears throat> is scheduled to be broken down automatically in five minutes. To extend the time by sixty minutes, press star eight. Play a play a part in the uh too on that one. Oh, good. Yeah, play a part in the in the day to day operations of the others. Yeah, you know, I it, I it it seemed like he had abandoned them, but yeah, it's it's that's you know he it was by design. Um, the only someone would have told him that. But but here's the thing. Yeah, I know it would have helped. But okay, yeah, like maybe maybe someone should have told Ben that at some point. Yeah, that that might have helped if he understood that. Um, like Richard. Oh well. Um okay, but here's the thing, like um what's what's going on? Uh, I'm just charging my phone. Oh okay, sorry. I thought something was wrong. Uh so but here's the thing though. Um uh the idea here is you know, what Jacob says is you can be what does he say? Uh my representative and intermediary between me and the people I bring to the island. But like what we've seen Richard be is really an advisor for the others exclusively who are not everyone that Jacob brings to the island. Mm -hmm. But it seems like what Jacob is suggesting is that the others really should just be the people he brings to the island. Hmm? Do, do, you mean that everyone he brings to the island should be others? Yeah. Well, if they didn't get killed by the existing others first, yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, okay. that's the whole thing. So that, like, becomes, that becomes my point. Like, how did the others become the others? Like, the, yeah, the original idea... to protect idea, the island from everyone else. It seems like they don't know Jacob is bringing people to the island. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And Richard knows. Richard knows that Jacob does this. 
Mm-hmm. And yet, you know, he's he's you know he's right there. He even brings the hey, list. Maybe that's part of the bad decisions that they're making. <laughs> <laughs> okay, the uh, that's I guess that's the other part of the story. The others are not. The others are part of the experiment themselves. Mm-hmm. So I guess just because like they, you know, I always thought of them as like Jacob's people, but they're not like they're not somehow doing his bidding necessarily. I mean, although he does give them stuff to do, yeah. but, but like he is looking at what they do as like part of the experiment. It seems like it. So like, so stuff like the purge, I don't know what to do with. Like, are we supposed to think that Jacob actually ordered that? Or are we supposed to think that's an example of the others making the wrong decision? I would say the others making the wrong decision. Okay. Okay. Yeah, that, that's what I want to think. Like, because Jacob is not, does not have the attitude of, you know, kill all the outsiders who come to the island since he's the yeah. one bringing them there. Yeah. Right? So it's just weird that the others acquired that attitude. Well, the thing with Dharma, I don't know if Dharma is supposed to be people he, Jacob brought to Okay, the you're island. right, you're right. Dharma isn't. Dharma isn't. Dharma but the others is... seem to have that attitude about anyone yeah. who shows up. Yeah, totally. You know, and particularly people who crash on the island. Mm-hmm. That seems who, to who, be... Who get there by a total accident. Yeah, exactly. You know, that seems to be the people you should be suspicious Jacob might have something to do with, especially if you're Richard. Yeah. And you know that that's how you arrived. He forgot. He forgot. It's been so long. Wow. It's so simple. So it's just, it's just, it's very strange to me that, you know, what started as a nice idea of Richard as the intermediary, he becomes an advisor for this hostile group who, you know, starts attacking all the outsiders. Yeah. It's like, I don't think Jacob had that in mind. But see, that's the thing. I, I, think, I think Jacob shouldn't have had anything in mind, right? I mean, I, well, I mean, obviously he has, he has uh, his hopes for what people will do. But, yeah. But uh, he didn't know how this was going to play out. Well, okay, I what think, I mean is that's not what he wanted to happen. Yeah, he, he definitely, yeah. I think he wanted some sort of peace. Um, yeah. You put people on an, in a hostile environment with limited resources and, you know, and uh, taken away from their homes and their families, and all they can think of to do is escape because they feel like they're there, you know, by accident or, you know, they don't want to be there for the most part. You're going to get them to do some things <laughs> that they would themselves wouldn't want to do. Absolutely. No, yeah, like in the early part the of the show, they were fighting over the drinking water. Yeah, and it just seems like, it seems like he's, instead of like, bringing people to a paradise where they have no wishes or, or I mean, they have no wants or needs mm-hmm. for anything and, and, and everything is a paradise, I think easily prove, oh, look, everyone's great. Like, mm-hmm. you know, uh, no fighting here. Um, and I guess that wouldn't prove his point because it seems like he's doing the opposite. He puts people in hell. He makes yeah. them go to the brink of, of their their mental capacities and physical capacities. And then he says, well, let's see if there's any good people left. Right. You know, which is just like, if you find some good people, then you really found some good people, you know, yeah. but you might you might end up not, versus the other scenario, the paradise scenario, you'll find a lot of good people, mm-hmm. but they won't be necessarily as, as good, you know, because they're only good to the extent that uh, they don't need to be bad. That they're comfortable, yeah. Right. That they're not in a desperate circumstance. 
Yeah. 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 So that I mean that seems in line with something he would think. So so are we supposed to think that all those lists um, really were you know Jacob really would like watch the people and pick out the good ones and then like give the list to Richard and then the others would take those people and you know like is that the mm-hmm. idea? I guess so, and I guess you know Pickett said Jacob wasn't uh, Rich, um, Jack wasn't on Jacob's list, and I'm guessing maybe Jack hadn't done something to convince Jacob he should be on the list yet, and, and that was around the time of the sur- Ben surgery, right? Uh, so maybe maybe when, and I don't know if this happened before or after, but I'm thinking after. So so maybe he wasn't on Jacob's list, and then Jack decides to do the surgery for Ben, and that gets him on Jacob's list, something like that. Okay, okay. I mean, he did use it to, like, hold Ben hostage so that Kate and Sawyer could escape, but maybe he was okay with that. Maybe that's a good thing. Maybe that's a good thing. It seems like a good thing at the time. Yeah. And Ben is evil. I mean... Ben is bad, I so... Mean, you know, no matter what he what he is now, you know, he he's, he's, he's definitely one of the most monstrous characters on the show. Yeah. Um. And uh, and he was the leader of Jacob's people. <laughs> it's just it's just ridiculous. Yeah. And like even Widmore, Widmore has been like uh, left Dad off the island, but when he was on the island, he was like, "Go kill that baby." Man, I'm telling <laughs> you, yeah. It's the like, others were not proving Jacob's point. It's like Jesus, kill the baby. Is kill that baby. really what Jacob wants you to do? <laughs> like. I just I don't know. It's it's it really seems like it really seems like the others got off track. Yeah. But yeah, maybe we are supposed to believe that Jack had to prove himself. Mhm. You know, um and I like I'm not sure. I want to say that the list of people that the others kidnapped are different from the list of candidates. Yeah, I'd imagine you know, the list of people were interesting, you know, this person Go get them. They might be good or something. Like they're for you know the lists are for rank and file others seemingly. Like yeah. Cindy, you know I don't think Cindy's a candidate. No. Um, and the kids, you know, like I feel like they're people who are you know they're good enough to be the others, but they're not they're not going to replace Jacob. Yeah. But here's the thing though about about Jack not being on the list. I mean Jacob visited all of them. Well, mm-hmm. not all of them, but most of them before they came to the island. And Jack, Jack in particular. Yeah. And touched him and stuff. So, like, he already he already had Jack. I mean, I guess the flip side of that is, you know, he touched Saeed, too. And Saeed's obviously gone evil. Yeah. So, just because he touched him. I feel him, like, you you know, you, you, you can't prove if someone is good or bad until you see what they do on the island. Yeah. So, I think, uh, I think. For Jacob, I mean, I think there. I think for all of the candidates, there has to be something that Jacob can look to to say, okay, well, this is the proof that they are good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So he selected the. He selected them. I guess that's the idea. They're candidates. They're not automatically good. Yeah. Exactly. So it's like here's some people who might be candidates, not finalists. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So some of them. Some of them sort of fail to live up to the standards and some of them literally fail to live and fail to live <laughs> up to the standards. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, and, and, and yet, and sort of get eliminated. 
but I guess I guess I'm saying that okay, okay. So the idea can still be that Jack had yet to prove himself sort of worthy of the office of Jacob. Mm-hmm. Um, in the in the earlier part of the show, at the at the point when Pickett says that, I guess I want what Jack did to deserve it to to be something more than that. But I, I mean, I don't really know what that would be. Yeah, I mean, he saved the life of a man who was keeping him kidnapped. And, yeah, you know, kidnapping his friends. I think that should count for something. You're right. You're right. It's a good point. It does. It does. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. So, but do you you think that applies for for the rest of them? It does seem like, <sighs> hmm, like I wonder where the rest of them stand. So like Hurley, like yeah. what could Hurley have done to to make Jacob think he think he's good? He, he passed out all the food. Remember that it was oh. great. <laughs> he he gave some people some food and he threw away the rest. <laughs> all right. No, uh, I don't know. I can't think of what would Hurley's big thing be on the island. He created golf. He created golf. Yeah, he invented it all by himself. Well done, Hurley. Um, wow. No, uh, what what was what's Hurley's big thing? Um, I can't think. Of, I can't think I don't of major know. Hurley storylines. He's always had these little things. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, now his big thing is he talks to dead people. Yeah. And Maybe really he, he just hasn't made any bad choices. Like. Oh, okay. He's always pretty cautious. He did He did sort of rescue the Losties at the end of season three when he came charging in with the van. That's, yeah. That seems like the biggest thing he ever did as far as, like, heroism. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Although that was against the others who were there to, like, kidnap the pregnant women. That brings up... So, I don't know. Let me just throw that out there. Like, what... It, does the fertility thing have anything to do with all this? Like, where... You know, when did that come into play? Is that just some, like, auxiliary problem with the island and it's not really related to the stuff with Jacob? Or is it? What? Any thoughts on that? Yep. You do have thoughts on that. Uh, Tyrant is the god, the goddess of fertility, or something like that, right? Apparently, yeah. So I, I feel like I feel like fertility has some issue. I don't know if it's simple as you know, the man in black is killing pregnant women somehow. Like he's doing something. Maybe he's claiming the fetuses. <laughs> and, <laughs> <laughs> I don't there know how far this show going to go. growing within you. Yeah. Literally, it's your baby. <laughs> it's a very evil baby. Evil baby. It's going to bite you as soon as it gets teased. <laughs> Until then, it will gum you. It's going to gum you to death. But you're going to think it's so cute. <laughs> Um, yeah, it's just like a baby tiger. Yeah. Oh, my nanny gummy. Yeah, I don't know, man. So they I don't bite know. your face. Yeah, I don't know. I just I don't know how that's supposed to fit in with this with this story. So you're you're wanting to put that on Smokey somehow. Smokey decided to not let them have kids at some point. 
Yeah, I mean, that's what I want to think, something like that. Like, that was just part of his plan to, you know, get 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 the people on the island killed off. Mm-hmm. Don't let him procreate. And I don't know why he has that power, but, you know, that's a weird thing to say. I don't know why he has any powers. So. Yeah, I know. Add it to the list of yeah. Yeah. powers he has. That we don't know why he has them. Yeah, yeah. I guess, yeah, it's just, it's, I don't know. Since I brought it up accidentally, I wondered. It seems magical. I mean, apparently medical science can't explain it, so something's going on. Yeah, yeah. Medical science can explain everything. (laughs) I hadn't heard that. Was that (laughs) in the news recently? Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Wow. Things really have changed. Um, medical science explains why that car makes that noise every time you make a left turn, you know. Oh, wow. Yeah. I didn't think medical, medical science. science had anything to say about that. Surprising. They made a lot of advances in that field. Clearly. Yeah. I need to pay more attention to medical science. I think you should. We all I, should. I, I know what I have to do after the podcast. Medical science. The future is now. <laughs> I don't know what that means. Crazy. That means more than you know. Okay. The future is now. I like that. Um, what else we got? Um okay, let's see. Uh yeah. I'm just I'm trying to understand the others because obviously this is really a story of how it came to be that Richard doesn't age and that he's the advisor of the others, but it, it isn't a story of the others. We really don't no. see how they developed. We don't know who built the temple. We don't know, you know, how how that how their culture Well, the temple and the statue and all that stuff is a whole different ballgame. That's older, right? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Okay. Um That'll probably and you know what, honestly, that'll probably be the beginning of like the origin story with Smokey and Jacob coming to the island. Okay. Okay. I bet we'll get all those answers, uh, the the hieroglyphs and all that stuff. I bet I bet they'll get to that at the end. Okay. Like how he gets to the island, why he's in prison in the first place, and see every time besides I, the fact that he's evil. Right, right. Every time I see an episode like this, I think that all the answers are here. I, I mm-hmm. sort of forget that this isn't the whole story. No. You know, we're gonna get more on this at some point. Yeah. Um, more explanation. It is weird to me that the temple has like a fountain that heals you. <laughs> like, I don't know where that fits in. Like, did Jacob make that happen, or did the whoever built that just, you know, really they were just really good at building fountains? <laughs> yeah, they were really good at building fountains. They they were able to design that uh, life. <laughs> That uh, that that uh, health healing uh, spigot that uh, <laughs> modern uh, modern uh, modern pool design is just can't can't figure out how they did it. They don't they don't know how it works. It's like Stonehenge, they you know they can right. get close, but they're not quite sure. Mm-hmm. I would imagine the story with the fountain is going to be it's tapping into whatever energy is in the island, and they just, it's just kind of ah. they found like a hot spring that they yeah, found, and yeah. it's just kind of this magical thing, and and they just kind of found it, and uh, yeah, I, I think it'll be something like that. It'll be it'll be because of Jacob, but okay, uh, 
Yeah, that brings up another question. Like, I, okay, so that that it connects pretty well with the idea that the island just kind of heals in general. Like, it's like it's like a focal point of the island's healing properties. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But is you know do do you think that comes from Jacob, or or is that just somehow a property of the island itself? Well, the fact that it's it's it discriminates, I think, means it's got to be for from a person. Okay. Because not everybody gets healed. Okay, right. You know, uh, so I feel like it does have to come from Jacob. Okay. Okay. I see. I want to know the level of, of his omniscience. You know, I, I want to know. How, it seems like he doesn't know what's going on unless he's there somewhere. But it's like, well, how do you know to heal someone? How do you know when someone's injured? How do you know, you know, that you need that you that you need to intervene if you decide you want to intervene? Mm-hmm. And you know, kill you know, cure Rose's cancer. Like, how does he know Rose has cancer? You know, mm-hmm. does he even know that, or is it just auto heal? Like, I don't know. I don't know if it's like good people auto heal or something. Or, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, yeah, uh, maybe that's what we're supposed to think. Because you're right. When Richard shows up, he has no idea who he is, and so. You know, there's not a sense that like Locke hits the ground and he can and he can walk again. Mm-hmm. So like exactly. Jacob never had a chance. I mean, he did see Locke before that, but yeah. you know, he he never he didn't have a chance to really like you know see Locke and and see what happened and like direct the healing towards him. Mm-hmm. You know, and like like I you know, it's it's and and for Rose like we have no evidence Jacob had ever met her before. Yeah. So it, yeah, maybe that is the idea. The good, you know, Locke is a good person, and he just auto heals on Mega yeah. Drive. He's also a candidate, though. So maybe, maybe if you're on the candidate list, you really you get bumped up in the priority. Candidates auto heal, maybe, and everyone else like something else. Yeah, they get they get sorted according to various like rankings. Well, I'm just glad that after this health care bill, Jacob can't drop us from our insurance anymore. Wow. Yeah. A little political humor. <laughs> nice. Very topical. Topical. What are you Right from do? the headlines. Yeah. I like yeah, that. You tied it do? back to loss, too. <laughs> Not my first podcast. There was a lot going on there. Yeah. Pick that apart, everyone. <laughs> Enjoy it. Yeah, savor it. Um, uh, yeah, yeah. I know uh, the the issue of Jacob omniscience is an issue. I mean, mm-hmm. they've shown him being there at really opportune moments, which really suggests that he had some idea of what was going to happen. Yeah. At the same time, they've shown him being surprised by things. Mm-hmm. So there's a suggestion that he doesn't know everything that's going to happen, but he knows some things that are going to happen. You know, like for example. If- well, yeah, and that's a, and I, yeah. I will just quickly say about Locke, which is one of the big things. Uh, he should have known. You know, Locke. Locke was in there on the in at the island in the fifties, so he had an opportunity to at least see Locke. And True. if he can scan or whatever he can do, maybe like Smokey can do, then he can know Locke's past and know when to be where. Ah. That's one explanation of that. That doesn't explain everybody, because not everybody times. That doesn't explain everybody now. But a lot of people did go there in the seventies. True. So that still gets him to be able to to show up at their opportune times. True. 
Let me think. Does that does that cover everybody? Uh, yes, 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 yes. Sun didn't go to the seventies. Sun didn't go to the seventies, but Jen did. But Jen did. Which might mean Jen's the candidate. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm just saying. So who uh, and Hurley was there? Um, oh, we didn't see Jacob go to touch Hurley before, though, because uh, it was Kate Sawyer, Jack, uh, Dungeon, yeah, and Saeed. Saeed was post. Saeed was after the crash. Saeed was after the crash. Yeah. Yeah. So he he uh, he, uh, but still, Saeed was in the seventies. Yeah, exactly. So he could have found so everyone out. everyone that he touched was in the 70s. Yeah. Except for Son. Except Son, but Jen was there. But Jen was there. So he he can he could have found out about the wedding from Jen. Yeah. So, all right, that covers it all. Yeah. <laughs> I guess so. So you don't you don't need precognition. He just needs to be able to sort of scan you, people. Yeah, you don't even know the future as long as, you know, people from the future come back and do stuff, <laughs> you know. <laughs> There is right. time travel involved still, but it's not on his end. Right. He, his end is a weird scanning thing or whatever. Yeah, that's the, that becomes the weird part, why he can just sort of scan people and, and read their minds. Mm-hmm. If he can do that. He didn't do that to Richard, but, no. um, you know. Yeah. But Smokey can do that. Smokey can do it. So it's like, is Smokey more powerful than Jacob in some sense? I don't know. Wild question. Like, from what we've seen, like, what? I guess we'd have to say no since well, Smokey Jacob can't leave. Can hold yeah. him there. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so J- Jacob's more powerful in, in some sense, but, like, in terms of what we've seen them do, like, it seems like Smokey has more abilities than, than Jacob does. More abilities? Yeah, maybe. You know, like, he's more multifaceted. It seems like... <laughs> The main thing Jacob's got is the power to draw people to the island. Mm-hmm. And the healing. And the healing. Oh, I forgot about the healing. He can make he healing. can make people not age, which is probably connected to that. Yeah. And and he also can overpower Smokey despite his power. What do you mean? I mean Smokey can't just kill Jacob himself. Yeah. Well, you don't know why, though. We don't know why. That's true. But I'm assuming it's somehow a credit to Jacob's power. Okay. I'm assuming it has to do with the rules. Yeah. It could be part of his power explicitly. Yeah, I don't know what to do with the rules, because Jacob doesn't really... Jacob doesn't really talk about the rules here at all. Yeah. So, I don't really know... Well, why would he? Then Richard would know about the rules. (laughs) You're right. You're right. But it just seems like if there's rules in play, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I'd expect him to say something about it. But okay, okay. So yeah, maybe maybe that's just down to the rules. But who made the rules? I mean, I I don't expect you to know that. But I wonder who knew who made the rules. Where did the rules come from? If not from Jacob himself. The rules always existed. The rules are just there. They're just like mm-hmm. a fact. They're just a Who's phenomenon. They're a product of the universe. Okay. The universe is just rule-filled. Mm-hmm. It is. 
Rule abundance. Yeah. Rule licious. Rule licious. Sure. Okay. Okay. All right, so that's uh that's all I have to say about that. <laughs> that's it. That's all you have. You sure? That's it. All right. Is that? I don't know. I if I had more, I would say it. So what scene are we on? We are on. Okay, so okay, I got it. <laughs> okay. So next scene, uh, Richard returns to Smokey, gives him a, a white rock. Uh, Smokey says Richard would never see his wife again if he goes with Jacob, who can be very convincing. But he tells him if he ever changes his mind, he offered to join him still stands. Smokey gives Richard uh, Isabel's necklace and vanishes. Richard buries the necklace near a cement bit bench. Uh, you want to go to the next scene? Not really. I want to say a little bit about uh, it. Okay. Um, well, I figured we could just talk about the whole thing, but... Oh, okay. If you got some specific. Yeah, I, I guess I feel like the second scene is so it's a, so much its own thing. Um, uh, yeah. So first of all, uh, I think the white rock ties in with um, with Locke throwing the white rock from the cave. Yeah. I think I think that's. Um, what do you think Jacob means by the white rock? I think he means you tried to corrupt this guy into killing me, but he didn't. I win. He, uh, the white rock means it's good. Like he's a. It's almost like a chess piece. It's like a white, the white chess piece. It's ah. like he's mine. I see. I yeah. see. Okay. Okay. It's it's still really interesting to me that he says the same thing Dogen said <laughs> about the, the how to kill him thing. You let him talk to you. Oh, you let him talk to you. Yeah. Yeah. Do you just, think Dogen is the man in black? I <laughs> You heard saying, it here first, folks. <laughs> Unfortunately. <laughs> Ouch. Ouch. I'm saying it's just curious to me that this that this story plays out again later. Like not only not because okay, the first part I'm I'm totally on board with. Dogen mm-hmm. heard this story from Richard and he uses it to try to convince Saeed to go out there. But when Saeed returns, he must realize it's failed. And yet he gives the same response that the man in black does. Yeah. Like, I, that, that doesn't make sense to me. He should know, he should know it wasn't going to work. So why does he even bother with this you let him talk to you thing? Well, because he he doesn't want to say, "Oh, Sage, you're back." That must mean you found out that I tried to kill you. But how? You know, it's like he's. I think he's. Oh, just he's just keeping up the ruse. Yeah, I think he's. Yeah, I think he's pretty much. I, I would imagine that's a simple that's the explanation that he's keeping up the ruse. He's not going to show his hand that that. You know, just in case Locke didn't tell Saeed what Dogen was up to, Dogen doesn't want to say, "Oh, you failed." You know, you're alive, and therefore you failed because I wanted you to die. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. I mean, Said already knew that Dogen wanted him dead, but I guess. But but hey, exactly. So shame on him for being talking <laughs> to it, right? <laughs> okay, okay, all right, Locke, you're right. Mm-hmm. Fair enough. <laughs> Fair enough. Okay, okay. Um. 
All right. So this is this is Jacob saying. So did did Jacob just prove Man in Black wrong? Like, is this the end of the experiment? No, no, no. I mean, uh, well, I guess it could have been. <laughs> you know, he. Uh, I mean, but but I think it's not because Jacob convinced him to make the right choice versus him deciding to make the right choice on his own. I ah, guess. Okay. Uh, otherwise, yeah, game over. We win. Um, yeah. I see. Jacob so I think he's just saying. I think he's saying, "Look, this is proving my point." That's what uh, yeah. the ride rock means. Is this is proving my point? It's not the end of the experiment, but it's a it's a it's a point for me. Exactly, a point for me. Exactly. Okay, okay, fair enough. Um, uh, I thought it was interesting that the man in black gives him the necklace. I know that the necklace is basically just symbolic, and so he sort of has to get it. But I just I it's it's a little curious to me the man in black even bothered to do that. God, I mean, you know, why does he do that? Well, Richard needs something to bury so he can come back later to dig, <laughs> dig it up. Yeah, I mean, that's the best I got. Like, I can't I can't provide a sort of good in-show explanation for why he did that. Like, the necklace ends up symbolizing, like, the offer and the wife. Mm-hmm. You know? And so, like, it seems like the only reason he gives it to him is so that it can serve that plot function. Pretty much, I think. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, that was easy. Um, okay. So, um, what was the other thing I wanted to say? I also, I, you know, for someone, when, when Man in Black let Richard go, he said, you know, I'll, I'll let you out, but you have to agree to do whatever I ask you to. Mm-hmm. And here he finds out that Richard very much did not do what he asked him to. And he doesn't even seem angry. He's strangely magnanimous about it. I, it's, this was, again, just, just as Jacob surprised me, Man in Black surprises me in, in this scene, just saying, offer still on the table, you know, not not making Richard honor his agreement mm-hmm. when he let him go. Well, he did do what he what he. I mean, he did. I, I don't know. I feel like you could argue he did fulfill the what he wanted to do in some sense, which is to go attempt to kill Jacob. He didn't succeed, but he did go try. So I think he did fulfill his agreement on that. I mean, you know, on that end. Well, he instructed not him his, not to let Jacob talk to him. So in, in, yeah. on that count, he failed. Well, but, okay, but that's, he also was, you know, blindsided, and it's like, you know, what if Jacob was standing on top of the statue and saw Richard from coming a mile away and started talking? I mean, it's, the agreement isn't foolproof, that's my point. Uh, You know, I think there's things that the man in black can't expect Richard to, uh, you know, compensate for, things like, you know, my example, ridiculous Mm -hmm. example of that, but. So I think I think if you just say what he asked him to do was to go try to kill Jacob, he did do that. Okay. Okay. So the man in black's a little lax about instructions. If you just kind of get the I, I mean, that's, that's like saying he he told him to go kill Jacob, but along the way Richard broke his leg and ended up dying because mm-hmm. he could never. And it's like, okay, were you? It's like, yeah, you failed, but some this other thing happened that caused you to fail. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's like. 
he could be a stickler, I guess, and say you didn't fulfill your agreement. But I think he could also be, yeah, be lenient and say, well, the agreement was for you to go do this. And he did go do it. He just mm-hmm. didn't succeed. Right. He didn't say succeed at everything I ask you to do. Mm-hmm. You know, that wasn't the agreement. Yeah. Okay. That's a, that's an agreement that I don't know anyone could like really truthfully agree yeah. to. I mean, you can't, you know, agree to succeed at everything. You don't know if you're going to succeed. Yeah. You can agree to try, but you can't agree to do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't think Richard had to let Jacob talk to him. I don't see that he was forced into that. Well, Jacob Jacob knocks him to the ground. I mean, how is he going to stop her from talking? Oh, well, okay. I, in terms of saying a word, yes. But in terms of, like, having an extended conversation with him. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You know, I don't. I don't think he had to do that. I mean, I think that really was Richard's choice. Mm-hmm. You know, but at the same time, I agree. I mean, I think that's the idea. He, you know, he really did go out there intending to kill Jacob, and and he was just disarmed. Yeah. So still, though, I'm just I'm just surprised how forgiving the man in black is. Yeah, I mean it. It. it, 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 it it's when there when when the people are important he can be very forgiving and when the people don't matter it, he can, he would just kill them yeah okay right <laughs> okay so it's, it's because of richard's importance mm-hmm. and the black the white rock may have also symbolized some sort of you know protection or something that jacob has on richard or yeah you know. yeah yeah i mean i i do think that's supposed to be the case uh, also, we've never, we've never seen Jacob, uh, Smokey acknowledge that Richard doesn't age, right? Or, you know, in terms of being surprised about it? Uh, that's not true. Locke and, Locke and Richard had a conversation about it when Locke was Smokey. Oh, that's right. That's at the right. end of season five. Of course, at the time we thought it was Locke, but technically that was Smokey. And he, that's, is that what he said? Jacob gave me a gift? Yeah. No, okay. he didn't say Jacob gave me gifts. He said Jacob made me this way. That's right. Jacob made me this way. The gift thing was later. Gifts was later, yeah. Gifts was to Jack. Okay. Alrighty. Yeah. Yeah, so I think uh, Man in Black does know that. Of course, he might just know that because of Locke. Mm-hmm. You know, because Locke knew that. Because he yeah. time-traveled. Yeah, let's not talk about that. <laughs> the time travel or Locke? The time travel. Oh, okay. Uh, you ready for the next scene? Okay. Uh, hold on. Let me make sure. Um, yes. So we're back to the present. Richard finds the bench and digs up the necklace. Out loud, he says he changed his mind, that he was wrong, he, that he changed his mind, and he yells if, uh, if the offer still stands. Hurley appears, which freaks Richard out. Hurley tells Richard his wife sent him. She wants to know why he buried the necklace. Isabella saw him dig it up, and in fact, she's right next to him. She tells him to close his eyes, and Hurley communicates a heartfelt message from the beyond. Isabella uh, Isabella's then gone. Richard puts on the necklace and thanks Hurley. Hurley tells Richard Isabella said, he must stop Smokey from leaving the island or else they'll all go to hell. And from a distance, Locke sees Hurley and Richard talking. That's the scene. Whoa. So two things I want to say quickly. What's with this place with the bench? <laughs> I don't know why there's a bench here. 
It's just uh, a, out of nowhere. It's a tree with a bench. It's a tree with a bench. Yeah, those grow everywhere <laughs> where I'm from. Uh, and the other thing is, um, this scene is from Ghost. Yep. <laughs> like, I've seen this before, and Hurley was Whoopi Goldberg. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've never seen Ghost, but I'm well aware of the famous scene. Yeah, yeah. No, it's it's so it's so the same scene. Uh, it's weird. It's, it's a little bit Stan and a little bit Ghost and Lost, I guess. You know, the thing that I always think is weird about Ghost is the fact that it actually has like a plot about like a guy, like some villain, and he, he mm-hmm. I think he killed the guy for some reason. You talk, did you tell me about that at some point? Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, the whole thing is the the the, the villain is a friend of Demi Moore's. And uh, he, I think, is why he ends up being the reason why the the husband um, uh, Patrick Swayze dies. Okay. Uh, and uh, because of something, uh, I forget exactly why. I feel like it had something to do with the property, or it was some reason that wasn't that great. Uh, but yeah, he's he's like the reason it, it all happens. And then the and then the plot is that you know he. Uh, Patrick Swayze appears to Whoopi Goldberg and, you know, she's like this psychic and who was just kind of pretending to have psychic abilities and then he he shows up and it freaks her out because he's seeing dead people for real and oh. he convinces her to go help him, help, you know, figure out, because because the wife is in danger, you know. The All famous right. line, Molly, you in danger, girl. <laughs> Love that line. It's, it's it's pretty spectacular. That's a line? Wow. It's a line. Molly, you in danger, girl. Uh, Whoopi Goldberg, ladies and gentlemen. Classic Whoopi. Uh, wow. And, uh, yeah, I, I like, you know, so to a ghost. It's it's not bad. Uh, but anyway, so, yeah, so that's that's kind of the plot in that he, you know, he, he knows she's still in danger by, by whomever, whoever killed him. And so he tries to get Whoopi Goldberg to help, you know, to help protect the wife and make contact and all this stuff. And so that's kind of just. Uh, yeah, I just it's like my impression of it is it's just like you know he just died tragically. I mean, I guess that is what happened. But I guess in my impression of it, like the fact that he died, like how he died was not important. Like mm-hmm. to me, it was just like a car accident or something. And like the point was like her reuniting with her, you know, dead husband or whatever. And it was all about the yeah. You know, after you know from the beyond romance like uh, that's that's no, what I thought it's the really whole more movie about, was. it's really more about his tragic death and he's trying to save her from dying and and it's like can't he save her bef- you know yeah so before. the from the beyond romance is like a subplot it, yeah it's the thing that that they managed to make happen but it wasn't sort of the, the point yeah yeah that's that's I, I, that really surprises me i i guess you know why I never watched it. I, it's not the movie I thought it was. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, you're right. This scene, uh, this scene is is totally bad. I actually uh, thought this scene was was pretty good. Um, this yeah. scene, this scene for me played a lot better than the first scene with him. The first scene. With the first Isabella scene with, and Richard. The third, yeah, with Isabella and Richard. Oh. Yeah, I didn't really. I mean, this scene was whatever to me. I, it's because see, here's the problem: is you know, she seems to think he he feels guilty, you know, or that he think, you know, she seems to think that 
this whole thing about being in hell is because, you know, is because he couldn't get to her in time. But she doesn't know that he killed the doctor. And that's really what led him to, to, to go through all this. And that's kind of the guilt. I mean, he feels guilty about his wife, but he also feels guilty about killing that man. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I feel like she's just kind of misguided in terms of what she's saying because she doesn't know the whole story. I see. <laughs> mm-hmm. And it's just to think that's, you know, I just kind of think that's weird. Like, because she says it wasn't, you know, it wasn't your fault that I died. Well, he knows that. <laughs> you know, that's not the problem here, lady. We got some other problems going on. Like, the, 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 give me a wine bottle. Let me show you a metaphor real quick. Let me, let me tell you what's going on here. Mm-hmm. You need a cork and some wine. Yeah. A Merlot, if possible. White wine will belie the point. Uh, can we get a nice red? <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, what else you got about this scene? I guess I just I just bought into the drama in this scene more. Oh, uh, well. Maybe, I was, maybe uh, because maybe because Richard's gone through a journey by this point. Mm-hmm. You know, and it feels like a resolution for him. And her ass just shows up now. And her ass just shows up now. <laughs> He's been conflicted for, you know, a couple centuries. Mm-hmm. She just said, I'll show up now. I'll stop watching my soaps. I don't know. What do they watch from the beyond? I don't know. She needed, she needed Hurley, apparently. Hurley's been on the island for quite a long time. Well, yeah, it's true. It's true. It kind of seemed like he only started seeing dead people... Later, though. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I wonder if they'll ever explain how these dead people are communicating. Like, it seems like they're not just around all the time. Like, they're coming from some other place to talk to Hurley. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's sentimental, so I don't want to make too much of it. But she, at the end, she says, we are already together. Mm-hmm. And I didn't know if that, you know, if that was supposed to mean anything more than just the sentimental part. Yeah, I don't either. I don't, I don't know. Because it's like... Like, is is she somehow just around, hanging around the island all the time? Like, is that what we're supposed to think from that? Then it's like, why can't Hurley see them all the time? Yeah. You know, I feel like I feel like they shouldn't disappear. They should just walk away from them. Yeah. Right. That's true. But I don't know. So I don't know how they're gonna how they this whole thing. I, you know, part of me wants to believe that that Locke was 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 pretending was somehow making the, him see Isabella. Uh, part of me likes that. That would be really weird. Yeah, I, I, it would be weird, but he steps I, in I like for the a idea sentimental Locke, moment like, with Richard and then tells them to stop him. <laughs> well, the sentimental moment. I mean, they had a sentimental moment the first time. It was as Isabella was was Locke or but Mokey. but. but. She, she said, you know, he, he set up the idea that they were in hell, he had to stop the devil, and then he set up her death, you know. Mm-hmm. So, like, there was a lot of, like... Yeah, but here's the thing. Hurley just told Richard that Isabella said, if you don't stop him, we're, we're all go to hell. So there, again, is another connection with Isabella talking about hell. Yeah, that's true. But he's not saying they're in hell right now. Yeah, he's not saying they're in hell, Yeah. But still, I mean, my point is, hell shouldn't. Why, why does she think hell exists? I'm assuming, <laughs> I'm assuming she's using it metaphorically. Oh, okay. Now it's metaphor again. Yeah, yeah. Because I, because I don't think this is smoky. 
Yeah. I don't think the people Hurley sees are smoky. I don't think the Hurley the people Hurley sees are smoky either. But I think if if Smokey is standing a, a little bit distance away and Hurley is talking to a dead person, I'm suspicious. I see. We don't know the extent of his powers. Yeah. Okay. And he can make you know, and he can make he can make he can make you know other people uh, you know appear, and it's his only the only difference. It would be you know somehow Richard can't see right uh, can't see that person. Yeah, and when when he appeared before as her, he could see her. And why would he have Richard not be able to see her? So that he knows it's not Smokey. <laughs> he doesn't you know because he knows why yeah. he's dead. Okay, I, I think he came because Richard, you know, called out to him. Mm-hmm. And but he, he wasn't, wasn't he like, I mean, I don't know how far away he was, but I, I, I do you, so are you saying he was just within earshot? Or are you saying he sort of supernaturally heard him? I don't want to, I don't want to take a position on that. Because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I don't, I don't want to say either one, honestly. I, but I do think that he came because Richard called. And he was prepared to, you know, take him up on the offer. But then he witnesses, you know, Hurley step in and this whole thing happen. And Richard obviously changes his mind. And I think, you know, Locke sort of sees that happening. Mm-hmm. And so that's why he turns back, you know, towards the camera. Yeah, all right. Well, we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. I, I just like the conspiracy theory of it. It, it is such a conspiracy theory. I, it would yeah. be it would be outrageous if it were true. I, outrageous? Yes. Why is that outrageous? It's 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 pretty much what he does normally. No, except, no, 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 no. Except people can't. Except in this one instance, someone can't see him. Most, it's ninety-five percent the same, though. No, no, no. A lot of the time when he shows up as people. He he does not, you know, they 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 behave differently. They have very specific objectives, mm-hmm. you know, that they want to get across to the person, right? They don't just sit there and talk like they're that person the whole time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And she and the only objective she throws out there is stop the man in black. And I mean, if he's throwing that to them, I mean, okay, you can say that, but. You know, yeah, I feel like, I feel like the Man in Black should not come from Man in Black. Well, of course, but it, but here's the thing: like he, this is this is a character who is full of deceit and who is you know hopefully planning things to, in his favor. Um, so I feel like I feel like it's not it's not crazy that he would would try to plan something like this, uh, where he uses you know the image of Richard's dead wife to convince Richard to go back to him. Uh, but she's not convincing him to go back to him. Well, she she's is convincing, convincing him to, to go stop to him. him from leaving the island. Okay, sure. But what is that? But what, we don't know what That's that is. That's different. The though. offer was all about going back with him and, you know, killing Jacob. True. And, but, but, but I'm saying, of course, she's not going to say, take him up on his offer, you know. I, I just feel like, I just feel like it's. I, you know, I don't know, you know, telling him to go – if she didn't say anything about, you know, uh, Smokey, I would, I, would, I would feel like your case is stronger. But the fact that, he, you know, she kind of is saying, go have something to do with him, I think, you know, we don't know what that means. Right. So because of your theory, I can't really talk about what I think, you know, what I want to say about this scene, which is, you know, it sort of suggests that um, – you know, that the ghosts that Hurley sees are against the man in black. 
mm-hmm. you know, that they, they're sort of on Jacob's side for some reason. Yeah, or at least they, they think he's evil and it should be stopped. Yeah. Yes, yes, which Jacob thought. Yeah. Right. So, you know, like, so when, when Hurley saw Jacob, you don't think that's Smokey, right? No, I don't think. Th- here's my thing. The only time we've seen this is this is a, you, this so you is don't a think brand they're being consistent case. about this is a brand new case because we've never before seen so, Hurley talking to a, to someone who's dead, uh, translating that to somebody else, uh, or communicating that to someone else, and then having Smokey be off in the distance. So this is this is a new scenario that I would not attach to any of the other ones. We did not see Smokey standing around. When you know when Jacob was there talking to, to to Hurley or anything like that, right? But you know we also had a character explicitly call for Smokey at the beginning of this scene, so there's a reason for him to be there. Oh, I totally agree, and I'm just I'm just playing the conspiracy theory part of it. Okay, right I'm okay. playing so devil's advocate. You, you admit that my theory is at least plausible, right? I think I no, I think that's the most likely scenario. Okay. Yeah, because I feel like I'm crazy. Like it seems like the obvious explanation, and I feel like no. you're, you're thinking no, this is, is the, like totally it is the wrong. obvious explanation. I'm, okay. I'm I'm trying to go on the not obvious route and say maybe something else is going on here. I'm, that's why I'm that's why I call it conspiracy theory. Like, okay, the obvious explanation is what you said. Yeah. Okay, okay, okay. I, w- I wasn't sure if we were even there. I was okay. That's that's why I seemed. I thought you were saying it wasn't the obvious explanation. No, 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 no. I'm saying I'm saying what if this is what the man in black is doing? Okay, okay, okay. That that would be a giant conspiracy. I agree. It it, w- it would be it would be a huge it would be a huge twist. But you know, New Year's Justin is going to stick with the face value. Yeah. Um if they do it then you know you you will you will uh, you will win the day. Yay, the day I won it. Um <laughs> uh, but uh, I I do think the implication of the obvious theory is also a little bit strange like the idea that the ghosts are the ghosts are against the man in black. I don't even know. Uh, whatever. <laughs> I don't know what the I don't know what the ghosts want. <laughs> they don't get a say. I don't know what they want. I would say they want what's best for their loved ones on the island, and that's usually to stay away from the man in black, so uh or to stop him. So I'd buy that. Oh, so you think she's just she's taking that position just because she wants what's best for Richard. I I'm saying that's what I can count on. I'm not saying that's why she's doing it. I'm saying I can count on that at least being why she could be doing it. Okay. I don't know. I don't know their political stand, what they think about what's going on the island. It's like I don't even know where they are. You know. Right. Um, You know, do all dead people just come to the island? You know, like that didn't seem logical. Yeah, yeah. uh, That is that is worth noting. Like we talked about the idea of like dead people. I do. It does. So, oh, oh, oh. That's a. We haven't. We finally have an example of Smokey appearing as someone who did not die on the island. Oh, that's right. A confirmed example. I yeah. Think. So he just he just scanned them and. Yeah. So he yeah, can. So that takes can, out the confusion with some of the reanimations and stuff. Right. So he is able, if he wants, if he can like get an image of a person, he can appear as them, even if their body's not lying on the island. Yeah. So that's. 
that's sort of nice to know. Not that it's going to help because I don't think Locke's changing anymore. But oh, that's the other thing. He can't change. He can't do that trick anymore. Mm-mm. That's another reason. That's another reason why it shouldn't be him. I forgot about that. Why? What shouldn't be him? He can't. He can't do that. He can't take uh, the appearance of something. He can't change his face. And he's stuck as Locke. Yeah, but that that means he can't make he. Can't, I know he can't change bodies anymore, but you're saying that means he can't appear as anyone else anymore? Yeah. Oh, I didn't think that was true. Yeah, because I mean, that's what Ben says. Like, why can't he just change his face? And she says he's stuck that way. Well, he's stuck in that body, but to me, uh, I always assumed he could still he could still appear as other people. The same way he can transform into Smokey, I feel like Smokey can transform into other it, people. What, then what does it mean? What does it, it even mean to say that he's stuck, he's stuck that stuck, way? He's, he's stuck in Locke's body. Like he won't be able to switch bodies the same way he was in, you know, the original man in black's body. And then now he's in Locke's body. Like he won't be able to, to, to just be in someone else, like take over Ben's body or something like that and physically be Ben. But if he can but, appear as someone else, I mean, he's doing that with Isabella here. If the, under your theory, mm-hmm. he, he, he is, you know, taking on the, the appearance of them. Yeah, he is appearing as someone else. Yeah, but he's not—he's not that someone else. He's not in her body. He's not in Locke's body either. Well, I mean, he's in Locke's body to the extent that it's a physical body, right? That's what I mean. I mean, I mean, he didn't claim Locke's body, but I mean, he is in—he is—he is in the physical form of Locke, and I feel like they're saying he can't change that to be sort of defaulting into the physical form of somebody else. Well, I think that's true, but I think they're also saying he can't just appear as other people. Because if he could, then, then you know, Alana's response to Ben is sort of moot. Like, if he can still do that, it doesn't even matter if his default form is locked. If he can still take the form of other mm-hmm. things, then it doesn't... Well, then you know, why, can't. Why, can't he, why can't he do that then? Well, I, I mean... Since Jacob died, he can't do that. I don't. I don't know why exactly. Because mm. I thought they were just saying, you know, he he did this whole thing with Locke and and switch and, and whatever this whole thing was bringing Locke back to the island and all that stuff. Dead. Uh, I thought she was saying that made him stuck in that body when he switched from whatever his default form was before uh, to now looking like Locke. I thought they were saying, okay, well that means he can't switch into anything else. He's stuck looking like Locke. Um, but I didn't think that negated that he could make someone else see an image of something of, you know, of, you know, appear as Alex to Ben if he wanted to at some point. Cause I, I, I mean, I assume that cause he could still transform into Smokey. So I thought, okay, well that means Smokey can still transform right. into whatever else. He definitely isn't ruled out from turning into Smokey. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I do, I do think he's ruled out from turning into other people and also like the people he turns into have a physical presence, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, and so, yeah, this would be like a new thing that we've never seen Smokey do before. Yeah. If, if, if that's the case, which they still do that. They do that. It's not, that doesn't rule it out. But, Telekinesis you know, was two, three episodes ago. <laughs> yes. I understand. I understand. It's, it's not saying it's impossible. It's just saying, you know, that's what it would mean. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think that's what's happening anyway, but um but okay, we're supposed to be operating on the idea that he can't look like anybody else at all. Like he can't he I can't so. manifest any apparitions at all. I think so. I think he's supposed to be done with that. I think they did that so that we wouldn't sort of 
have that problem if he could just appear as anyone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that makes sense. I mean, I could be wrong. I'm not saying I absolutely know. That's just that's what I. No, think. that's what you said. You said you know for a fact, 100. <laughs> percent I mean, just okay. I saw the affidavit. You signed it. <laughs> it was notarized. I don't. I don't want to go anywhere near something called an affidavit. <laughs> uh, anything else on this scene? I always hated that name. I re- I really liked the pullback. Like I thought. Like, I think I see what you mean in that I thought the pullback to Locke was weird. Mm-hmm. Like, it's a kind of shot I don't think I've ever seen him do on Locke before. Mm-hmm. Like, okay. It's pretty weird. I guess the closest thing I can think of to this shot is the shot where where they show Locke in New York meeting Walt, and then they go over to Ben watching them. Mm-hmm. Something like that, yeah. That's the closest thing. But still, like, there's something odd about about this shot like it doesn't yeah. feel like a standard lost thing to do yeah because he's just he's just watching and they just talked about him and it's like like are we supposed to believe that he can hear them from that distance or something and he knows that what that richard isn't isn't still has decided to not take him up on his offer like i don't know if i believe that I or he's just he's supposed to read it from their body language or something. I, I it's like I don't know what we're supposed to get from that scene. And I just I just like the idea that since he was in the area, I just like the idea that he was somehow you know playing puppet master with those two mm-hmm. over there. When you when you put the specifics on it, I don't I don't really like it either. I don't want to say that if you if you call out Smokey, he will hear you and mm-hmm. respond wherever he is. Like that's. That seems like a stretch to me. I don't think we have much to go on. I mean, except for, I guess, Ben, like, calling down the drain. You know, yeah. if that's sort of, like, some version of that. Um, that's, ah, maybe that's maybe that's a crackpot theory. But still, I don't really like that theory. Um, and I also don't like the idea that he just happened to be walking in the area. You know, mm-hmm. that's a bit of a stretch to me. Um but at the same time, I do think the reason he's there is that Richard called him. Mm-hmm. So it's just like, I want to say that, but at the same time, I don't want to, I don't have a good explanation. Yeah. You know, I guess, okay, here, my explanation is that it's a contrivance. You know, they wanted to show him watching. He came to watch? You know, they, yeah, he came to, oh, God. <laughs> I can't watch. They 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 wanted to show that ominous shot of him watching from the background. Yeah, you know, and they thought it was you know cool, and I I did like it, but it it still is strange, and I I I admit that's like that's probably the weakest part of what I think's going on here. Yeah, the part Weak, you can't explain. Weakest link, if you will. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I can explain it, but I don't like my explanations. Yeah, yeah. So. I, I'm, not, uh, I'm not willing to commit to them. All righty. Anything else with this stuff? I, I just thought this scene was like, eh. I, I don't know. I I don't know why. I just, I wasn't invested in the Richard Isabella stuff. She didn't, you know, I love you. I love you too. Oh, surprise. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, it's not, I mean, it's, it's, it's very he standard. waited all this time to get that from her. <laughs> yeah. You know. And she's wrong. He's not even worried about 
I don't know. I felt like he wasn't even that concerned about the fact that he he didn't get there in time. He was he had other problems. Mm-hmm. He had other problems. Izzy. I think he was concerned that he didn't get there in time, but it was it was well as you said that wasn't the only problem. Yeah. Um, Next scene. Uh, oh, I just wanted to say um, I also I, I also thought Hurley was good in this scene. Yeah. Like I like I'm just I'm just in general sort of impressed with how much weighty drama they give Hurley mm-hmm. these days. You know, like I I really wouldn't have thought he could pull off scenes like this in season one. Mm-hmm. You know, but talk I, to another character. Yeah. Yeah, like you know, it's the I mean, you know, they're 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 putting they're putting a lot of they're putting a lot of uh weight on on his part here and I just I I I'm I'm surprised I feel like he's his character's come a long way to be able to like take part in this scene legitimately and it doesn't feel like a joke or anything. Mhm. You know. So yeah, I I I thought this scene played pretty well even though I agree it's like it's you know, it's pretty standard stuff and it's kind of it's it's probably overly sentimental and and so on. Like I agree with all that. And yet for me, this scene worked better than than the earlier stuff. Yeah. So. Okay. Anyway. All right. Next scene, we are back in the 1800s. The man in black, Smokey, sits deep in thought. Jacob sits next to him, and uh, Smokey sees that he, as and sees that Smokey got the white rock. Uh, Jacob wonders why Smokey tried to kill him. Smokey says it's because he wants to leave. Oh, okay. And uh I just told you that. Yeah. And he says though someone uh though someone else will take Jacob's place if he's killed, Smokey vows to kill him, to to kill all those people too. Uh Jacob gives Smokey a bottle of wine to pass the time, and Smokey says, uh, sooner than you think, and then smashes the bottle. And then he eats the cork to prove the point about <laughs> the cork being Jacob. <laughs> wow. I hope that's a deleted scene. Deleted scene, yeah. <laughs> Corkalicious. I've never eaten a cork, but uh it sounds it sounds really unpleasant. Yeah, it's probably a little dry. Yeah. Chewy though. Chewy. I like that part. Alright, well that's the show. Um pretty much the same thing is that he basically says so basically he is going to try to kill anyone who tries to keep him on the island. Yeah. Yeah. So now we have, I, I don't know what to do with that kid, and you can't kill him, and, mm-hmm. uh, you know, the rules and all that stuff. But we definitely have the idea that he, he should in some way want to kill the candidates, or at least want to kill the candidates who actually have a chance of replacing Jacob. Mm-hmm. You know, like Said, I think is is out at this point. Um, yeah. So he doesn't necessarily need to kill him. Um, he may need to worry about Sawyer a little bit. Um, but Sawyer doesn't seem like he gives a shit about replacing Jacob. So no. maybe not. Um, but I guess I feel like Sawyer's more redeemable, I guess, than Said at this point. Uh, Kate, uh, ugh, I don't know what to do with Kate. Uh, so I guess the main people he needs to worry about are the people in Alana's camp. Yeah. And I guess that's that's how they come into play. But yeah, he's so but I'm wondering if he if he can leave the island before someone actually takes over for Jacob if he doesn't if it doesn't even matter, like 
Yeah, I don't think it would matter if he's if the if the wine has escaped. Yeah. Oh, if the wine has escaped, that's what that wasn't what I was gonna say. I was gonna say it doesn't even matter if um if Jacob uh what do I what did I want to say? It doesn't even matter if the candidates are still alive. If if he's off the island? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like if he if he escapes, yeah, then it doesn't matter who's on the island fulfilling Jacob's role. Yeah. 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 So I guess um uh I guess the sense Jacob really didn't did are we supposed to believe Jacob really didn't know that Smokey wanted to leave and that's why he wanted to kill him? <laughs> I don't I'm really confused. Didn't he tell him before he wanted to leave and that's why he wanted to kill him? He didn't. I, he didn't say he wanted to leave. He just said he wanted to kill him. He said, Okay, you can't imagine but I want to kill you. Okay. Yeah. And so yeah, you'd think a, any prisoner who wants to leave at the prison, right? You would think so. It should be obvious yeah. to Jacob. But he seems to not make these make these uh, logical inferences sometimes. Yeah. Like the thing as long as Richard, I'm alive, you're not going anywhere. Yeah. Um, yeah. Right. So again, like that. Th- this is this scene is also why I wanted to understand the connection between Smokey and the evil. Mm-hmm. You know, like Smokey, was, the island, and the evil, the Holy Trinity. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> because, like, if Jacob's keeping him trapped there, like he should have a reason for that. Mm-hmm. You know, and it should be connected with what he was saying, but he didn't make that explicit. Well, I think the reason is that he that he's trying to trap the evil. Right, 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 right. That, well, that, but I'm just saying that's why I originally wondered what the connection was between Smokey and the evil. So, mm-hmm. so we sort of resolve the idea that Smokey is the evil. I think he has to be. Okay, so so he's he's making him stay. But why can't he just tell Smokey, "Look, you're the evil that's going to infect the world." <laughs> That's why I'm keeping you here. I don't know. I don't know if Smokey would really care about that, but you know, just I feel like Jacob is keeping him trapped. Well, I don't. I, it seems like Smokey doesn't think he's evil, right? I don't think he's ever agreed that he's evil. So I feel like if Jacob said that, like I don't know if he'd believe it or if, I don't know what he would say to that. I mean, oh, does the man. devil think he, he's evil, or does the devil think he's the good guy? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Um, so okay, so you think you think Smokey doesn't see himself as evil, but uh, what I, think, I, what yeah, I mean is, does Jacob explain. understand? Does Smokey understand what, what Jacob thinks about him? Why he's doing what he's doing? Why like, he's keeping them there? Yeah, it, yeah, it's weird. He's like, just let me leave. But it's yeah, it seems like he hasn't told him why he's there. But I feel like he has to know why he's there. He there's got, whatever the origin of these guys are. It, they should have said something to each other about why you're here. Like he didn't just wake up one day and he was on the island. Right, right. But yeah, exactly. Saying just let me leave. You know, if he understands what Jacob's doing, why Jacob thinks he has to keep him there, he should know Jacob's not going to let him leave. Mm-hmm. You know? So I, I don't know. Maybe he doesn't really think, you know, I, he probably doesn't really think that's going to change Jacob's mind, but it just, it seems plays strangely. It's like, it's, it's, it seems like they don't, 
it seems like they haven't communicated enough. Yeah, I would agree with that. They need some they need some therapy, they do. couple counseling and they could really resolve this whole thing. <laughs> I would help. No need to bring, you know, outsiders into this relationship, people from the outside the island. Let's just let's just handle this, you two guys. You know, putting myself in smoky shoes, like being stuck in this island and wanting to go home, trapped by this Jacob entity. If I understood that Jacob believed that I was the embodiment of evil, and if I got off the island, my evil would spread over the entire world, I would at least understand why Jacob was keeping me there. Mm-hmm. Even if I didn't agree, you know, I could at least say, okay, you know, if I believe that, I might do the same thing. Well, I mean, yeah, I, I think he, he that's, why, that's why I think he knows why Jacob is keeping him there. Okay. Okay, okay, okay. He, he never he says, does. why are you keeping me here? But he does right. seem to be asking, why won't you let me leave? Right. But, but I think he knows why he won't let him leave, which is right. why he's keeping him there. Okay, okay, okay. Okay. All right. So it's just it's just playing out that way. But the the stuff that they should know, they, they do know. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because I guess if you look at it from Jacob's perspective, they, they uh, if you look, both of them know the reason... Smokey can't leave is because Jacob is there. And they probably both know, Jacob definitely knows this, but Men in Black probably knows this before Jacob says it in this scene, that someone else is going to take his place if Jacob is dead. So I think that that goes back to why Jacob maybe asked the question, you know, uh, so you tried to kill me? He says, yeah, you expect an apology. And Jacob says, no, I guess I'm wondering why you did it. Well, he's wondering why he did it because he knows that the man in black should know that even if he's killed, you know, someone else is going to take his place. So it's like, well, why are you doing this if it's seemingly for nothing? So I think maybe that's why Jacob asked them, why Why did you try to kill me? Okay. Because he's maybe thinking there's nothing to gain out of it, you know. Okay. That someone will just take in my place or whatever. So, so at, this, a, at this point, who would that be? Well, yeah, well, see, I think that's what's interesting is if there's only two people on the island, if it's just, if it's just them on the island, then then Jacob is fine. Right. Because Smokey can't kill him directly. Yeah. So you need at least a third person, okay. right, on yeah. the island, yeah. which was Richard, basically. Sure. And he tried to get him to kill him. That didn't work. So now Richard is on Smo- Jacob's team. Uh, so, I mean, at this point, if Jacob died, I think Richard would take over. Uh, yeah. If, if, you know, now if Richard had killed Jacob, who would take over? I don't know. I mean, I guess, I guess Richard would have to. I mean, I don't know who else, who else is there to do it. Like, are they obligated to do that? Is it just, is it just whoever, if there's only one person on the island eligible, they're just, they're just sort of automatically sworn in? Well, I guess that can be true because, you know, because, uh, Block is trying to leave, so you know, and there's tons of people on the island now. So I feel like, I feel like the, it's not automatic. It's someone has to be in place to take over for Jacob and to know yeah. what to do or something. It's you know, I feel like there is a window, windows of opportunity. So if you have the, the Jacob dead, then there is a window of opportunity to escape. Yeah. Okay. But on the other hand, it does seem like like I expected Locke to just you know I kept wanting to say to Locke I just wanted to shake Locke and say just go home already like what's mm-hmm. your problem? It does seem like he's trying to round people up. Yeah. You know. So so maybe maybe there is some truth to like not being able to leave people behind. 
something. Because, you know, I, we still don't really know why the Man in Black is gathering people together. Yeah. You know, besides just to have, like, a personal army or something. Yeah, I don't know. Sooner than you think. <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, smashing a wine bottle, you know, the symbolism is not exactly subtle. But it, it really, like, I, I thought this was a good ending. Mm-hmm. I really liked it. I like when they do these endings that are not, like, surprise, surprise plot twists. They're just, like, nice, dramatic endings. Yeah. Like, I, that, I, this, was, this was a good one. Yeah. Yeah, it was pretty good. I like this a lot. Obviously, I like this episode a lot more than you did. Yeah, I'm just thinking about it again. I'm just, you know, thinking about everything we just went through. And I, I just... There are a couple of sort of big things they bring up in terms of the, the very important parts of the show. Uh, but it's only a few of those. Uh, there's not a whole bunch that we didn't know before. Uh, the character stuff was okay. You know, I, I didn't like Richard anymore from watching this episode. Um, you know, his backstory episode, you know, I, I, don't, I don't care about it, really care about his character any much more than I did before. Um, yeah, I don't know. This episode was just sort of okay for me. It wasn't, um, yeah, I don't know. I'll be winners, I guess. For me, this was, this was like, this is sort of, it's, it's not one of my favorite episodes ever, mainly because it's just so outside the scope of what Lost is normally. Like, it's very different, you know? Yeah. It's, kind of like a other 48 days kind of episode where you just you just follow this other character in this completely different sort of world from you know the the uh the the way the world that lost is in normally you know it's a break from the flash sideways stuff you know so it's a completely different kind of episode um i thought richard well it's an old school episode which they've done before yeah 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 but it's but it's you know it's um it's old school in terms of you know island history and a specific character and stuff like that. So it's like it's like the other forty eight days in that way. Mm-hmm. You know, or you know Ben's on island flashback or something like that. You know, yeah, like those episodes are pretty rare. Um, and uh, uh, I I. I thought I thought the richer character was good. I mean, he's not the guy that I thought he was when we first met him. His his mystique is gone, definitely. But as a as a sort of more straightforward character, stripped of that mystique, I thought he was compelling. I I, I bought into I bought into him. Um, the the Isabella relationship is underdeveloped. I agree with that. Um, but. But I but I bought into him. Like I enjoyed the segment when he was trapped on the Black Rock. That was a nice little sort of short story. Just you know, mm-hmm. a series of incidents where he passes out and then wakes up and something you know something new is happening. You know, I thought I thought that was a really good section. Um, and you know, I really I really liked all this stuff with Jacob and the Man in Black again. And as I said, I like this scene at the end as well. So for me, this episode was just very dramatically satisfying. I really enjoyed watching it a lot. And, I, you know, I can understand why you're disappointed in it. But I guess for me, the 
the the goodness of the episode, you know, outweighed those you know those qualities uh, for me. Yeah, and I just didn't think there was a lot of good stuff. Like a lot of good stuff. That's just my big thing. I mean, if this episode had come two seasons ago, it'd been spectacular or something. You know, our last season had been spectacular, but uh, I just feel like at this point in the story, it didn't it didn't do a lot to push the story forward. Um, you know, it, it still didn't even tell us. <laughs> What Richard is supposed to know to do next, uh, but that's okay. Hopefully next episode. Uh, I, it's not a bad episode. I just didn't like it that much. Uh, you know, it's and, and it could just be I was you know uh, I was hoping to get a really good Richard backstory and we got an okay Richard backstory. Yeah. Um, you know, and it's that was one of the the biggest mysteries on the show was what's up with this guy Richard, and it's really been like, well, nothing much mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, is the answer, and um, and and him as a character before, you know, I to me he's not that interesting. It's just a person, like he's he's concerned about his wife, okay, and that all that stuff, and he gets to the island, he just kind of becomes a pawn in all these games, and uh, I, I just as a just as a character by himself, I feel like he he's not. He didn't. He didn't come off that strong to me. He just, you know, I mean, not that Jack or Ben or you know a lot of other people could, would have done a whole bunch of di- things differently if they were in his shoes and crashed on the island like that, you know. But um, but to me, there wasn't a lot of things that stood out in terms of his character, you know. Part of it may just been because they, you know, they just kind of made him a simple guy. Yeah, they did. You know, he wasn't, he just, he wasn't a dynamic person. So that, that's kind of part of it too. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he's very much like an everyman kind of hero. Yeah. In this story. And he's, he's trapped between two very strong personalities. Yeah, exactly. So he, he doesn't stay, but like, you know, I bought into him as a, as a straightforward character, you know? Mm Mm-hmm. Like that that was okay for me, I guess. And I and I guess I felt like it was it was although a lot of it was just confirming things that we already knew, I did feel like it really solidified some some big issues about the island and Jacob and what's going on on the show. Mhm. You know, so in that way I think it I think it it fit it fit into the story. It definitely fit into the story, yeah. Um, and you know, I it's it starts off it starts off strangely, but yeah, I don't know. I, uh, you know, seeing the Black Rock and the statue getting knocked down, and you know that like I enjoyed that stuff. So yeah, I don't know. I I I, I can understand. I can understand why you didn't like it. I, it's just, you know, that that stuff wasn't wasn't a hindrance to me. Yeah. I just I sort of let that let that go because I I did I did find other things to enjoy. So anyway, um all right, well, anything else about this episode? I uh I don't think so. I think that's it. All righty, well, we got we'll be back it. next week with uh I don't know, who's you think they'll do another flashback? Anybody else needs a flashback? <laughs> I'm assuming next week, I don't know, this isn't a spoiler, I'm assuming next week we'll go back to Flash Sideways stuff. Yeah, how about that? I don't, I mean, we may not, I don't know, but that's my, that would be my guess. We should, it's about time. Yeah, yeah. And they'll probably, they'll probably push the On Island story. That was one thing, I mean, the On Island story didn't get moved very far in this, in this episode. 
Yeah, like I said, he still doesn't know what he's supposed to do. Right, right. I mean, he's supposed this to the stop first the man in black. But, but that doesn't that isn't anything specific. Yeah. Like I I don't know if we're supposed to think that's the thing he's supposed to do next. I mean, that's what I thought he was going to do in the first place. Well, that's what he said he's going to go do. Yeah, I don't know. What? I don't know what Jacob thinks Richard is supposed to go do next. I'm curious. That it seems like Jacob could just appear to Hurley and tell them, them guys what those guys what to do next. Yeah, yeah. If he wanted to be hands on. Yeah, yeah. It definitely seemed like you know go talk to Ricardus. It felt like that was a contrivance to make him important. Mm-hmm. In, in the story, like, so they would have an excuse to go into to, all this. To go to his backstory, yeah. And it seems like the backstory was supposed to prove or explain how he's supposed to... Because usually in something like this, you go, to you go, what are you supposed to do next? I don't know. And you have the backstory. And mm-hmm. in the backstory, at the end, he realizes what he's supposed to do next. Yeah. But, yeah, that didn't really happen. Yeah. Or we didn't at least see that moment where he realized. Right. You know. Right. Yeah. Yeah, no, I don't. I don't think unless you have to stop the man in black. That wasn't even his realization, though. He was just told that Jacob could have told him that. And by the way, we did not see Isabella. That's the other thing that made me think it was suspicious because we didn't see Isabella say that. We saw Hurley say that. Oh yeah, right. And it was like, well, when did she tell you that, Hurley? Well, Hurley's not going to say that for Smokey's sake. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I'm just saying, like, so if you're saying if you're saying Isabella Smokey, and then you're saying Isabella didn't say that, then you know, then it gets really weird. What? If you if you're saying Isabella is smoky and Isabella didn't say that, um, oh, well, maybe no, that I'm works just, better. I'm just saying it made me suspicious because we didn't, we didn't, we just didn't. I was just suspicious of right. what what Hurley said because we didn't see her say that. Yeah. Right. Right. I think they want to make it dramatic. It's a very good, it's a very good, you know, like, man, I would love to be in that situation where I want someone to do something and I'm able to have their dead, you know, wife tell them some stuff and be convinced that their dead wife is telling them stuff. And then I can just throw in the thing I want them to do, mm-hmm. you know, and, and they'll just believe it. Not that, that Hurley's doing that, of course. Yeah, I really don't think Hurley's doing that. It's such a great that. opportunity. You but know. yeah, he oh, could. by the way... She also wanted you to give me that necklace. Yeah, yeah. She wanted me to pawn it. Yeah, but I'll totally give you some of the money. I think like they did a couple tricks in that scene. Like they 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 pan around to show her appearing, and mm. they have Hurley say he'll translate. But then eventually they stop showing Hurley translating yeah. and just show her talking. Like I feel like that was just. You know, that well, was just, but the, the thing I'm talking about is afterwards, though, where she leaves. No, no, I understand. I'm just saying, yeah. like, the way they staged the scene was a little bit, you know, they, they were fudging it a bit to begin with. And, yeah. and and then at the end of the scene, right, she disappears, and we never see her say the thing. But I feel like that's because Hurley gets to deliver the punchline. If she's already said it, we sort of lost the drama. Well, why not just have her still be there and have her say, like, like, is she gone? No. She's got one more thing she's telling me. And then have him say the line. He can still say the line. It's just to me the fact oh, that... Oh, to have her be gone that, first? To have her be gone and then to yeah. say she said one more thing. Well, when did she say that? Because you, you said she just left. Yeah. You know, did she say that before you even got to where Richard was? Or did, you know, did she say that, you know, when you first met her? Like, I'm just, mm-hmm. when did she say that? You know? Yeah, yeah, he doesn't he doesn't make that clear. Yeah, and it's just like, well, we you said she was gone, but now you're saying she said something else. And mm-hmm. 
Anyway, yeah. it's a very minor point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I think I, I think they. So how would you have them do it? Like they, they, like the way they shot it with Hurley, they sort of zoom in on his face when he says the line. You know, so so would you have them like cut back and forth between Isabella saying it in Spanish and then hit, like how do you deliver the the dramatic moment with both of them? You you do exactly the same thing they did, and e- even the shot where they they pan past Hurley and she disappears can be the same. You know, telling us now Hurley is going to be talking; she's not going to be talking anymore. Yeah. Uh, and then and then when Richard says that she's gone, just have him say no. She's still here, and oh. she's telling me one more thing. Oh oh oh. Okay. You just you just want to change that line. Yeah, just change the line, okay, and then okay. it's like okay, well she's telling him there in the moment, and we I can see. believe that because we just saw her talking. I see. I see. Yeah. Okay. okay. It's a minor thing, whatever. But that's you know. Yeah. Keep your eye on Harley. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, for all I care, I mean, he could be just saying that to Richard. I mean, I, I don't think that's, you know, too devious a thing to tell Richard. To go stop smoking? Yeah. Sure, that's not devious. Yeah, I mean, like... I think it's, you know, worth They say it came from his wife, though, is the devious part, which is the part I have a problem with. Ah, ah, ah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, I I mean, I think Richard, you know, he talked to Jacob about what the island's about and all that. That's what he should have (laughs) realized. He should have realized, he should have realized that they, that they shouldn't let the man in black escape because of what Jacob told him. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That should have been the realization. That's, you know, exactly. That's how they should have tied it together. But, but it doesn't mean that's what, I guess, now, if what they do next is go after him, then, yeah, that's exactly, if they don't find out anything other thing like, oh, Jacob told me I should go do this, you know, like, if there's some not some new thing that they do, but in the next episode they literally just go after him, then, yeah, then, yeah, they, they should have just had that be his realization of, of him just remembering the great evil that exists, you know. <laughs> which he forgot him. about. Apparently. Yeah, which he forgot about. He was ready to follow the evil. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I guess I guess we're supposed to believe he decided that Jacob was lying and none of it was true and the man in black wasn't evil and, and he should just follow him. He should just listen to him. All or nothing is not a good way to go for most things. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it does, it just, yeah. It seems like Richard didn't really, it doesn't seem like he really remembered. You're the one who likes this episode. <laughs> I do, I do. See, I mean, I, I can say stuff like that about it, but it doesn't change the fact that I really enjoyed watching it. Mm-hmm. You know, like for me, like, Points like that are they're only an issue if the episode isn't working for me as a whole. And this one yeah. did. So like stuff like that doesn't like really really drop the episode much for me. All right, well you're the one who likes the episode. <laughs> just say that again. Fair um, enough. You're right. I also like it. I just don't love it. You're right. Yeah, no, this this was I would say Your okay. favorite episode ever. Fine, we get it. I would say I like I think I like Dr. Linus and LAX better than this. But it would be this one after those two. Oh wow. 
Really? Yeah. Wow. Everything else is worse, huh? For me, yeah. Yeah. What about... I'm trying to think what else was there. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there's there's at least three or four I'd put above this one. What what would you what would you put above this one? I'm curious. Sundown. Oh, sundown. Okay. Yeah. Uh, LAX sundown. Probably the substitute. Maybe I'm kind of forgetting exactly what happens in that. That was in Lock uh, for Sawyer, and and there's the lock flash sideways. Yeah, I, I did I did I did enjoy that. Um, maybe maybe not lighthouse. But yeah, Doctor Linus, LAX. I, I'd, I'd put Send on there definitely. The, the Recon. Uh, yeah, I'd, I definitely liked Recon better than this. Okay. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah, I, it, Sawyer was just way more interesting, but you know he gets he doesn't have the Jacob stuff. But what are you gonna do? Is there any is there any episode you didn't like better than this? Yeah, so what would I put lower than this? You know, what Kate does, maybe. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, uh, you know, that's, that's pretty much it. That's probably most wow, likely Wow, so it's worst. your second least favorite episode of the season. Yeah. Impressive. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I, I was well, I was rewatching scenes from Dr. Linus and Lighthouse. Lighthouse, uh, Lighthouse is really good, too. Lighthouse will probably be right below this. Yeah. Um. I, sundown, I liked Sundown, but I don't know. <laughs> it was depressing. I, I didn't really enjoy watching it very much. It was good, but I, I, I don't want to go back to it. Mm-hmm. Lighthouse was, there's something really pleasant about that episode. Like, I was rewatching scenes from it, and it was just, there's a really nice atmosphere they got going on that. Yeah, I think that's one of the ones I watched, like, three or four times. I yeah, like, I remember kept that. kept being able to watch it somehow. Yeah, yeah. They there was something something going on in that episode. Uh, I really miss Dogen too. Dogen was a good character. I I feel like I didn't appreciate mm-hmm. him enough. Yeah. Like I was watching the scene with him and Jack. I was like, oh yeah, like he was good. And I just I don't know. I didn't really. He just he he kept trying to kill all our favorite characters. Yeah, that's, I guess that made him harder to appreciate. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but he I I really liked Dogen. I he was good. I, I that that was a good one. I I think um yeah, Lighthouse would be next and then probably Recon and Sundown and the Substitute. What Kate what Kate does is clearly clearly the worst. It it wasn't that bad though. It wasn't bad. I, a lot of people really hated it. I I really didn't think I really didn't think it was nearly as bad as what I was seeing people say about it, but yeah. Um but yeah, in terms of like, yeah, I, this this is number three, I guess for me, and it looks like it's number. What are we on? Number uh, uh, six? No, seven. What are you talking about? For you? Yeah, something like seven. Ranking know. wise. Yeah. If you count LAX as one, then yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's tough because LAX is like. It's two hours, so it's just got an advantage. It was just, and yeah. it's a premiere. All kinds of shit was going on in that episode, so yeah, it just has a leg up automatically. But it was very good, so you know. 
It's weird. We've come a long way this season. Yeah, um, we have. I can't believe how much stuff has happened already. I'm 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 dizzy. You dizzy? Yeah. Sit down. <laughs> All right. Yeah, lots lots going on. Yeah, it's I mean it's just it's it's a lot to take in, like the grand issues of the show. You know, it's weird to get to a point where that's actually being discussed. And not just like minute things. Mm-hmm. You know, I feel like this episode really pushed us into that territory. Yeah. No, they're they're getting to the end. Yeah. Literally. Literally. Uh oh. <laughs> yeah. That wasn't supposed to be anything. Right, right. Um, all right, well, that's it for the podcast then. I think so. All right, guys, we'll catch you all next week. Thanks and namaste. Namaste and good luck.